Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We are coming at you from Las Vegas, live on a Monday night. Not far from the Lions Den, not far from the greatest strip clubs ever here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. we got a great show lined up tonight. We have uh, Mitch Payton on, Pro Circuit's Mitch Payton, Zach Osborne, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, and Alex Martin, 702-586-PULP, 702-586-PULP. We will take your phone calls all show long. We have a BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roos Graphics, X-Brand Goggles, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, uh, KTMPartsExpress.com, and Black Ops Moto all on board with us tonight. And we are pumped uh, to have you guys on with us. Yeah, that's right. We got a... Nice little show here. We're giving away some Fly Racing Rockstar gear. We are also going to give away four pairs of tickets to Redbud, and uh, we'll let you know how you can do that later on in the show. We're going to give our archive listeners a chance to win some of this stuff, too, so you don't have to listen live to win. And, uh, yeah, we're happy to have you guys all here. With me in studio, former Kawasaki factory rider, 250 Supercross West champion, pro circuit rider, uh, Geico rider, OTSF Suzuki rider, the great Jake, Win- Jake Weimer. What's up, Jake? Uh, Thanks for actually coming again. You act like you're surprised. Like, well, I mean, you you, you came up once, but because you were in Vegas, yeah. You seem to maybe not enjoy the show that much. <laughs> we're not doing this all night. But then I said, "Hey, do you want to come back?" And you said, "Sure." So I like it. It's good. I got on my flight. You did. Uh, how's things going? How's the healing going? How's everything? When are you racing? Are you racing this weekend, Red Bud? Uh, maybe a couple after that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, I'm healing. Things are going well. Yeah. Uh, it's a long process. I went to the doctor, I don't know, maybe two, three weeks ago. Got an update. Uh, it's healing. Still has a little ways to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I go back, I think, like two week, a week or two weeks, uh, get another update. So, yeah. it's healing. It's yeah. coming along. It'll be, I don't know, I'm sure I it'll mean, be still... I would assume, I don't know, I go back to the doctor, like I said, in a week or two, but there, I would imagine it'll be at least another six weeks. Probably. There's no chance you're making any nationals. Mm-mm. Right. No. But Supercross, next year, 2016. Yeah, that's the plan. You know, and we, I, we talked a lot about you. We did, uh, a couple weeks ago. Who's we? Eh, me and my people. <laughs> um, we were saying, like... Those are dogs. Those, I mean, I, I consider them people too, but. <laughs> yeah. They are little people. They're hairy, they're smelly, but they are little people. Um, yeah, they didn't offer a whole lot back at me, but I was talking to them. Now, myself and some industry people were talking about you. And we were saying, like, do you think he's going to retire? Like, do you think he could hang it up? Like, he's made some money and, you know, he got hurt last couple of years. He's riding for a privateer team. You think he's going to retire? And, the dogs just asked me for another milk bone. They just said, can I get a milk bone? Um, no, but we are. We didn't say you would, but we said, like, maybe. 
Well, it had crossed my mind after outdoors last year. Yeah. About retiring. Yeah. And then some stuff fell together, and I wanted to race again, so mm-hmm. I did it. Got hurt, and then it it crossed my mind again. Like I didn't really think of it much, but right. I mean it it came in my head. But I didn't really give it much thought. I was like, well, I got all summer. I knew it was going to be a long recovery, so I didn't yeah, yeah. St- stress too much. And then, you know, I would say probably the last month, like, I've been, like, wanting to ride, uh-huh. like, bad. Okay. So all right. I'm not going to retire. I can't, like, I still want to do it too much. Like, uh-huh. you know, you go through a spot when you're hurt where you just, you're kind of neutral and you just, right. I didn't really put a it's, lot of thought into it. But, no, I'm. I want to race. It's like when we don't have a show on an off week like last week. I just basically want to quit the show. I'm like, I never <laughs> want to do it again. Um, well, folks, he's not retiring. He's back. No, nah, I'm Jake not. Jake Weimer. Here's the thing, though. Uh, and walk, by the way, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly you. Racing. Here's the thing. And my great friend, Timmy Ferry, told me this. You retire and you don't really have to work again. That's retiring. Or you quit the sport and you need a job. Hmm. Would Jake Armour be retiring or quitting? You've made some money. Uh, You'd probably sock some away. I mean, either way, yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about that aspect of it. Okay. Like, that's not going to make up my mind. Yeah, yeah, no, no, But I regardless, know. like, would you have did, to? Would you have to get a job? Uh, depends on how much. Probably, you, probably I mean, depends on how much you want to live, right? I'd like, have like, to, yeah, right, I'd right. have to be careful. Like I mean, you moved, but, to, you moved to Idaho, you buy. Oh, I'm dialed. You're dialed. Yeah, Southern California, <laughs> though. You got to be a little more careful. You but are, yeah. regardless, I mean, geez, even if I was like, all right, I'm gonna quit the sport or right. retire, or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm 27. Wanna, what the heck am I gonna like? I, you got to do something. I'm not just gonna sit there and. By the way, congratulations! You and your wife Nicole are expecting. Yes, December. Not a dog, a baby. Yeah. 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 We actually knew last time I was here. Oh, you we did? Just found oh. out. Yeah. Why was she guzzling beer all night then? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> you know. You know. Uh, everybody uh, also producing the show, taking your phone calls. Still very high over his uh, podcast uh, success. Uh, the Devin Gibbs. What's going on, guys? What's up, Gibbs? Oh, you know, killing it. We gave Gibbs a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. He wanted to do one, so we gave him one. He had an hour podcast. Uh, I think I saw it on Twitter or something. Yeah, yeah, he had Brittany Chisholm and Mo Filthy. I heard it started off a little rough, but it ended well. <laughs> That's what I heard as well. Um, I, I just read that. You right. must have retweeted it or something. Yeah, well, there was a lot of hate. There was some love. There was a lot <laughs> going on in there. And we have some voicemails about your podcast. So. I can't wait to hear those. Did you I... go back and listen to it? Uh, yeah, I did a little and? bit. The first part was pretty lame. <laughs> My bad. But yeah, no, no. I uh, Was your phone on during your own podcast? Probably not. You probably remember to turn it off. I, per- I silenced it. Right. What do you want me to do? Um, it's Chris Andrews. He's blowing up our Twitter feed. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, we'll talk about that. Your yeah. pod in a Will little bit. Really good. How would my numbers look? You said over 4,500. We can't really do that. No, okay. Because people have the automatic downloads. Like, people just subscribe to the podcast. So it download like... There's a couple of voicemails where people are like, listen, it downloaded automatically. I don't listen to that piece of shit. Take my number off. It's like that damn U2 album. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that piece right. of crap, dude. No, I like U2. No. No, uh. it's good. But um, so people, we can't do that. We can't do okay. the the numbers. Well, I saw more positive than negative in the Twitter I and think you just else. chose to see more positive than no, negative. No, I didn't. I searched. Hey, I looked. Haters going to hate. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I was just trying to find like a feel of like what people thought of it, mm-hmm. and I got more positive than hate, but I, uh, I feel like the voicemails are really going to truly show what people think. 
I hope, I hope you don't really think that. <laughs> because the voicemails, people are ballsy. People don't care. Um, anyways, yeah. Gabby Gibbs, episode one. With Brittany Chisholm and Mo Filthy. So is there going to be an episode two? We need to talk about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. We figure that out. Right. Um, well, but, at least it's in talks. What was it about? Like, just a short, give me a little briefing. Like, what did we talk about? Okay. This is the number one thing. He would call you up. Hey, Jake Wammer, this is uh, Devin Gibbs. How's it going? Okay. I don't see any problem with okay, that. Okay, wait, wait. You're firing from the hip. Wait. What are you doing today? <laughs> that was his That's next, fine. That was his opening question. That's fine. What they're doing that day doesn't really have, matter. You just have to call the right people. <laughs> well, if it's J-Law, sure. What are you doing today? <laughs> well. <laughs> you know. Well. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's his opening, you know, his opening. Uh, All right. Act. Salvo, right at you. What are you, what are you doing today? Right. And Brittany's like, oh, I got the laundry. I'm going to go shopping. Like, <laughs> no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I wouldn't but, say no one. Okay. There's Anyways. some people you can ask, what are you doing today? Maybe Brittany wasn't the perfect person to ask, what are you doing today? <laughs> I don't think anybody is. You well, keep firing until you find one that's interesting. Well, listen, my first podcast, I'm probably, if you go back and listen, they're not exactly works of art. So, you know, I've got a lot of shows under my belt to, to you know, make them as good as I do. Two, two. But, uh, all right, okay, we'll talk more about that later. And we got your voicemails uh, coming up. There was 70 something voicemails over the week we were gone. Sure, 20 of them were from Crazy Lady, but I didn't even get to all of them. But we'll play some of them later. We got your uh, race tech emails. You got the BTOsports.com Gabba Gibb segment, X brand tear offs, and um, NFAB question of the day. Like I said, you got your emails, your voicemails. Hey, if you're going to Amazon, uh, click on the Amazon link on the Pulpamex show and uh, on the Pulpamex.com site, I should say. Go to Amazon, make your purchase. We get a small chunk of that. I can afford to fly guys like Jake Weimer up here on beautiful Southwest Airlines. And uh, also the Pulpamex app. You can buy that on the uh, store um, and um, with some exclusive content, I guess. And tune in. If, you, if you're too cheap to buy the app and you want to listen on your mobile device, go to tune in and um, get the show that way. So, all right. Uh, so, Weimer, you're healing up. You are, um, you are going to race next year. All of us talking about you retiring were incorrect. Well, I mean, uh, it, no, no, no. T- get, I need that back. It's not all done. Jeez, you drink a lot of coffee, bro. I'm jacked up. Holy shit. So smoke. excited. I got it. Not every day. What's in there? Cocaine, cocaine's it's, expensive in this It's not town. every day Jeez. we have a 250 Supercross champion in studio. Like, seriously. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, you kind of took Tim Ferry's spot at Cowie a little bit, too. No. No. When's the first year you rode there? 11. Oh, okay. I thought it was 10. I rode there right after Chad. Chad? Chad rode there in 10. Reed, oh, yeah. you may have heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 22. You know what? That went so shitty, I barely remember that. <laughs> he probably feels the same. Yeah, I know. And we'll talk about him in a little bit because he All folded right. his team yeah. up. That, that was kind of in the news. Yeah. Bud's Creek in the news also. Um, do you know your team for next year, Wyman? Would you do the same team, Tedder? Yeah. Um, uh, I've talked to him. Yep. Um, I mean, nothing. I haven't done anything. But, yeah, I've spoke with them. Mm-hmm. I think they're – Willing to give it another shot, and I mean, I think they were happy, and we had a good time, and we had a good vibe. So I, I would do it again for okay. sure. Uh, we've already had conversations, and we have some more time this mm-hmm. year. You know, right. so last year, I mean, it was put together in December. Yeah, so right. it was kind of tough to I, be ready. But. I, I got to be honest. I would think that um, a guy like uh, it's Matt Tedder, right? Yep. Um, his kid uh, Dakota, who actually. Was starting to show some real progress in the last year or so, yeah. like indoors and outdoors. Yeah, he hurt his hand, uh-huh. 
And look, look, let's face it, tethers are loaded. This is a vehicle for him to take his son's racing, and good for him. I always thought, to be honest, like, Tedder's going to throw the plug in here because his kid's been hurt. Dakota's been hurt. And Jake's going to be left out. But that's not the case. Well, I don't think initially, I don't, you know, Dakota, I think he hurt his hand last year at Utah National Mm -hmm. um, and got it fixed. And I think they thought it was going to be all sweet. And then there was problems with it. So he had another operation. Problems again. It wouldn't heal properly, whatever. So I don't think they anticipated him not being able to ride for so long. But he's riding again now and trying to get ready to do some outdoors. Um, okay, yeah. And, and he wants to have a stellar race team, whether or not his kid is involved or hurt. Well, or, I, I mean, obviously, I don't the know, number one thing, yeah. I, I mean, I know they enjoy it and they have a good time. And I Because mean, i got to be honest, like, my people, me and my people, we were worried about you when we talked, when we were talking about retiring. Because you had seven races, eight races, how many? When did you get hurt? Ten races in? Uh, I don't know. Detroit, whenever that was. Okay. Yeah. So I did more than more than eight. I don't know. Okay. Maybe I don't know. Probably around ten. Right. Okay. So you were doing okay. It wasn't great. There's not a lot of rides out there, especially not for salary. I mean, if you a guy like Jake Weimer, you could get a well, ride. Take for, that out of it. Take that out of take. Don't even talk about the money. Just, yeah, but who wants to ride for free? That's what I'm saying. Well, nobody. But. That's kind of just besides the point because it's like... Like, a, I don't know where you're going to ride next year. Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's... If a lo- you didn't do Tedder, that's what I mean. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of options. No. I mean... Because uh, I think Brayton's deal is up. Oh, no, Brayton's deal is not up. Um, who? Somebody just re-signed... Oh, there's a spot at Cowie. You're not going there. Well, I don't know that there is for sure. No, but I'm saying, like, there, nobody's committed to it. Maybe Will, maybe they keep Will, maybe not. Mm. But, you know what I mean? There's... Spot there. Bogle's in the mix. Um, the Rockstar Husky team seems full. They got their guys. The KTM seems full. Dean Wilson's coming back. Marvin's moving up. You know what I'm doing. You do, you do the math, too. There's not a lot of spots. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, at that point, it's like, yeah. There, mm-hmm. No, there's not a lot of options. No. Uh, there's a lot of, all the rides are full with, you know, right. good good people. So. Yeah teams aren't trying to ditch guys and whatever right. so uh yeah it's right. not a lot going on so people are going to hear this podcast and be calling matt tedder now maybe we have to stay, you have to stay on cowies if you do if you do that could you pick another bike i don't know i mean that was, we your, big, that 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 was your biggest mistake last year <laughs> <laughs> i know everything let me hold on i don't think that uh yeah see my soundboard isn't really working now thankfully for the audience Jeez. um what the hell happened? Yeah, you shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not that simple. Uh, like, ride something else, bro. Move on. You got some wheels, big deal. That's not even the point. Make them that's, fit. Okay, let's say you're going to go race Supercross next year, right? I, I could in a second. Right, yeah, no, exactly. four, four-time Manitoba champion. We're going to have to get you your license, though, and I'm not sure how we're going to attack no, that. I got those past titles to, to whip out. I don't think that works. I do. Anyways. Um, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that your soundboard works and mine doesn't, by the way. That's why I should have um, all the drops around here. Yeah. Okay, let's say you're racing <laughs> Supergoss. What were you doing? Where were you going? So, look, are you we, just going to go? Let's rush it. We got Peyton coming up. Let's, let's hurry up. We'll get back to this. Like, all right. Okay. It's just a mess. All right. JT, you know? welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. Flyracing.com. 
official gear of Alex Martin, who's going to be on the show tonight, and Zach Osborne, who's going to be on the show tonight. Pretty star-studded lineup you got there. I would say so, right? Alex Martin won a moto at Bud's Creek. Can you believe that, Weimer? Good, good story. Great story, right? Yeah. No, I mean, hey, you work. Jake, hard. I was in Burley. I was in Burley on for, uh, Friday. Here we go. Mm. All right, good. How was that? Uh, it's the spot. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, there's not a lot going on. Could you guys not text each other this info? What? It's better on the show. What do you have a yeah, show we're, for? We're, this is valuable information. What, what are you about talking about? From. Is that where you're from? Yeah. I thought you were from Rupert. That's what he said. Oh, he I said, said Burley, but... Burley, same it's thing. All the it's same. the same It's thing. all the same. Mark, he said Mark Burley. So, um, it's all the same? Uh, well, I mean, they're like two like sister yeah, towns. Um, oh, okay. Uh, how's Fly Racing doing, JT? You're on your, you're on your world tour uh, showing the 2016 Fly? Fly gear, best out there, yep, bro. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in Florida till Thursday and then Charlotte Thursday and then, yeah, back to Idaho Friday and then do it all over again next week somewhere else. Wow. It's busy. Yep. Uh, Jerk off. Weimer brought me a uh, seven jersey here for the studio. For our... Oh, yeah. It's a little warm for starting fires, you know, in Vegas at the moment. But, <laughs> right. hey. Hey, whatever. <laughs> um, hey, let's talk some Bud's Creek. We're talking about Alex Martin, first of all. Justin Barsha won the overall 3-1, second moto. And, Jake, you didn't. Well, you were just watching the race downstairs there. Uh, what did you think of the conditions now that you saw it on TV? I thought the the lights motos, both of them, looked good. I yeah. mean, I, it was clearly it was tough. Yeah. You know, it was soft and ruddy, but I wouldn't necessarily use the term muddy for the, for the lights class. I mean, mm-hmm. some spots, but yeah. overall yeah. I thought that the track looked good. It looked technical and tough. Uh, clearly that second 450 moto, you would consider that mud. I yeah. mean, that was – it looked tough. That was How about Dungey's Crash? Tough race. Yeah, jeez. Holy <laughs> – I didn't know that. Dude. Wow. Dunge over the bars. Holy <laughs> smoke. Like, that one hurt. What did he do? He just clipped the top, huh? I think he clipped the top, and he didn't expect it to, like, buck him that hard. Like, I think he probably thought he but, was going to kind of, like, tire tap across it and you, just both, flatland. Both of you jerkies race that. That jump never usually does that to people. Uh, it was a soft spot. It was all, they pushed. They had a bunch of mud on there. That he was on the hit. left, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't on the main line, no, right? Yeah. He was on the left where they had kind of pushed some slop, and he probably kind of stuck in oh, the slop. Dude. Oof. We're talking. To, we're talking to Weimer here. He he won this the nasty mud of '09. Yeah, I know. Wow. Well, let's face it, though. They threw the flag early. Brett Metcalf was coming. <laughs> I fasted. That's <laughs> what, Metcalf. I know. I'm joking. I'm that kidding. poor guy. Um, what do you mean that poor guy? Well, well, he, well Metcalf led the whole moto. Yeah, the yeah. whole moto. And then I passed him. And then that lap they oh. red flagged. Him. And then the, the lap ne- I passed him, they red flagged. And then it. the next year he goes and leads Southwick until his bike oh, runs out of gas. Oh my god! <laughs> finally, finally, thank God, Brett Metcalf won a race, though. So yeah. Yeah. screw this, I'm going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> he finally did manage to get that win, but <laughs> he won at Southwick, right? Yeah, on, on a Suzuki. Suzuki. Yeah, yeah, on the Suzuki. So, um, Barsha won. Great ride in the second moto. Do you think, Jake, that? We've been talking about Barsha a lot a year. Some good, some bad. You know, we're, we're talking about that Barsha probably makes. Would you agree that in the, he probably makes? He's in the top five for money salary riders. I mean, from what I've heard, he's probably like top three. Okay, like he's yeah, yeah. He's making great coin. He's expected yeah. to win. He hasn't won. Hasn't worked out great. Now he did win. Do you think, Jake, that this could propel him? you know, forward a little bit? Like, is this, even though it was muddy and all that, does this change anything going forward? Yeah. Should Roxanne and Dungey look for a little more? Yeah, I th- I'm, I would 
bet that he'll probably be better. He'll be better coming in. What Redbud's next? He'll yeah, be better coming weekend. into Redbud than like he was. Right. Tennessee or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, because... Even though it's muddy and all. It yeah, yeah. No, it's a confidence booster, and you could tell he was he was feeling it and feeling good and mm-hmm. kind of whipping it in the mud and, you know, yeah. whatever. So, yeah. yeah, no, you could tell that he was having a good time, and I'm sure that it boosted the, right. if anything, the morale a little bit and kind of get that monkey off his back. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't think J- necessarily, JT, that his riding style would work well in that kind of mud, but... But it is. You know, he's working with Buddy Antonis. Well, so, he's a mud guy, though. Yeah. I mean, I don't care what yeah. kind of riding style he's yeah. got. He's, yeah. he's a mud rider. You mm-hmm. know, that's all that really matters. Yeah. What makes a mud rider? Lots of experience. You know, what that makes what, what makes uh, what makes a guy so good in the mud? Like, obviously, the Euros are good. You know, because I, I think they ride it. Like, yeah, you just grow said. up in it. Yeah. 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 It's the same thing with, like, people in sand. I would say, like, sand... Mud and yeah. then like normal conditions, right. or normal conditions, and then hard pack. Like, yeah, yeah. If somebody's good at it, it's probably because they've ridden it a lot. But don't you think um, a riding style, like RV's riding style, suited more towards sand, loose dirt? You know what I mean? Hang it off the back, pin it. You know, probably not so good at Carlsbad back in the day. Although, I mean, maybe we know we're talking RV's one of the all timers, so he's just good everywhere. But you know what I mean? Like certain guys ride. Yeah, but it styles. doesn't. It, well, okay. yeah. I mean, you can watch somebody ride, but at that level, I think right. it's like, okay, RV, yeah, because he's hammering and whatever. But, I mean, he won in Phoenix, Phoenix where it's slick. He's yeah, won yeah, in Vegas yeah, where it's yeah, slick. Maybe that's like, a bad example because he's just you know, an all But I think Bar's right. the same thing. Like, I watched the TV broadcast. He, he Dude, openly yeah. says that he likes it. Yeah. So that, that, it starts there. You've got to be right. keen to get out there. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. Um, Rocks and Mr. Big chance, JT, to pull some points up like that. That was it. Like with his ride at Indiana last year, he just crushed him. He rode great. I really thought he was going to make some, do some damage on Dungey's point lead. And if you know you're sick, he said he had a virus. You can't. We're six rounds in now. You can't let those points go in the mud. You're not going to get Ryan Dungey over the bars and dead last too many times. Mm-mm. No, and that's you know it's unfortunate. It's not like he could do anything about being sick, yeah. but. When you're 37 points down and, you know, the team's sitting around at their team meetings or, or whatever they do, and they're like, okay, what's our game plan? And, and everyone in the room is thinking, we just need some help. You know, we need Dungey to make a mistake. We need his bike to break. We need him to crash, which doesn't happen often. And then you get that, just like you said, and, and you don't capitalize on it. That's, that's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, I mean, they didn't lose any ground mm-hmm. either, but, yep. man, those, those opportunities don't come around very often when you're talking about a guy like Dungey. Yeah. No, it's 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 you know, like you said. He's sick. Those things happen, but he's got to be kicking it. Well, maybe not Roxy. Maybe he's not kicking himself. But you know, he definitely definitely could have made up some big points on Ryan. Yeah, Dunn. just probability wise, it was it was a great chance mm-hmm. to do something. You know, to cut it to twenty five points or something really mm-hmm. really good. And yeah. uh, just you know, for right. fortunately for Dungey and unfortunately for Roxy, it didn't go that way. Christoph Purcell, your old teammate, Weimer. He's had four good motos now in a row. Yes, it's been muddy. Yes, it's, you know, favored him a little bit. Hasn't been hot as balls and rough, you know, gnarly. But whatever, the guy's coming I, around. You keep talking about favoriting some people and whatever, but I thought we just talked about that. What? At this level, everybody, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, but a certain day or Porcel whatever. Porcel is a guy but, who's got experience in mud, and it's been muddy. All right, all right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, he's riding well. He's, I mean, 
he came in with not a lot of time anyway, yeah. so he's probably kind of racing into it. So, right. yeah, he's coming around and going. I mean, he's putting down good times in practice, and he's having solid finishes in the motos. And it's weird. Like, his endurance has never really been there. And you watch him now, JT. I don't know how much you watch lap times. Weimer, you didn't even watch the race. You were, whatever, doing something. Um, and you watch his lap times, and he had some laps, a couple of laps where you're like, okay, here it is. He was three to four seconds slower than the dudes around him. And you're like, okay, he's getting tired halfway, three-quarters of the way through the race. You're like, here he comes. But that guy, he would regroup, and he would put down another good lap right after. You know, I was kind Yeah, of- and I think it's tough on a track like that because it's so easy to make a mistake that it wasn't like they're just clicking off 204s over mm-hmm. and over and over. You yeah. know, it would be like you know, whatever it was, 202 and then 206, and it's mm-hmm. all, you know, one mistake and a turn mm-hmm. where you have to put both feet down and come to a stop to not fall. You know what I mean? It's, so it's, it's really tough to go off a race like that, mm-hmm. but – I think everyone is kind of waiting for that moment where he's going to get tired, too. Right. And he hasn't really done it in the last two weekends. No, it's going to be good. And coming into Red Bud, uh, that'll be a test for him, another test. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see. I haven't looked. Uh, have you looked at the weather to see what it's going to be like at Red Bud? I mean, that, that can be crazy hot. Well, as one of the sports top goggle guys, no, I have not <laughs> looked at that yet. But I will <laughs> indeed look at that. Um, and we'll talk about goggles here in a little bit. We should. <laughs> we, <laughs> um, Mitch Payton, Zach Osborne, Filthy Phil Nicoletti, and Alex Martin all on the show tonight. We're going to have Alex and Filthy on at the same time because what else would you do, right, with those two guys? Um, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing bringing you the Pulp MX show. Okay, I've got it here. Saturday, sunny and 79. Oh, good weather. Nice weather. Yeah, strong. Yeah. Why are you going to make it out to any nationals to go hang out? 40% chance of rain Sunday, 50% Monday, so that could move. That could go forward. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, let's take some phone calls real quick. Coming up with Mitch Payton here on the show. Uh, Nash, what's going on? How are you? Gentlemen. 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 Hey, always a pleasure having Weimer in the studio. Class Thank act, you. good people. Rather have him riding in. I know he would, too. Hold on. Sure. Class act? <laughs> Dude, he's awesome. Class he's, act. He's great. Nobody else gives it to you straight. Weimer always gives it straight. I don't know about that. That's why the people love him. Okay. Right. That's why I, I personally dig the guy. He's a good dude. Thanks, Nash. Good people. Lame. You know? All right. Um, but I do want to take you, uh, being the fact that you're not riding and we're all watching the races, Weimer, I want you to dig deep in your memory banks for a classic Purcell story. You know, we've heard the designations. You will not like it. <laughs> you get sprayed with rocks. Is there anything else in the memory banks for the the fans that you'd love to share. Yeah, I got one that actually is kind of fitting for the conversation we just had, too. So Excellent. I think it was I, it was either 09 or 10, one of the two years. We were at one of the outdoor races, and <clears throat> he always had, like, a buddy with him, like, helping him out, whatever. Yeah. And Philip? it was Was a, it Philip? I don't remember. What was his name? Was I think his... he had a couple different <laughs> ones at some point. One of them was named was Philip. Philip? Yeah. <laughs> we, I don't know. We were like, Philip? <laughs> Was it was it factory Phil? Was factory with him, showing all the hot No, lines? no. So we're in the semi, like, dude, it's in an outdoor. It's hot. Yeah, like it's melting hot. Purcell's like, no, I ain't pitting in the truck with you clowns. Or he didn't say, but yeah. I don't know why. But he puts up a canopy behind the truck and like <laughs> banners it off, so it's like not out in the open, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, so he's kind of got walls, but he's like middle of the day, all day he pits in this. Black canopy with banners around it. In and the that grass was, that and the lawn was, chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I swear. Grass, no, lawn chair. We saw it. Yeah, we saw it. Yeah. That's his, Is that a freestone? So we said, sorry, I missed it. No, I everywhere. I don't remember. Everywhere. Yeah, oh, he okay. did it more than once. Yeah. I don't, 
he had a pool. Yeah. I think he had a little kiddie pool. Mm-hmm. He had his underwear. He had a little clothesline that he would string his underwear and knee knee brace socks on. Yep. It was like a little French quarter over there. Was, Behind the semi. Yes, not no. not like kind of like behind it. Like so he's like he's like in between he's like in between pro circuit and factory Honda or something, like, like in his tent. I'm like, like, geez, like dude, it's hot outside. Like was, you might want to catch some AC in here. It was the new LeBlanc. <laughs> he, he was he was over it. He was I, like, dude, I'm over this. I don't know. I don't know what the mentality was there, but that's what he was doing. Yeah. Love it. Hey, right. hey like Weech says, Crafty Frenchman. Cheers, guys. Have fun. See you, Nash. Thanks, Nash. All right. Raining Yellow, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? And, uh, we got your fi- I'm just pumped. Uh, it was, uh, it was uh, a weekend of underdogs. Well, yeah, move Arvin Muskan, one of the 250s, big, big, big underdog there. Well, yeah, yeah. I know, and, uh, I know I what you mean. I may be raining yellow, but I love Yamaha, and uh, I was pumped for Alex. Mm-hmm. Pumped for Jeremy, pumped for uh, for Justin. Um, one thing though is, uh, are we seeing Weston Pike kind of dropping off because he's more he hasn't really ridden the East Coast rounds? Well, that was one of my theories on it. JT thinks I'm silly because he rode all of them with RCH, and you know I think he did them with Cycle Trader or somebody. So, right. um, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Weimer? I mean, I you're not there know. every week, but he yeah, has, I don't you know. know. That's tough. I mean, I think he had a mechanical maybe at Bud's Creek, right? He had a mechanical second moto so, while he was like fifth or sixth yeah, or seventh so, or something, yeah. So, obviously, there's nothing you can do about that. But. Second moto high point, he was good. First moto, he faded badly. And he told me he's trying to figure out what's going on in the first moto. It's like he feels oh, good, really? feels like he's got energy, and then he just says he gets pumped, he gets tired, and he just fades. Well, and then he feels fine for the second moto. He's telling me, like, I'm trying to figure this out. Of I don't course, know. I'm sure it's a big di- like, big change for him his first year, like, on a full, like, deal, you know, mm-hmm. where, where there's some expectation involved and people are expecting him to do certain things, you know. And, yeah. Uh, he's rode the whole series. And, I don't, you know, sometimes people just will kind of struggle for a minute. And yeah. And they'll figure it out or, he you also, know, I he, don't know. He also told me this while he's dropping plenty of F-bombs, too. Well, and then, I, think, and then, uh, I think his results so far, though, have been more than a. Uh, oh, they're fine. I mean, if he just if he just stopped where he's at right now, I think he's he's done pretty damn well. Well, some of us in the sport, and myself included, sometimes we have uh, short memories. Like in Supercross, yeah. the guy was winning heat races. Yeah, you know, like in podium. Like if he if he if he stops racing right now today for the rest of the year, uh, he's had a great year. Yeah, you know for sure. So Wait, he got a couple. I got one last question, although. Yeah. I raced this past weekend, and as soon as I got out of the truck, I got hit with, are you raining yellow? What's up, raining yellow? That's two weeks I'm in a row you've you. had a celebrity story from the, from the races, raining yellow. I have Pulpamex stickers that I'm uh, mm-hmm. handing out that, uh, that I got from you. I can okay. only put so many on the bike and the helmet. Fantastic. You have a fellow seven athlete here in Jake Weimer. So. Absolutely. What's up, Jake? Hey, how are you? Um. I'm good. How are you? Did you ever get hooked up with some your sponsorship? He did. He got a Roger free set of gear. Roger set of that, hey. uh, that camo gear. All right. I'm thinking about, honestly, all, my last name's on the back of, of all my uh, jerseys and all that. But for this set, I think it's only fitting that it says raining yellow. That's what I was 100. waiting to hear. <laughs> Fantastic. That's what I was waiting to hear. Uh, thanks for calling, raining yellow. We appreciate it. Right on. Take it easy, you guys. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Next up on the Pulp Mech Show, uh, presented by Hot Cams. Hot Cams, uh, they want to help you with the extra power you need by offering all of our listeners a 30% discount on all orders. Place online at hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type in a discount code, HOTCAMS2015. 
Hot Cams Unleash the Power Within brings you a guy who knows a little bit, a thing or two about camshafts and making uh, motorcycles run well. And uh, he is the owner of uh, Pro Circuit, and uh, he's on the Pulp Show. We love it. Mitch Payton, what's going on? How are you guys? Good. We got uh, a guy who won a title for you here, Guy Weimer, Jake Weimer. Jake, what's up? What's up, Mitchie? I'm hanging. Hanging. <laughs> when you went to go ride for Peyton from Geico, were you scared of him, Weimer? Yes. You were? Yes. Because <laughs> I'd been into his office a couple times before. Okay. I probably should have been in there. Right. And Yeah, so I was a little nervous. <laughs> All right, okay. See what you do, Mitch, just guys? You make them nervous. They make themselves nervous. <laughs> 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 You're just talking to him. <laughs> um, I know. No, actually, Jake. Jake was a uh, Jake was fun because uh, <laughs> Randy Lawrence was chain or uh, training um, Jake and Villapoto. And the year before, when he rode for Geico, he was out there and like he rode really good. And then when we started doing outdoor, Jake started hanging out with us, just going and training, you know, because Ryan was riding and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I I thought he was fast and when we we're like man this guy's good and and actually rv is like man you need to hire him you need you gotta get him you gotta get him and then rubs his hands together you know <laughs> and so i said all right we're gonna talk to him so we, we did and and uh jake was a big help to the team he was awesome oh so you were riding on your geico bike with ryan and, and like hanging out with the green so they, they well yeah because i was training right. with, with him so we'd ride together all the yeah. time yeah. so i was around and yeah. Was this your Napoleon Dynamite yeah. look? Huh? Was this your Napoleon Dynamite look, or was this after that? I don't know what that is. Well, you Napoleon, had big Napoleon hair. Dynamite was more Tommy Hahn. He had the Napoleon <sighs> Dynamite. Yeah, that's true. When yeah. I had the real long hair? No, that was when I was riding for Mitch. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so you were – were you going to go anywhere else, or was it always Mitch? Mitch's team? Like, what were you – No, Mitch. You, you wanted to go there? Yeah. yeah? Okay. Um, Mitch, you, do, you weren't at Butts Creek? Very, very rare, non-Mitch Payton attended race. Well, we, uh, I, I always go to Mammoth. I've been going to Mammoth for the past, I don't know, four or five years or whatever, and I go up there to go for mini bike day and mm-hmm. help jet, you know, like two strokes and stuff like that and help out some of the kids that we help. And then we help out, like, anybody's bike, like if it's an FMF or anybody else's motors. And we, we had we had some unique bikes. We had... Uh, some guys that built motors I'd never heard of. One guy had an FMF pipe, a Bud silencer, <laughs> fuel I'd never heard of. And I'm like, God, I don't know. Like, it's just a blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And you're trying to help the guy, and you're like, God, I'm just kind of stabbing in the dark. And then right. after a couple times, um, we were able to figure some stuff out, even for that guy. So, like, it, it was cool. Mm-hmm. They, they love it. We don't charge anybody to do it. We just just do it as a helpful thing so it's right. fun oh that's good yeah uh well it, it you didn't i mean you're adam put it on uh got second one moto joey savashi put it on the podium so you missed some good rides but the weather and everything else it was a sketchy day so you didn't miss that yeah and honestly like a guy in a wheelchair isn't really that functional in the mud <laughs> <laughs> no. maybe you need different tires <laughs> yeah have you about I, that? I have mud, I have mud tires, but they just get clogged up, and then it rolls around on you, and then your hands are muddy, and uh. like so. Like if I was going to miss one, that was probably the one to miss. And actually, mm-hmm. and so I I stayed for mini bike day, and then um, we 
we had never got a chance to test with uh, Austin Fortner. So, like, we did some testing with him the week before, and he was going to ride mm-hmm. some of the stuff that we had tested. And so, like, I wanted to see that work, and it was it was great to stay, and it was it was good. And it was mammoth compared to Butts Creek. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> yeah, and it was fun, right? Right. Great. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. You got a question for uh, Pro Circuits Mitch Payton? Brought to you by Hot Cams. Hotcamsinc.com. Uh, use the code PulpMX, uh, use the code HOTCAMS2015 to save yourself money there. Um, yeah, so overall, what did you think? I mean, obviously you weren't there. You watched it on, on TV, I imagine. Savachi gets his uh, second career podium, rides well. Adam uh, takes out his training partner, Marvin Muscan, <laughs> then uh, proceeds to get second in the second moto. So a, a good day for your guys, for those two anyways. I was laughing because when I, I got home from uh, Mammoth last night, I got home a little bit late, but I'm, I'm like, I wanted to watch the race, so I just skipped through and watched Moto 1 and Moto 2 of ours, mm-hmm. and then when Adam and, and uh, Marvin went down, you need to watch the replay, and they don't show what happened, why they went down, but when, they, when they're when they getting their bikes up, you need to check it out. Marvin's got his foot on Adam's bike. I just and he watched leaves, it. Yeah, and he leaves his foot on Adam's <laughs> bike till he's up and running, Yeah, and then Adam picks his bike up. And I'm like, he had his foot on your bike, like. <laughs> oh, well, I hate it. And then, uh, and then he threw his arms up in that next section. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, good times. Like Adam told me today, he put a big, huge bruise on Marvin's leg too. <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> you know, I just trying to make something work. I guess that happens. Um, overall, what do you think of your your season so far, outdoors wise? Uh, Supercross. Uh, didn't get a win. Had a lot of podiums, certainly. But outdoors, uh, what do you think so far? You happy? Well, I'm happier because happier. our guys are, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, like, I think, uh, you know, like Bowers got his uh, back operated on and has had some time off. And now he said his back feels good. So, like, he, he's still got probably, I think it's two months before he can ride a bike. But he said it feels better than it's felt in a couple of years. So, I mm-hmm. think that's going to really help us for next year. Um Obviously, Adam is coming back from injury, so like he's, you know, like outdoors is where he started, and there was not a lot of weeks going into that, so like he's building up his momentum as we go, and I think that's great. I think Savachi has done great. Like he's, he had, I think he would have been even a lot better in Supercross. You know, but he got hurt right before, mm-hmm. and then at Vegas hit his head and had to take some time off, and but now. You know, four weeks later, he's able to ride during the week, which mm-hmm. is great. Yep. And I, I'm hoping, you know, like I, I'm, I'm confident. I think by the end of the year, we're going to have Adam's going to win a race. That, that's I think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I see Savachi. Savachi, you know, like with the right starts and the right things, I think he can win too. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I believe. Yeah. So far, and then Tonus, Tonus is uh, riding again, and by by uh, Millville, he'll be back. So I think Tonus can be a big help to us outdoors also. Yeah, I was going to ask you. It seemed like Tonus was because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, soon, 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 and then he's soon he's on a milk carton, but um, you know, missing. But he is coming back, Millville, from his virus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, Weimer, do you think Adam will win a race? We all think so. I mean, yeah. obviously, Mitch is going to say he does. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's. I mean, he, even Hangtown, Hangtown this mm-hmm. weekend. He's had a few rides in between where, like, you can tell he's got like what it takes he just makes a couple mm-hmm. little mistakes or whatever because yep. he's pushing hard but like that moto at buds creek this last weekend like i mean he got a good start sprinted mm-hmm. got a nice lead and then i think he made some mistakes or whatever but i think i think he's got the pieces he's just 
it's a matter of time before right. it gets them all together in the same time. You should have been there in Butts Creek, your former winner in the mud, in the torrential rains. You could have been there guiding him. I could have, I uh, suppose. Yeah, Jake, Jake won that race when it was absolutely a swap fest. <laughs> and, it, it was, and I think that was the year we had we had Tyla and Christoph on the team, and both yeah. those guys are really good mud riders. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and, and that was amazing. And this kid from Idaho comes out and actually <laughs> like, <laughs> you're like, wow, check it out. Yeah, who would have known? Right. Um, I, that was the only, one of the only races I've ever, I've never, I never, left, I never left the press tent. I'm like, I can't go outside and watch. It's just, <laughs> it's pouring rain. Like, that's, I don't, be, that's because the JGR tent didn't have the hot dog tent. Oh, I know. You would have been over there. I know. Right? Yeah. I know. Tell me about it. Uh, and also, <laughs> nice too, like, are things going to change over at Cowie? And, you know, Reed's out. Reed Nordine's out. Bruce is in. I liked their food selection before. I hope Bruce doesn't change things. Like, I don't know. I think you're good there. Okay. I mean, that's more of a big B department. Okay. I'm just I didn't know if Bruce ordered this kind of read ordered that like, you know. Bruce did say he was bringing in uh <laughs> he did he was going to bring in uh, Victor Sheldon on the jet ski to ride one moto. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody knows jet skis, it's it's Bruce Sternstrom. Um uh, Mitch, uh, what about Chris Aldridge? What do you think about his outdoors so far? We're not seeing we're not seeing the crashes we saw in Supercross, which is great. There's been some great finishes. He made a podium at Hangtown. There's been some so-so. What, talk about your other guy uh, outdoors so far. Yeah, like I, I, I really, really expected him to be in the mix all the time. You know, like I thought Supercross was was um, not good. Sometimes terrifying. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I understand that. And but I'm like, all right. So outdoors, we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine because he can do it. And I really think. He can do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a matter of him. I think he needs to believe in himself a little bit more because I think he for sure has it. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a little bit of a knee injury, which he's kind of nursing through, but I think he can still get through that. And I think he needs to be up there. Like he needs to push and he needs to get up there on that podium. Mm-hmm. Um, are you all um, signed up for next year? Or are those negotiations going on now with different riders and, and things like that? We saw Alex Martin, the Star Yamaha guys, um, put out a release. Is anything you can tell us, or, or is that still going on? We're going to have the same rider lineup we had last year. Oh, okay. Um, yep. Like I said, I, I think I feel you know, like I feel absolutely confident. You know, like when we go Supercross, I think Cincerello is going to be awesome. At Supercross, mm-hmm. I believe you're going to see Savachi be better than he ever was. I mean, he never never had a podium until this year, mm-hmm. and I think he struggled through. You know, like I said, not not a lot of time. And and I I saw him at the beginning of the season be the same speed as Bowers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, at the test track and stuff. And Bowers can win races. You know, like it looked like he got tired this year, and he did. You know, he had Epstein Barr and a, and a blown out back. And, and Bowers is going to win races next year. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I still believe in my guys, and they're going to get it done for me. And they want to get it done. You know, like, they're not, they're not slacking and, you know, flaking or nothing like that. These right. are guys that really, really want to win. And they're, you know, like, if you want to win, you're going to, you're going to get it done. Not like Weimer slacking yeah. like that back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Jake, Jake had two years that we went for the title in Supercross. Yeah. And, and the second year, got it done. And then when we went outdoors, Jake had actually, it was a fitness deal where he kind of got sick. Um, I think it was at Mount Morris, right, Jake? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. first year in 09. You were terrible. Or was it 09? Yeah. You were terrible that one race. Then you won the next week. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. 
And then I think you won. And then I won the following weekend too. Yeah. yeah, and and he did, and he didn't do anything during the week. Oh, maybe I can win a national. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're ready. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, no, I was just thinking about that. Mitch, uh, you're like E.F. Hutton. Like, uh, I want to hear your opinion on our sport, and I want to get your take on things, even if it doesn't involve your team or anything else. Um, so I want to ask you about Chad Reed folding up shop, Team 2-2. We know the camera deal. He told us about the camera deal. Um, I don't think that was the reason why he folded up, but he was very vocal about it. And then, uh, you know, unfortunately, forced to close the doors. Josh Grant's out of a ride. Some really good support guys. Uh you know, Lars Goose, uh, Dino, Oscar, these guys, they're all um, out of jobs. Osterman. Um, what's your take on that whole situation? I mean, first of all, on the camera deal, because um, he actually he told me to ta- to ask you about this today because I was talking with him. And well, <laughs> I, well I, think, I think Chad, like, Chad's a really unique guy. Like, he, you know, and he's very strong-headed, and he believes in what he believes in. And... Like when it, like when he had his little issue there, where he rode for Kawasaki, and there was a problem, and and he he was sick. He had Epstein Barr, right. and he took off the end of the season, and you know there was there was a lot of people that said he didn't have it, you know, yeah. like he just he just quit and all that kind of stuff. And Chad came to me and he goes, "Hey, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna race again, and I'm probably not gonna get a ride. I'm gonna do my own program." Mm-hmm. And I actually said, eh, "I don't know, like." It's, like <laughs> right. Just, just go somewhere and get a ride. He goes, ah, I'm going to do my own deal, and I want you to help me. And I'm like, well, I'll help you do anything I can do for you. And, and you know, like he, he went out and bought Hondas, and he, you know, had us work with him and stuff like that and got it to a point where he was winning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it got, down, it got down to where he's going for the championship, and then Honda said, hey, look, we'll, we'll give you a work spike. And so we all went out that day that he rode that bike, you know, and, and there was, there was things that were good about Chad's bike and there was things that were great about the Honda bike. Mm-hmm. And Chad's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I see it. I would take it. And I said, it's going to save you money and you look better on that bike. I think you need to do that. So like he did that and worked out great. And Chad moved along and he did the Honda thing. And then he was at the Kawasaki thing, but he always, he's, he's a very independent guy and, but he's a, and he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. So like, he he believes in what he believes and like he's not like like if you ask him right now like he even with me will tell me like i can't believe that you do this and and you you let these people dictate all this crap to you and like (laughs) there's you know and i'm like god it's just i know but like and i've been in it so long and i fought those battles you know before and and it goes nowhere and it kind of just beats you down (laughs) and and it got to the point where you know he's like the, you know, the black flag thing hurt him a little bit, you know, like he was like, we got to do something about this. And then, you know, James had the, the, the other deal that, that happened and everybody's like, we need to get together. And like, the problem is, is like getting everybody together in a, in a good way, like for a union or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's not a bad idea. Like, because obviously the athletes need to be treated, I think better mm-hmm. like, for sure. And the teams need to be treated better that's for sure but it's our only game in town and maybe they know that but like what like this was the final straw when chad chad's known peter adderton you know since the boost mobile days and that's that's a friend of his you know and so the guy does this new thing and it's called 360 camera and it's an amazing camera like it's 
it's pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. when you see what it can do and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. And so Chad had a relationship with the guy. The guy wants to, you know, get it going. And he's like, Hey, this would be perfect. You know, we're friends and, and, and they work out a, a program where Chad's going to launch this in supercross and motocross. And then he's told he can't do it. You know, like they've, right. they've sold the rights out and you just can't do it. So like, can you imagine, you know, it's similar. You gotta, you gotta admit like, so it'd be like NASCAR. You can race as long as you drive a Ford. Yeah. Well, the only thing I would so, say to that in, in defense of the Feld and MX sports guys is that everyone knew that deal. Like, you know, I don't know why Chad would even speak about making that deal when it was done. Everyone knows the camera story. I don't agree with it. Yeah, but, but, but you know, but. I, I know the camera story too. And like there was, there was a possibility we could have another camera, sponsor a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and the guy looked at it i had to explain to him what i could do and i could only use it during the week and right. we couldn't do it on the weekend and the guy goes yeah I, I think it's a good idea and guess what he walked from me too right that cost me yeah. so like you know we, some of those things like if we want to grow our sport in 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 general and make it bigger and better mm-hmm. you know like we we have we have to allow everybody to play ball a little bit you know like there's Right now, you know, like Monster Energy sponsors Supercross Series, but they don't stop Red Bull from coming and competing. Yeah. And then, you know, like Rockstar's there, and there's other smaller brands. And, like, I, I, I think in order for it to get bigger, I think, I think we should invite every, you know, corporate brand in. And, like, if they have to, you know, look at what they're doing to allow that, I think it's worth doing. And I think Chad just got exhausted with, you know, he basically, I'm telling you, he, he was tired of fighting the system. Right. And he's like, I'm over it. Like, I just can't take it. He says, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, trying to raise money and fighting the system more than he's trying to ride. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's to the point where I think he wants to just try to do his last couple of years and, and have peace of mind and like, hey, you guys deal with all the crap. I'm going to ride my dirt bike, <laughs> mm-hmm. show up, bring my gear back and, and, and good for him. Right. Truthfully, like he, he, he had a, a hell of a program and, and won races and proved he could be a player and, and built another brand out of that. Right. And it's, it's a bummer that there isn't enough corporate sponsorship to support that in a way that he could have sustained that and kept mm-hmm. going because his plan was, you know, to retire after that mm-hmm. and then put young, young guys into the program and then keep it going. Right, and so now now we just lost another team. Right, yeah, it's it's incredible, short sighted of the promoters, MX Sports Feld, to agree to any contract with any of their sponsors that prohibits teams and riders from taking advantage of their own idea. Like, look, um, you know, GoPro, we'll sign a deal with you. You're the official camera of our series. And there'll yep. be GoPro. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, and there'll be GoPro banners everywhere, and we'll promote GoPro, and GoPro will be all over the place, and we'll even put GoPro on the helmet of of select riders and use the footage. But to say to agree in the deal in the first place, and this goes to Toyota Trucks, who blocks you know Dodge from having trucks in the pits, or anybody, you should as a promoter, you should never agree to something like that that would hurt, you know, other people. It's I understand like. Uh, you know, Chad Reed can't put a Fly 360 banner in the Supercross in a stadium. Of course not. It's GoPro. But to block other people from revenue sources when it's, you know, a guy like Jake Weimer here is kind of 
not making a lot of money or a Kyle Chisholm or these really great riders and they're not making any money, that seems sort short-sighted. Well, and, Chad Reed, I mean, they're going to miss him at Redbud. Yeah. And maybe yeah. if he would have been able to keep his 360 money or whatever, then that would have been enough for him to have yeah. been like, yeah, we're good. I'll, you know, I, regardless of whatever, but they lost a guy and that was something that potentially could have helped, mm-hmm. you know, him yeah. and his team. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I'm not sure why, Mitch, I mean, you, you know, you're a businessman too on top of owning a team. So you understand, you know, profit and making money and, and all that kind of stuff. So you're a good guy to talk to in a sort like that. And I'm yeah, sure, but I, you know, but I've never believed, I've never believed in like a, like, you know, I have competitors, I have FMF and Yoshimura. And if we, if we ever work a, a deal out with a series, like we've sponsored many O's for years and we're one of the big sponsors at many O's, but I, I, I never want to block, uh, Mm-hmm. you know, FMF or those guys from coming because I get it. Like they, they're supporting a whole nother set of kids. They're supporting these other guys. And like in order for it to grow, I, I think it's just, you know, yeah, I should have preferential treatment because I paid to be a, a sponsor at that one. And mm-hmm. even like this week at Mammoth, you know, like FMF was a bigger sponsor and we were just there to support our people or other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm good with that. Like, I think that's fine. Like, I think we just got to keep it, rolling in the same way and like like jake's a prime prime uh candidate for this like if chad had a program you know like jake was a factory rider and it didn't work out so then he's like now where do i go and the problem is there's so few factory rides when you get out of the lights program because we will run four or five guys and and factory connection will run four or five guys and and stars Mm -hmm. four guys and, and kate you know like you add up all those rides and then as soon as they point out that the number is diminished to half of that. Yeah. And then, then where do they go? And, and you can't go from writing a, a, a program where everything is, you know, semi-organized and, and pretty good mm-hmm. to rolling in a box van with one mechanic. And the guy's like, I don't know. I forgot to call that guy. You know, like <laughs> it's, it's it's just very difficult. So then it plays on those guys, and, and you know, like they're they're trying to win a ride back, and it's it's just a steep downhill slope, you know. And then pretty soon they're like, I can't do it, you know. Like it's it's yeah. tough to do. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a tough question, no doubt. And our sport, you know, we it's a great sport. We all love it. And Feld and MX Sports do great things, and they've grown yep, the sport. They do. Yeah, they've grown the sport. But man, sometimes you're just like, really, guys? Like, you know, come on here. <laughs> You know, um, and, and, and we're, we're worse off for losing Chad Reed and his team and all that, as I think everybody knows. Um, so one of those well, you, things. You look at it, think, just, you just think about it. So, like, you lose one team, you lose two riders and, and ten people, that's 12 jobs. Yeah. yeah. Talk about unemployment. You know, like, mm-hmm. that's just that's the pure economy scale of it by him not, like, going, I, I just can't, you know, like, Chad was digging in his pocket to fund it. And, like, you can't dig in your pocket in big chunks every year. You can throw a little bit at it, you know, like yeah. you can keep going, you know, and, and that's fine if it's not so horrendous mm-hmm. because of the hope or the, the belief in the future, you know, like that's fine. But, like, you, you can't destroy yourself mm-hmm. just to have a team. So I understand what he was going against, you know, like, and, and I, like I said, I think, I think, more than the money for him, I think it was just. It yeah. feels like 
nothing's going to change. Nothing's ever going to be different. Yeah. And the establishment owns us, and he's like, peace out. I'm going to race, right. and I'm going home. And when it's over, I'm going to wave and then do whatever <laughs> he's going to do. Yeah, and even this James Stewart thing, like if we had some sort of I don't even want to use the term union, some sort of association or group of either team owners or riders or whatever, and everyone pitched in a little bit, call it union dues, call it whatever, and we paid for independent drug testing because we need drug testing in the sport, there's no doubt. But we don't need these clowns from WADA suspending one of the sport's top riders for a year. Now, look, James is, James is guilty. He screwed up. There's no doubt. He deserves to pay some sort of penalty for doing this. He signed something that said he was not taking any medication. I agree with the fact James should pay a penalty. But a year? Really? Like, and, But we submitted to these guys because we don't have any sort of organization. So we said, sure, go ahead, guys. Meanwhile, th- those guys, they- they're working in Olympic cycles every four years. Uh, it's just, you know. Well, and, and see, that's the same thing. It's like, okay, so one aspect you're saying, like, everybody's like, that guy's cheating, that guy's cheating. You know, like, you got to clean it up. you got to clean it up. And you're like, okay, let's clean it up. Right. And then you're like, be careful what you wish for, because, <laughs> right, you know, like right. everybody, everybody asking for these things, you know, like, you know, like, you don't really know, like, and then of course, everybody wants to say that the top guys are, are for sure cheating. And then, so mm-hmm. nobody really knows. So like, if you check them and then all of a sudden, then you catch one, you're like, see, they all are, all of them are doing it. Yeah. They're, yeah. All, they're all doing IVs. They're all doing this. And you're like, well, right. some. Some of them could be. I don't know. I'm right. not. Yeah. I'm not privy to know. Well, Weimer was on Alden's program. Probably, rode, probably getting shot up every week. for us. Oh God. Well, they, the, the guys that rode for us hung out under our truck, and like so. Right. There was none of that going on. You know, like I I know that, or I know what I saw, and I can only answer to that. And like, I don't know past that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's uh, there's a lot of people pointing fingers and. Not a lot of proof out there for anybody. But, I mean, in, and in the case of James Stewart, he wasn't even doing anything that, quote-unquote, is performance-enhancing. But, anyways, um, Mitch, how's the uh, my Project 88 pipe and silencer coming? I'm afraid to ask. I know it's probably been right on the top of your, you know, issues going on right now. But, yeah. like, but. I, I honestly had forgot about it until you mentioned it because I've been <laughs> gone for a week. But I'll have to get on that tomorrow. First thing, oh, Mitch. Fine. I don't care if Cincerello's yeah. on the phone or Roger or anything else. Just tell him you got it to go. You got to build this pipe and silencer. And it would be that's, great if you... That's our num- number one priority. Absolutely. It would be <laughs> great if you did it, too, if you welded it and everything yourself. That'd be great. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, he's, Where, where's uh, Jason Thomas at? I thought he was on this thing. Oh, uh, he had to go. He was. He's in Florida selling fly gear. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, so Jake, what do you think? What, what's your opinion about Chad? Like, you have an opinion? Yeah, I mean, uh, the whole camera thing. I'm sure that at the end of the day, I don't think that he shut his doors because he was going to have to file bankruptcy. I don't think that was it. I think I agree with what you guys said. I think it's a mixture of everything. I think it was a frustrating year for him with, and it started with the black flag thing, and that yeah. pissed him off. And I totally understand it. I get it. I'd be mad too. Uh, I think it started there. I mean, and beyond that, I can only imagine. <clears throat> I know how hard it is to be a rider and a racer, and then to throw that other stuff on top of your plate. That's a lot to do for a guy. Um, <clears throat> and then dealing with you've landed a sponsor, and then you can't run it. 
Um, so I'm sure a lot of it was frustration. And Yeah, but the landing of the sponsor, he knew the rules. Astafan knew the rules. Peter Adderton knew the you know. Yeah, I, see, get, I, don't, I don't know anything right. about that. No, I'm just saying, like, those, unfortunately, it's a, raw, it's a raw deal, but we all know, and I like Chad, and I told him the same thing, you knew this wasn't going to work. Mm. And he was like, yeah, but I still wanted to try to fight it. And I'm like, okay, but, you know, you knew it wasn't going to work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know anything about that. I hope but it changes. it's a bummer. Yeah. Like, right. And beyond that, nobody's really said anything but Josh Grant. Like, right. he had a good Supercross season. I think the best one he's ever had. Like, he made it through the whole year. He was healthy. Most had, of the year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, he had solid rides. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I'm not, I'm not blaming Chad or no, nothing no, like yeah, yeah. that. But You're just, right. I'm just saying, like, in all situations, the personnel, the riders, Chad, who had built a solid competitive team with a 2-2 brand all over the yeah. pits. and Selling I mean, the merchandise for, and everything. Yeah, yeah, so for everybody, it's he, definitely he, a bummer. I'll tell you what. Like, uh, I remember being at a stadium, like, when he rode for, I don't even know who it was, whether Suzuki or Cowie or whatever, sometimes they would bring up Chad Reed's name for the opening ceremonies and they'd boo him. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, Chad does his own team. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of a sudden, they're a year later. Yeah. And he's a crowd favorite. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. He, he's a working man's yeah. guy. Like, he's doing it. And I'm like, wow. But that it also proves that our, our fans are a little bit fickle, right? <laughs> <So they'll, laughs> They'll build yeah. you up and cut you down as quick as they can. Yeah. Like, oh, we're not cool with that guy, but then all of a sudden they're like, hey, I like that guy. Yeah, well. He's not so bad. I hate to bring a team. I hate that. He, he did a good job. And, like, he's, yeah. hey, you know what? He he put his money where his mouth was and yeah. sent his own dough to go do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's fortunate that he has it, but, like, that was his money. And, yeah. like, there's a point where you just can't keep dipping. Or, yeah. you know, like, he's 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 got kids and a wife to yeah. worry about like you're you can't look at yourself when you're you know say 55 or 60 and say man yeah. bummer man we're like we gotta sell this but <laughs> oh you know i tried to i tried to race a few years yeah. and like that just yeah. didn't work out like i i get it and like i think he still wants to race he enjoys it he's passionate all that kind of stuff i think he's i think he's tired of politics i think he wants away from it well yeah. and jake you talk about being a rider and a racer and training and then owning your own team and on top of that, he, he asked his manager, Osterman, how his day is, and 45, min- 45 minutes later, he's still talking to Dave. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. Dave Osterman, you know. Very, yeah, I yeah, get it. Okay. But you know that Chad's on the phone and oh, you know, know. talks no, sponsors, and uh, I know he did a lot of stuff with um, Discount Tire, like showing oh, yeah. up and wherever he is. And if. If he, if he, whatever, yeah, when you drive, when you drive a NASCAR or something like that, like those guys are, they're fortunate, but they also, they have, they have like a whole completely different, mm-hmm. you know, element that they have to do. So like some of, you know, and, and a lot of those guys now train pretty, pretty hard, mm-hmm. but they, they do their training, um, in the gym, they might cycle or do whatever, but they're pretty, the NASCAR guys are pretty darn fit. Like the mm-hmm. top guys work on that. Right. But they, they don't go out and do you know, like on a Tuesday and Thursday, not, they're not at Rockingham doing 200 laps to no, see right, how they're yeah. doing. Right. But they are somewhere signing autographs or mm-hmm. doing something to keep everybody happy. And for us, you know, that's that's another plate you have to spin when you're a motocross guy because you're training and riding, and then all of a sudden you add the sponsor element, and it becomes difficult where those guys are like, oh, no, you know, and like mm-hmm. it's, 
it's a different it's a different sport, and those those guys have to almost pay attention to what what the team wants them to do with the sponsor, and then our guys, you know, we're always pushing them to be faster and and uh, train harder because you know in NASCAR the the crew back at the shop is building a new head, building mm-hmm. a new you know, tranny, building suspension pieces or whatever because they make the car faster and the car is more important than the rider. And in our sport, it truthfully is the rider is more important than the bike. So mm-hmm. we ask we ask more of them. So they have to give more too. Yeah. Uh, Joey Savacci just tweeted me, Jake wants to say hi to you. Hey. So. Versace? Yeah. yeah, he was very important. So. Good guy. <laughs> I was there when he crashed before Supercross. Oh, yeah? Was it bad? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't know, Mitch. Look, I I don't don't want to kiss your ass because you're on the Pulp Show and all that, and you're making me... Yeah, you do. You want a pipe out of him. Well, and you're making me a pipe and sound. And a couple dino runs maybe in there somewhere. But why don't you you do something? Like, look, everybody in the pits respects you. Even the guys that want to beat you week in and week out are always go, yeah, Mitch is a good guy. You're pretty fair. You've been in the well, sport because, forever. You know, what they'll do is, it, yep, is they're they're my buddies to my face, but the same guys that are super <laughs> cool to me to my face will talk shit behind my back. <laughs> no. And, oh yeah. No, I I already know it. Like some of them are right. like, oh yeah, he sucks. This whatever. I'm like, I'm I've been around it so long that I understand that, and I just let it roll off your shoulders. And I'm like, but I I judge him as like, okay, so after you hear that, you're like, guys. He's not that cool. Get- so you just put it put it in your book, but doesn't matter. And I don't I don't really like I would love to I fought that battle like when I first had a team, like the peak team or whatever, you know, like oh, we need to do this, we need to do that. And everybody's like, What are you talking about? Like I was the one that wanted Saturday Nationals in like ninety nine. Because mm-hmm. I, I said we're not big enough to race on Sundays and get T V time against NASCAR. There was football, IndyCar. You know, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, we, we should move to Saturday and fight the Bush series because they're smaller, mm-hmm. you know? And I, and I said, and you got religion on Sunday. And I'm like, we don't, we're not big enough to fight religion. So let's, let's just move to Saturday and let's just work on that. And let's build that. It took, it took 10 years. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, this is a good idea. Well, but like, Genova- I, just, I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy like i would love to be on a panel to to make things better but it's a full-time job for a person and i have two or three full-time jobs and <laughs> right. i don't need another one well like Genova wants to get something started he's always telling me about it we don't want nothing against mike Genova. We, we don't want mike Genova running this thing you wheel over and people go holy shit it's mitch payton you know what i mean like mm. you're like listen yeah, guys mitch payton doesn't want to be that guy like i i I get, you know, like, that's cool, but, you know, like, right. same thing with Rod. Roger would be a good guy, too. Roger don't want to do that. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Like, we'd right. rather, like, the reason we stay involved is we love what we do. Yeah. And that'll slowly wear on you to where you might not love what you do. And, right, like, right. I used to fight all the AMA guys all the time, and, like, I'm like, God, I don't even know if I'd want to be that guy. Yeah, I've heard you. I, I thought... Yeah. I thought Steve Whitelock was probably one of the best AMA guys that we had in years because he was a team manager for HRC Honda. Right. He was in World Superbike. He yeah. was an AMA guy. And like, but I had the biggest battles with that guy, but 
the difference is I, I super, super, super respected that guy. Mm-hmm. So like, even if he told me no, I still had respect for him. Right. And it's, it's a big deal because I, I think he was always in a, you know, you're always in that position where you're like, what do I do on this one? It's kind of tough mm-hmm. and all that. And, and it's, it's kind of difficult and you, and it, and it shouldn't be the track promoter calling the shots. It should, you know, like that's where, where I've said some comments about, I wish the AMA, like I like Kevin Crowther and those guys, I want the AMA to be in charge of the United States series. I, I think yeah. it's important that we're, we're over here. We need them to have the strength to do the right thing. And that's where maybe like a, I don't know what you'd call it, like a owner's union or a owner's association is probably easier to accept, but something to where we could all get together and have these great ideas because we used to do that when AMA, there, there was a thing called the AMA advisory board. Well, mm-hmm. there's not no more. Yeah. And we just, we, we blindly just well yeah. go along like everything's fine and we don't, we don't have input and we don't, have an idea where we're going and I, oh. I wish there was and and I would I think I have some other good ideas I think it's great to suggest but if they're not used you get tired of suggesting yeah no we have a very big lack of leadership in our sport right now absolutely maybe the AMA wasn't perfect um, all the time but at least they were sort of neutral you know um, these uh, now we have couple of promoters um, making decisions for their own series without really talking to anybody. And, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a mess. we got the FIM. we got John Gallagher somewhat involved in FIM, and they're over in Europe. And, you know, the AMA has no real power in the MX Sports with the MX Sports people in their series. It's a little, you know, so. And and, and that's the same thing. as like a, like if, if we could rally behind them and they mm-hmm. could be our spokesperson or our lobbyist. You know, like to say, like, we, we have to have this in order to be, you know, like a while back I said, I don't, I don't think we should race ever again at a supercross or an outdoor. And I'll bet Jake would side with this. I don't think we should be allowed to race unless the Asterix mobile unit is there. Because I remember the old days where you'd go to a supercross and there was two ambulances down there. When a kid got hurt, there was two strangers picking them up. Yeah. And yeah. But between the staff that they got, you know, they got Ryman and Bodner and, and Alexander and those guys, like it's comforting when you go down yes. that that person, you know him and he's going to pick you up. I gotcha. It's okay. Like, I wish I had that when I got hurt. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, thanks for coming on, Mitch. Always a good talk. Thank right. you. Um, I appreciate it. We'll, we'll, you'll be at Redbud. Be at Redbud. Fantastic. Uh, and you know what, you know what they say at Redbud? No, what? Red Bull! <laughs> I knew yeah, yeah, you that. Got that. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mitch. Thanks for coming on the show. All right. We'll see you guys. All right. See, see you. Soon. Mitch Payton, everybody. Hotcamsinc.com. Uh, uh, Hotcams is bringing you Mitch Payton. <laughs> he's, hey, he's a good interview, and I, I, I respect the hell out of Mitch Payton. I really do. Yeah, me too. Um, he's, uh, you know, he's told me, like, you know, I, I think that you wrote this and you're an idiot for writing this, and I'll be like, all right, well, that, tell me why, and you know what I mean? Like, he, but he's yeah. straight up. He's yeah. straight, and other times yeah. he'll be like, "Yeah, you're right. You sh- you should do this, or you were right about this rider, or whatever." You know, he doesn't. He's got his interest in protecting his team and everything, but he right. does see a bigger picture. 
Yeah. A lot of the time. Well, he's an enthusiast. He lo- he likes the sport. Yeah. No, he does. You know who else likes the sport? Alex Martin. What's up? Hey, Mark. What's happening, guys? How are you doing tonight? Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Steve. I'm surprised we didn't didn't have to call your agent or your you know or this because you want a moto. You call your agent, you call your people, then your man friend can call us, and then you know. So. Uh, you know, Phil's just rolling his eyes right now, shaking his head. <laughs> uh, Roost MX bringing you Alex Martin on the show. Uh, Seventeen years they've been in business, offer a wide range of custom products from T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. Forty-eight hour turnaround. Pulp Nation section Weimer on the on the site. So you want to get some Pulp MX gear, you can go on there. Use Pulp Nation to save 20%. RoostMX.net. I've been wondering where to grab some. Yeah. No, I bet you have. And uh, they're bringing you Alex Martin, who went 1-7 at Bud's Creek. Uh, tied for the overall win. What sucks, A-Mart, is that, uh, like, Marvin's got wins already. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of wins. You don't have any. I feel, like, I feel like they should have gave it to you. I feel like they should have just gave it to you. Yeah, no, no, but I want to, the first time I win, I want to earn it straight up, you know, and I mean, to win with a 1-7, that would have just been pretty crazy. Obviously, Marvin won with a 7-1, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, still second moto was a little disappointing. Weimer won with a, what'd you win with, <laughs> what'd you win the overall with? 2-4. Two, 2-4, four. Two, four. Weimer <laughs> took the overall. <laughs> I probably could have made. I maybe could have went two three, but Medi was. I couldn't do it, and then I read on my board that I was good, so I just cruised right home. Took hey, good job this weekend, by the way, Alex. That was that's. It's pretty cool to see you doing as well as you're doing and climbing through the <clears throat> through the field and getting right. up there. And congrats on the ride. Uh, yeah, you're on a great road. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it, Jake. Um, been a been a good season for sure. Yeah. Also on the show, um, we couldn't have one guy without the other. Brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Roger at Vortex Racing for 40% off. Vortex Racing, the official sprocket of the Yoshimura Suzuki team. And uh, bars and sprocket on the uh, Babbitts team. Filthy Phil Nicoletti, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. Hey, Jake. How are you? Ball bag. Uh, <laughs> what'd you call him? Ball bag. Um, do you guys, do either one of you think that, look, this year has been the year of filthy and and troll. There's no doubt. Who troll? Troll. Who's troll? Alex. Oh, that's not very nice. Well, that's Phil's name for him. Yeah, I, that's I, what I'm saying. It's not very nice. Okay, well, well, I apologize. So who's ball bag? No, hey, but <laughs> is that but Steve? Zach, Zach, Zach called you troll on the podium this weekend. I don't know if you heard it or not. He did. No, you. But you let yeah. me know that you did that. Oh, I did. I heard it on the starting line. And he's just like, ah, oh, he goes, but troll had a good moto, and I was so pumped. <laughs> The troll had a good moto. Fans are like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. Listen, both of you are are killing it this year, and you've separated from each other. You no longer train at Club MX. Uh, Alex, you're down in Tallahassee with Jeremy and Johnny O and and RC's Farm. And Phil, you stayed at at, uh, Club, and you're kind of doing the JGR thing also. And I can't help but think that you guys, first I'll start with you, Phil. You guys, you got away from Alex, and you're doing better than ever. Uh, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't deal with him anymore, to be honest with you. So it kind of worked out perfect. So, uh, 15 minute phone call every other day is a lot better than being stuck with him 24 hours a day. And, so, and Alex, um, you've, you've done better than ever getting away from Phil. Congratulations. Phil's black cloud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had to go change the, the locks and get different keys for the apartment because I just didn't want him showing up anymore, you know? 
Exactly. No, it's, no, I, it's good. Either way, it's it's still good. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's been a long road for sure. Um, so. Phil, Phil uh, let me recap high points. Phil's high point for you, Jake. He uh, crashed in the first turn. His brakes went out, so he came down that next. Both brakes? Uh, just the front. Oh yeah. He got up in the first turn, came down the hill before the right-hander, couldn't stop, flew off the berm, no. over the fence, over the banner, no. nailed Garth Mylon. Oh, you know what? I think I heard about that. In the head. I thought it was in practice, though. No, first moto. Oh, wow. Then, yeah. so he DNF'd, almost killed Garth. Then at some point, he ended up in the mechanics area with no shoes on. And he got <laughs> shoes? Yes, and he got kicked out of the mechanics area for not having shoes on. Uh, oh Wait. man, uh, yeah. When you say it like that, it sounds really bad. But I, I hadn't seen Troll, so I want to say good job for the first moto because he got on the box. So I just like by the announcers' tower, the gate that's right there by the mechanics area, and they were starting to stage. So I just ran over there because our semi was right next to it. And I ran over there barefooted, and some lady just started freaking out at me, some AMA lady, because I didn't have shoes on. Who like, doesn't put shoes on, though? I never saw that in the rule book. I mean, if you're, like, exactly. in a hurry, whatever, like, get ready for the next moto, like, just run over. Yeah, but Alex said that he was in his PJs, too. No, I well, wasn't was was really, like, like, in PJs. I was in shorts. Well, I, I don't understand. But <laughs> no, Matthew's fact, is like, not even a big deal. I know. He stretches the truth like he does on He's everything. been going on, on for three weeks about no shoes and pajamas. Well, I just picture Phil. He just killed a photographer. Uh, he yeah, just killed a photographer. Like a and then he shows up and... Milk. Dude, he had to relax a little bit. He scared himself. He had got to go back and chill out. Get the heart rate back no. down. I, you're, you're not kidding. Like, I honestly, I thought I killed Garth. Like, he Gosh. took... A Yamaha 450 frame right to the head. Like, he's I, good though, right? I, I think uh, he's yeah, fine. Yeah, right? he, he's good. Like he got some stitches and yeah and whatnot. But okay. man, I honestly thought I killed him, and I was just like, Jeez. "Oh my god, here we go!" You know, <laughs> uh, I'm never gonna live this down. So Alex, but yeah, he um, took it like a champ. Alex, congrats oh, on the moto win. Like we said, fantastic job. He, and your brother stalling. You looked over at him. I, saw, I watched it today. You looked over at him, and you're like, did you really stall, bro? <laughs> That's kind of what you were thinking, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, he had his work cut out for him to come from the back in that moto and finally catches me with, what, like two or three laps to go. And, and actually, I, with no rear brake, I, I definitely picked it up a little bit because I was like, I can't let this kid get too far away from me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I really didn't think he would make a mistake. And then if you watch it on TV, like, he really shouldn't have stalled it right there. I don't know <laughs> how he stalled it. Right. So it was if he was riding the rear brake or whatever. And, yeah, so, like, I came out of that corner and I saw him just barely because you couldn't really read his numbers or anything. I just right. saw his gear, like, blue and blue and orange, and I was just like, this is awesome. That was fun. <laughs> so, to get your first moto just, win and, because your brother stalled it. I mean, you know what? Let's face it. You led 28 minutes or whatever it was. but um, Yeah, I think 13 laps. So Right. I don't know. I think you should have gave the three points to your brother instead. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, man, if, if he loses this championship by three points, I'm going to feel <laughs> I know. Terrible. Exactly. Whoa. You're going to have that weighing over your head for the rest of your life. Congratulations. <laughs> well, and really, what it's, it's up to five points now because I held him off at high point first moto. Yeah. And yeah. now this weekend. Well, um, yeah. what was he supposed to do, Phil? They'll grab the brakes and just wait for his brother to start. Come on, dude, hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that go down in history is one of the 
I don't know, coolest but yet dumbest thing someone could have ever done. <laughs> um, I can't I believe we live in a world where Filthy Phil is is fifth in motos and, and leading laps, and, and, and then Alex is winning motos. These guys were in a black box van, 11-10 mods in the back of the pits, whose team may or may not even show up every weekend a few years ago. So good job for both of you yeah. guys. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a cool story. And you, and you constantly remind us every weekend. I mean, come on. It's a great story. I'm, a journal, I'm, one, I'm the top journalist in the sport. I need <laughs> Whoa, some, you are? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, Phil, uh, Alex got a ride like he's next year, like a big-time factory Yamaha-supported ride. I mean, Cycle Trader you know, is a great team and took him – Took him to great heights this year, but he's gonna actually like make a ton of money and out of factory Yamaha. Yeah, I know he's not even gonna know what to do. Actually, he probably does know what he's he's gonna do, but he can stop bumming off a uh, uh, myself and his brother for hotel rooms and <laughs> piggybacking off his brother for everything. He can finally pitch in some gas money and whatnot. Well, you know, <laughs> hey Phil, you know he's not paying Johnny O anything. He's just tagging. Oh, him I know. I, I know. Yeah, I've already I've already talked to him there. about this. Yeah, um, I've already talked to him about this. Yeah, Alex, uh, what'd you say? You get a discount on Johnny O training program? Yeah, yeah, very 100% discount. <laughs> Family discount. <laughs> you know what, though? Uh, I talked to Osho about it, and I made that same joke because, you know, I don't have that many funny things to say. And Osho said it's great. He said, you, you know, you're right there. You're pushing with them, and uh, you're helping Jeremy out. Everybody's happy, and you're doing the work. Although, you know, this week they – Tried to kill you, Alex, this, this off week, right? Yeah, for sure. No, like when we were in California, um, I mean, my brother and I are going to go running or cycling with each other regardless, you know, and so it just so happened when he picked up Johnny O. Uh, now Johnny was going with us every day, um, and it definitely made the bike rides really hard. Like he suffered. He made us suffer every day, <laughs> you know, and, and then, yeah, this, this week when we had the break between High Point and Muddy or Butts Creek, um, Jeremy was a little bit like, you know, he wanted to get the job done during the week, put in some time. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was texting Johnny throughout the week. He's like, are you dead yet? Like, <laughs> you know, hang in there. Like, this will make you stronger. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, I'm about to just kill my brother right now. You know, it was right. definitely tough. But, I'm, you know, obviously now looking back at how Bud's Creek went, I was, I'm pumped that I did the work, but it was so miserable at the time. Wow. I think your AZ day is supposed yeah. to be race day, right? That's what they say. I don't know. Yeah, Phil. Phil, how's yeah, your? Yeah, but it, but it, but it doesn't count. Like when you stroke out when it's 105 degrees here on the East Coast, and then you're preparing for Bud's Creek, like thinking it's going to be 100, and then <laughs> it's 70 degrees and rainy. Like, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, your your, your balloon gets deflated pretty quickly. So yeah, true hopefully, that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this weekend will be a scorcher or something, and then can kind of get some faders out there but i know that's what troll and germa look forward to but obviously this past weekend wasn't necessarily the case for heat index of any sort um are you bummed you know. about that recently too steve because you've been training out here in vegas uh, and it's like the... 110 and then you've been going to the races and it's only <laughs> 70 i'll be honest jake strava steve has fallen off the map i noticed when you picked me up at the airport and we went to starbucks and you ordered a cookie and i didn't say anything because well first i was like oh that's cool he's getting a cookie for pookie oh that's nice 
<laughs> and then he starts eating it. And then we got into a conversation, yeah. so I didn't say anything. But, right, yeah, and, no, it's, <laughs> it's been but really... But you noticed it. That's all I I've noticed it. Some guys shamed yeah. me today with my Strava, a screenshot of my Strava profile. <laughs> he says, hey, let me get a chocolate chip cookie. When we go to the window, because he forgot to order it, and then they're like, oh, we're out of those. All we have left is oatmeal. I said, that'll work. (laughs) Gets one of those. (laughs) Just get me a cookie. Uh, Roost MX bringing you uh, Alex Martin and Vortex Racing. You bring in Filthy Phil Nicoletti. Uh, Let's get to the phone calls here. We have uh, Brody. Brody, what's going on? Thanks for calling the show. What's your question? Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to hear everyone's craziest Redbud story. Okay. um, What do you got, Weimer? Start with you. Know. I'm trying to think. Start with if anyone else has one. They. Go. I mean, is it, was anybody hanging out with J Law at any point at Redbud Weekend? <laughs> no, I mean, Joel and I got one from 2012. Okay, what is it? Bring up. All right, bring it well, up. Well, I mean, we we were supposed to uh, obviously drive the black uh, box truck up to not us, but we were supposed to fly and Santa and stuff and the whole 1110 crew were supposed to drive the box truck up, but I don't know. Obviously, something happened. And we ended up having to drive Troll's van. Um, and what, what happened? So there's like six of us in his van, and it's the most uncomfortable ride ever. Well, we get there, we unload. It's literally 110 degrees in 2012. Mm-hmm. It's a scorcher. Troll does one lap in practice. His bike blows up. <laughs> so we didn't have spare motors or anything. So he sat there all day. Basically, he drove his van up there on his own dime and everything. <laughs> And his whole weekend was just shot after one lap. And we, we couldn't do anything for him. Hold on. I kind of feel bad for him. One lap? Literally one lap? Alex? One lap. Yeah, no, it was a disappointing. And really, before that, before we even get to Saturday, I think in order to make it to Tech, I think by 5 o'clock, I, I swear we got there like 4, <laughs> 4.58. Right. And I was going I like know. 90 miles an hour, 85, 90 for six or seven hours to get there. And we, we went yeah. through Tech with a bare frame motorcycle. There was no motor in the in the bike. It was Nothing. embarrassing. Nothing. We didn't have we didn't have graphics. I ran And the good old AMA says, numbers. Yep, you're good to go. Yeah the AMA is yeah. the AMA's like, sure, yeah. Stop no it. problem. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled my bike yeah, they were good no to motor. And, yeah. Rolled my bike through with no motor and duct tape numbers and tool was just like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know? Meanwhile we're already we used all our strings with the AMA because Two rounds previous, the AMA didn't let me ride because I teched my bike too late and the box truck didn't show up and stuff. And it yeah. was, man, it was gnarly. Um, Good times. There you go. Uh, Brody, there's the craziest Redbud story. Thanks, man. Awesome. Hey, Steve, you giving any tickets away for Redbud? Yeah, you want a pair? Yeah, I'd love a pair. All right, stay on hold, courtesy of Hot Cams. I'll give you a pair of tickets. We've got four pairs to give away. I never even really thought about that. Uh, what's what? I got a Red Bud story. Oh, okay. Uh, what's your story? It just came to me. All right. <clears throat> I had one where I was, like, hooked up with a couple of supermodels in the camp. Yeah, you're lying. Okay. Let me tell my story. All right, okay. So I must have been, I think I was 10, and I, like, coincidentally, I'd broken my wrist or something, and my dad... What the hell his... were you doing in Red Bud being in Idaho? I'm trying to tell you, okay. but you won't let me go. All right. And my dad <laughs> happened to break his hand or something, so he couldn't work. So he's like, hey, you want to go to an outdoor race? I'm like, yeah. yeah. So we flew to Red Bud, and I was 10. And so we're hanging out, whatever. You know what's whatever, really sad and... about the story is I was probably working as a mechanic when you were 10. Oh, for that, sure. That's what's really sad. For sure. It would have mm-hmm. been 98. Oh, yes, I was there. Oh, Jesus. Um, so... I got to quit this job. <laughs> 
Anyway, okay. Redbud, yeah. it's kind of rowdy, you know. Like I'm in the with all the fans, yeah. and I, so we're cruising around, whatever. And I remember I was walking through one of the tunnels, and there's some stairs, and I tripped and fell. And I remember some dude was like, "Oh, no wonder you got a broken wrist." And I was like, "You <laughs> did." I was so bummed. And then, so that's one part. Later on in the day. Walking through, go to a different part, whatever, and there's chicks standing up on top of a motorhome. You know, yeah. it's 4th of July. Yeah. They're, they're having a good time, whatever. Chick lifts up her top, and my dad's like, <laughs> my dad's like, he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, just deadlocked on this chick. Like, st- I'm like, Red Butt is awesome. This is great. <laughs> Red Butt is sweet. Right. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, hey, Brody, stay on hold. Uh, Gibbs will get your info, and you want a pair of tickets courtesy of Hot Cams to Red Butt. Stay on hold. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, no problem. Uh, let's get to Nathan. Nathan, what's up? You want to talk to Amart? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead. Hey, Alex, uh, we just wanted to let you know, I was actually a caution flagger uh, this weekend at Bud's Creek, um, and I was on the uh, step-up double right before the uphill triple at the back of the track. And yeah, one, of the okay. things that, one of the things that the AMA tells us um, in the morning at our meeting is that with live TV, we have to look as professional as possible, and we cannot cheer for any riders. Um, so, you know, no fist pumping or anything like that. Well, this whole race, I was just, you know, it took everything I had to not uh, just be cheering for you. I was so stoked for you. Um, and then in the last, I don't know if it was the last couple laps, but finally when Jeremy got by you, um, I was really bummed. Um, but as you guys came by on the last lap, your brother came over the double, um, and then went up the triple, and then you came over, you had your goggles off, and as you came over the step up, you kind of shook your head no, and I could just see it in your eyes, that like what you were saying was like, I am not going to lose this race, and it was just the most awesome thing, and I, you just looked so determined, um, and I thought, well, he's got himself in that spot, I just have a feeling he's going to win, you know, something's going to happen and he's going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the noise over the radio, you really can't hear what's going on with the bikes and the, you know, the PA system is weird. Um, anyway, so it wasn't until after the race was over a little bit that I finally heard that you had won the race, and I was just so stoked for you, man. You looked determined. You were riding just awesome, and I was just, just thrilled for you. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I was definitely trying to run down the little bro at that point in the moto. So, and he actually wasn't too far ahead of me. I think it was the last lap. So I, I kind of was hoping there was a chance I could maybe T-bone him at some point before the finish line. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, that, was, that was the look on your face was like, I'm going to win this race. And uh, I was just really thrilled for you. Uh, Nathan, did you give Phil the finger when he went by? Because that's what I would have. That's what I would have done. I would have just flipped. Well, flipped. Phil, Phil was often like in the slop right by my flagging station and just covering me with mud. Oh, good job, uh, Phil. Yeah. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> Thanks. All good. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. I, I didn't see Alex without goggles at all. I didn't see that. That He looked like he had him on for me. That was just me. I don't know. You don't hey, want me to hey Jake, have you, ever, have you ever seen someone lead a race for 28 minutes, okay, and still, while they're out front, have to pull their goggles off? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a called, it's called lappers, Phil. Dude, yeah, I lappers, can't think man. of a time. They were terrible this weekend. <laughs> Listen, he, I, what what more? Can, I feel I feel bad. I prepare Alex Martin's you goggles. You should feel bad. He 
You really should. Had he kept his goggles on the second moto, we could have been sitting here with the first overall. No, for there was no chance because J- Jeremy Martin didn't have goggles either, and that, you know, like, what do you mean there was no? He needed chance. one more spot. No, no, I'm saying, no, I'm saying there was the, no, there was a chance, but it wasn't because of the goggles. Oh, you don't think you can go faster with goggles? on? I'm going to sleep tonight and tell myself that it didn't matter. <laughs> All okay. Right, well. But what? Listen, he should have wore roll-offs in the second moto. That was. Hey, a- I still think the snowmobile goggles would have so- sealed the deal. So I mean, you just dropped the ball on the snowmobile goggles, Steve. You you pulled all twenty-one tear-offs. What can I do? What's wrong with twenty-eight? You can't put twenty. Mud. You can't put twenty. <laughs> yes, on. you can. Not on an expert. <laughs> oh, that sucks. I swear there was only fourteen on there. No, there wasn't. Moto. No, no, there was twenty <laughs> twenty-one on. Because I loaded them up in the morning to both of them. Why can't you put 28 on? I can't fit 28 on the tabs on the, the lens. Because the posts aren't long yeah, enough? Yeah, the posts aren't long oh. enough. Yeah. Um, you probably you need to start doing the double goggle like uh, well, Tickle Well, Tickle but, did. But X-Brand might, X-Brand might not have the budget to get Joel next to the goggles or something like X-Brand that. X-Brand goggles are <laughs> a choice of champions everywhere. Uh, tickle, tickle, and Nor- tickle and Norn were X- our X-Brand athletes, and they went both double goggles in the second 450 moto. Both of them did it. Um, yeah, wow. Well, there you go, Troll. Your spare goggles that you could have had went to those guys. <laughs> That's where your other stack of tear offs so, is at. Yeah, basically, Steve's telling you, you got the shaft. Sorry, maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel bad. I mean, I think oh, ro- roll offs would have been the better choice if it was me, you know? But um, those would have came uh, off way earlier, probably, because I just hate roll offs. The the shit I was taking, and then I oh, and then you put a, you put a pair of goggles on for your podium interview. So I tweeted, he's got them on here. Like people are like, he's got no goggles, and I'm like, he's got them on right here on his neck. <laughs> another guy, oh, another guy sent me a shot of you racing, and I'm like, yeah, that's the that's the parade lap. He took him off for the parade lap. <laughs> hey, when, when I seen you at the Cycle Trader tent. And you were sweating, beating sweat, and it was nine thirty in the morning. Stop. I already knew it was going to be a long Stop day it. for you. Stop it! Um, yeah. But like, but like, I feel like, like Kyle Cunningham, for example, he ate shit all day long in the back back of the pack, <laughs> and he never took his goggles off. He ran roll offs, and he like he lasted two motos. I just feel like it's so random with goggles. Phil, you had a goggle issue in the first moto. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it was my fault. I don't. I mean, I prepared twenty one no, with a with hard. a mud it's visor. It's hard in the mud. Like you just never no, know. No, you're the you're the easiest guy to blame. So right. we'll just put the blame on you and be done with it. You know, I just feel... accept it and be done. Alex, do you feel like X Brand or myself cost you the moto win or the overall win? Is this is this where we're at? No, see, I see because I actually probably could see, no, I was wrong. Troll, troll. That's where you go me. wrong. You just got to tell him, yeah, you cost me the W and be done with it <laughs> and move on. Uh yeah, you know, don't sugar But yeah, like it was so humid at Buzz Creek this past weekend. Like my gloves were too wet to really like keep wiping the lenses. You know, right, so, like, right. That didn't work, so I had to pull them off. I will say this: yeah. Phil has a point. You led up front twenty eight minutes, and you still threw your goggles <laughs> off. It's very rare. It's very rare. I know. Well, I mean, you could look at that like, well, I had I had a, a good enough of a clear track that I could just take them off and cruise home. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Suck it, Phil. Because I, I was actually thinking, I remember thinking, like, I really don't, like, it was kind of getting bad to where, like, I couldn't really see that well. And I was like, I don't really want to lose my front end in right. the rut, like, just a lane tip over. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so I just take them off. That way it's clear vision. Because, like, I, I have pretty much a clear track for, like, last three It is clear like vision when you take your goggles right off. Clear vision, X-Man yeah, goggles on your handlebars. Yeah, but Steve, but Steve, mm-hmm. in all seriousness, down on the line, Nolsey's there, Edgy's there, mm-hmm. Kuzo's there, uh, the Dragon guy's there, and you're up in the press box. <laughs> Doing, I don't even know what. Listen, tweeting. I, I don't even know what. But yeah, tweeting. Well, I hope Trolls goggles last. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty <laughs> pretty much what my move is. Look, you're not getting a goggle guy down on the line with X brand, but you're getting lots of press, and you're on radio shows. You know, you're you're getting lots of other things that you can't get from those oh. other guys. Phil, let's that's talk about funny. your goggle guy building you a set of goggles without a strap on it. Can we talk about? Yeah, I, that was that was a bad move. But uh, I'm glad at least I checked that though, like because uh, I pulled out my uh, air brakes going mm-hmm. down for first moto at Hangtown, and when I pulled them out, I'm I'm looking at them, and it took me like ten seconds to realize what was actually wrong with the goggle, <laughs> and I didn't have a goggle strap on it. Right, tear offs and everything were on there, but no uh, no goggle strap. I just and. Uh, yeah, I feel like edgy. I just feel like goggle stuff and keeping them on the mud. Like last year at Indiana, I had three or four guys that kept them on all moto: Chisholm, Norin, um, I don't know, somebody else, uh, Seth or Eric or somebody, and they kept them on all moto. And you know, whatever. And then I feel like other times it's just such because you build the mud visor, you build the tear offs, you got to roll offs, you got all the canisters taped up, and sometimes it just is so random. I really do think that. I don't know. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe the I'm problem with that. The pro- like yeah, roll offs, I mean, even, even for Jake, like yeah, go ahead, Jake. Well, even when roll offs, like I mean, they've gotten better over the years, and I've like I've had to throw roll offs, I've had to throw tear offs, I've had to, and I've kept them on it, you mm-hmm. know, in all situations. But the biggest problem, like if it's raining like that or there's standing water, if you get water in between the lens and the tear offs or something, like you're done. There's no way you're it's keeping over. them on, right? Yeah. Um, See, I think yeah. I had dog hair in between my lens. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, so, does it? Let me ask you this: X brand goggles, Pookie, come here. I said. All right. So, Pookie, uh, X brand goggles does not have a national win, moto win, until this weekend. But does but do it they count? still have a win? <laughs> well, does it count? Uh, does it count? I want to know that. What they you... have a first place podium interview. <laughs> I don't know if they technically won. Move your feet for my wife. Oh, yes. Yeah, um, well, I guess it depends, like, how long did I actually wear the goggles for? Does it count if it's more than 50% of the race? I don't know. About, I just, about 28 minutes, I think I wore them for. You think it was that long? I think I don't know if it was that long. <laughs> um, all I know is early on, F and Jimmy Albertson, the pit reporter, Right away, he's like, he tossed his goggles. <laughs> Folks, he's got no goggles. This is going to be tough. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Hey, speaking of X-Brown goggles, let's move right into the X-Brown goggle tear-off segment. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. If you want the same goggles that Alex Martin wore to win Moto1 at, at Bud's Creek, go to xbrand.com, eksbrand.com. Use the code PulpMX to save yourself money when you check out. You can get a pair of zip-off systems, which is what Alex Martin should have worn in the second Moto, and he would have had, wouldn't have had any problems. Probably have an overall wind on his, on his uh, mantle right now. And uh, X-Brand goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Let's do this. Oh, by the way, Pookie, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Oh, you grabbed the wrong thing. All right, Pookie, welcome to the show. Yeah, hello, hello. 
Uh, we got questions. Oh, Miss Pookie, hi. Hi. Huh. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, Miss Pookie, hi. Congra- <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, by the-, the wrong person. Yes, yeah, that was Phil. Oh, uh, was it Phil? Yeah. Sorry, I can't <laughs> tell you guys apart. Hey, Mark's the other guy. Well, congr- Phil got fifth. Phil got fifth. I know that. Didn't lead any laps like he did before at uh, <laughs> wherever that was, Muddy Creek. Um, nope. Hey, uh, oh, by the way, what's up with the Geo Metro? Alex? Oh, oh. poor Geo. Phil broke it. <laughs> such a piece of shit. Did he really take it to the scrapyard? Yeah. You were joking, right, yeah. Phil? No, I'm yeah. just telling Troll this now. I got 400 bucks for your Geo, dude. <laughs> no, no, you can't just tell me on the air like that. That's a mean thing to do. <laughs> Are you breaking it to No, I didn't. I saw it on I Twitter really earlier today. Yeah, no, I tweeted uh, that, but I didn't. Aww. I don't know. Yeah. The guy the guy at the uh the, the cam belt, something on the cam belt, like I don't know, got stripped out and there's no parts for the piece of junk, so <laughs> poor I don't uh, know what to do with the sucker. They don't make the parts anymore. Alex it. it's a ninety four. Alex, you should you should Aww. let go of the Geo Metro, man. Why? It's a great car. I got window tint on it. I spray painted the back because he the, the bottom of the car. It's starting to rust out. I spray painted it. I thought it looked it looks cool. <laughs> I thought it looks cool, he said. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, oh, and Phil, by the way, I got a text today from a source that says you are possibly going to the GPs next year. Is there any truth to that? You are talking oh, sure uh, You are talking to a uh, GP team. I mean, maybe, possibly. Okay. I don't know yet. All right. No, say you are, and then that way someone from Gibbs listens to this, and they put pressure on you to sign you again and all that. <laughs> I'll sign Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. No idea. You can't go to Europe, Phil. Phil, Phil your attitude your attitude in Europe would not go over well. There goes Steve's favorite rider. Steve will have no one to cheer for anymore. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um I'd blend right in over there. <laughs> yeah, you would. The New York guy in, in Europe <laughs> swearing at everybody. All right. Hey be perfect. X brand goggles tear offs. Thirty seconds. These questions are submitted. Who submits these? I don't know. Some guy in the woods. Uh, Did you say 30 seconds? 15 seconds. You said 30 seconds. <sighs> Phil, what do you drive, by the way? What do you, what do you got driving? Uh, I have a uh, Toyota Tacoma. What year? Uh, 07. Yeah. Wow. Mm, yeah. Sounds like uh, not as good as a Ridgeline. Not at all. Mm, so. Quite a bit better. Okay. Right, all right. These bitching, questions though. we got Pookie, Jake, Alex, and Phil. 15 seconds. X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off. EKSBrand.com. You have 15 seconds to answer these. You're not taking any questions? Nope. You're, my, you're taking oh, my place. You. All right, let's do it. Wait, you do have questions, Steve. Oh, I do? Yeah. Okay. Okay, Steve. We're coming up with Osborne. we got Osborne oh, coming up. All right, well, we'll have to be quick. 15 seconds. 15 rapid seconds. Fire. All right, let's do this. All right, Steve, who, has, who had had the most lackluster ride at, uh, in the mud this weekend? Uh, Phil in his first moto. Shit. Really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> No, actually, I gotta call. I gotta call my buddy. Cheers him out. He had a flight for Saturday night out, out of you know out of the track, and he broke his bike in the first moto. His mechanic Mikey busted his balls to get that thing running in time for the second moto. Now, without the delay, they might not have made it, but they made it. You know, um, um, with the delay, he still doesn't race. He had a flight out. The bike was fine. Come on, Chiz. 
Come on. Really? I mean, well, I did not know that. Maybe there's two sides of the story. It probably is, but I'm going off what I know. Cheers. Don't catch your flight. Catch it on Sunday. I have to feel like there's something else going on. His bike was ready to go. He was gone. I just, ha- I, I have to. Maybe just... he thought they were canceling it or something. Well, something. There are. I was, I was about to leave actually because I just thought it was done. I did too. I didn't think they were racing. I really didn't. I was praying that they didn't cancel. <laughs> um, Chiz does wear X-Pound goggles, so maybe maybe he just like, screw it. I'm not, yeah. my, go- my goggles He watched gonna- Alex, and he's like, I ain't doing this. I, lo- I like my eyeballs. I have 20-20. I'm out. <laughs> that, that could be. Come on, Chiz. You got to race at second moto. So, anyways, that's, Something yeah. happened. that's, my, that's my, my call out. All right. All right, Weimer. Brittany's uh, going to be so mad. All right. Weimer. Name a moto dad you would try to replicate with your own kid. Someone other than your dad, though. Tony, I <laughs> honest to God, I can't think of one. <laughs> Not one, mo- John John Martin. I don't know him. Okay, I don't know. I don't know him. I'm, I mean, I'd recognize him, but I don't know yeah. him personally. All right. You know what though? I just wrote a feature story for Racer X on parents, and I don't know either. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Phil's dad is cool. He, he just hangs. Yeah. I told you I don't know anybody. Right, right. Cole Seeley's dad also just hangs, happy to be there. So I don't know. I, I mean, you got to be careful though, because behind closed doors, some people they're a little different. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Okay. All right. Uh, Next question. I don't like that one. All right, Alex, can you think of any training you enjoy doing more with Phil than with your brother? Uh, that's like probably one of the easiest questions I've ever had. Like every, everything, like all training. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed up. The only dude. thing, the only thing that I like what more with Phil is probably watching Redbox movies. <laughs> oh, the the Redbox oh, movie buddies. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna make that your swimming video go viral now. And that's, that's training. exactly why I don't Have like training do. with Phil because he videotapes me while I'm swimming, and then puts it on Instagram and goes viral, and then everyone. He's me drowned. I saw pool. this. I saw uh, the swimming video. Yeah. Is that, you can't tell me that's not the most pathetic thing you've ever seen. <laughs> well, I saw a video of me mountain biking once. <laughs> so no, I put I'm, a GoPro on one time mountain biking. Yeah. yeah. Um, if, if I could follow Phil in a mountain bike race and I had a GoPro on my on my helmet, you guys would laugh. Just watching run. him try and maneuver through the trails and crash. Hey, uh, awesome. Brayton just kills it, right? You guys are all just Brayton's bitch in the mountain bike races, I hear. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, Definitely but Troll's too scared to come up and race. Troll, you got to go up there. Do you have anything for Brayton? See, well, I raced last year in the sport class, but my fitness is way better this year, but I'm not racing up there. Mm. So. Yeah. yeah, I'll leave that on the table. Tell him. <laughs> You're such a puss. <laughs> I like your tweet, too, Phil. Wygant tweets about how hard Alex has been training and how it's working, and uh, Nicoletti goes, Troll's a puss. (laughs) I I saw that. That's terrible. Okay, next Uh, question. All right, Filthy Phil. If you weren't racing moto, what type of career do you think you'd have? Probably digging ditches for the highway department or something. I got you an auto body guy. I got you doing a county worker. County. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Some, uh, you know, I like to say uh, a government or a state job, you know, 
benefits, retirement, be done with it. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Uh, that's what I look for in life. <laughs> <laughs> I think auto body. I really picture you. Phil's auto body. Filthy's auto body. Yeah, right. No, absolutely not. Okay. No. All right. no. Pookie, which rider has the cutest kid? Aw. Uh, man, there's a lot of cute kids around. Fairy's kids are so cute. Of course they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> Pookie, uh, you're going you're gonna to get Your last name is definitely Mathis. Yeah, for sure. What about uh, Nick, Nick's, Nick's little mini? mini yeah, week? all of his kids. Uh, Donovan and, <laughs> and Vince. Vince and, um, is pretty And cool. Jagger Craig, if you're following him on Instagram. He's really so cute. <laughs> yeah, Jagger's pretty Yeah, cute, I guess. But he's a baby. They're all like that way. But, yeah. Yeah, everybody's kids are cute. Stamp it. Steve. Yep. Which retired rider, other than Tim Ferry? Mm, shit, that was my answer. Had the worst mud skills. <laughs> Had the worst mud That skills? was your answer? No. no He's eligible no. again. Um, I don't know. I'll tell my Tim Ferry story again, though. Why not? Uh, sixth place at High Point. Uh, top, top ten in the points at nine, in 1999. Go to Bud's the next weekend. It was a muddy mess. Uh, Talon Volan, I think, won one moto. Red Dog finishes both motos. Bike does not break. Outside the top 20, like 23-24. Six the weekend before, and he drops from 7th in the points to like 14th. And now we're doing Sunday morning qualifiers again. Remember those? You guys probably don't remember those. But, oh, I remember them. But, uh, I remember them. Yeah, how do, you, how do you finish 6th and then in the mud, finish both motos, don't have any problems? The mud's hard, dude. 23-24 or something. Tough day. Yeah, you're telling me. All right, next question. Weimer, what kind of yield are you expecting on the crops this year? <laughs> it's projected. It's looking good so far. It's, it's, the spreadsheets look promising. Is that about farming? Yeah. Well. Moser. Our guy Moser asking these questions. So Looks good. Hey, Alex. Yep. When did your brother start becoming faster than you? Oh, man, I would have to say it's a super mini class. Actually, he was getting pretty close <laughs> in the super mini class. And and I was pro at the time, I think. Right, right, First right. year pro. And right. then the next year he turned B. I think I that was the year 2011. It was my breakout year in the outdoors. And I actually got a podium at Southwick, and he was kicking my ass every day during the week <laughs> and, while he was in the B class. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. And especially on a super mini when he's hanging with you on a super mini. <laughs> that wasn't just hanging. Okay, Steve, he was close, but he wasn't hanging. Okay. It was like another year. <laughs> right, right, right. All right, next question. All right, Filthy Phil. Have you gotten better yep. or worse at testing since you've been with JGR? Uh, better, but uh, Dean Baker <laughs> and uh, Johnny Oler would probably say worse. <laughs> um. No, I, th- I think I'm getting better at it for sure. Yeah. Um, new things, different. Uh, yeah, different All right, 15, 15 seconds. Yeah. 15 seconds. Wrap okay, this, good. Wrap done. This thing up. Okay. Yeah, better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. All right, Pookie. Yes. I like how it says when and not if, but when you and Steve have a boy, oh my God. will you let him race? <laughs> no. Yeah, like, like she has any choice. In Absolutely this. Like, not. Right. Yeah, I think it, I have no kids. He's gonna see that. He's gonna <laughs> sit in this room and be like, "No, nah, not really." 
You can't be into dirt bikes. With don't don't wish that on me, Moser. You know how people have like you know Jesus on a cross, like as you know for religion purposes. I'm gonna have like kids gonna be like growing up. I always saw this Timmy guy, <laughs> <laughs> like faces of Timmy. I'm like, yeah, dude, he's. He's our Jesus. This freckled redhead guy. Yeah. We just every night before dinner we sit down. We pray to him <laughs> and everything else. All right, uh, Steve. Yep. Is Barsha going to win another overall this season? I can't comment. That's our infab question of the day. I'm not gonna. I'll pass. Moes are coming in good with good questions. Yeah. Yep. Got to get right with your team, but bro. All right. Next question. Weimer. You can pick a ride. Any ride. Where would you be next season? That talk oh. about trying to shoot your foot clean off your leg. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm pass. I'm not. You can't pass. You have to answer. Uh, no, I don't. We went through this last time I was here. Is uh, pass going to be a team next year? Um, the worst team though would be JGR. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, because that's no. what Phil rides for. Yeah. That's. I wouldn't say that's the worst. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm joking. All right, Alex. What's the first thing you're going to buy when you cash your Star or Yamaha check? Uh, I'm so tempted to say a new Geo Metro, but <laughs> maybe a, a new van. In my head, I was thinking that cam belt or whatever for his Geo Metro. <laughs> In my head, that's yeah, what I was thinking. That's actually that's a better answer right there. I need to go on eBay and try and find that part. Dude, before you buy a vehicle, you better buy something else. You'll be in trouble. Like a Kia Soul? A Kia Soul? No. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Way bigger than all that. Oh, I know what, I, he's, I know what he's talking about. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. All right, next question. You'll be shooting yourself in the foot. Filthy Phil. Yeah. What was the best part about riding for 1110 mods? Uh, the great memories that <laughs> I'm sharing Three years later <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> All yep, right. That's it. Next question. All right. Final question, Pookie. How shocked were you when Dungey's bike didn't start and he was almost a lap down? <laughs> Extremely shocked about a year later when I found out that it happened. <laughs> she, she just found that story out like a little while ago. Which one are we talking about? It's happened a couple yeah. times, right? Suzuki. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a while ago. Yeah, she was like, what I was you... binge watching those shows the behind the, oh, whatever yeah, shows, behind the dream or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. He almost could start. Roostmx.net uh, bringing you Alex Martin, uh, the uh, a, a Mart, too. Um, before we let you guys go, uh, Christina and the crew, uh, Chris and those guys at the Cycle Trader Rock River team, uh, Roost MX, big part of that. They've really helped you out, man. Uh, nice, uh, you know, you're leaving them on good terms. You're going up to the star team, but uh, man, they run a top-notch program. It's it's nice to see those guys have some success and be a part of your success, huh? Oh, absolutely. Um, they're good people, and um, you know, I'm glad that I was able to to find some people like that to to support me. And, and yeah, they have the like, the whole family atmosphere that they've created under the the tent is uh, definitely part of the success. That we've had in the last couple of years. Yeah, and just think, they're they're official X brand team. So if you ride for them, anybody who's listening, you can also throw your goggles off. So, um, <laughs> okay. Phil Phil Nicoletti bringing brought to you by Vortex Vortex Racing. Email Roger at vortexracing.com and uh, check out their V3 motocross bar. Um, not even Phil could bend it, and uh, a thousand different gear choices uh, and colors as well. Um, thanks both of you guys for coming on. I uh, appreciate yep. you coming on together. I, I think it's funny mm. when you guys come on yeah. together. I, 
No problem. I think it's interesting to have both of you on. So, mm-hmm. and you both mm-hmm. been killing you it. You could have had Zachary on too. He's on next, oh, but solo. Yeah, yeah, but you can tell him to suck it still. So, <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> You yeah, we'll, no, we'll tell Zach to suck it for sure. <laughs> All so, right. Thanks to Sounds both of you guys. Good. Thanks for having us on. Uh, yeah, we'll, s- we'll talk to you guys later. We'll see you at, uh, at Red Butt. I can't wait to see both of you okay. in your smiling faces. Yeah, great. Thanks, Jake. Uh, <laughs> good luck, guys. See ya. Yeah. All yeah. right, everybody. Uh, Alex Martin and Phil Nicoletti. And uh, coming up on the next guest, Zach Osborne. I, I said a few times those guys should go on like, a little comedy tour because <laughs> they, they do not stop on each other. It's It's relentless. And they're like, Opposite personalities, kind of. Yeah. yeah, and and the funny thing is, is for the, like a radio show, they don't even like. They're worse in person. Like they were kind of nice tonight. Huh. Um, KTM Parts Express, uh, Jake. If you ride KTM next year, and we're going to get into this with you, we get into your career choices. I have lots to say about your career choices. Uh, KTM Parts Express, the number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories. KTMPartsExpress.com. Thirty-five years of experience in the motorcycle industry. They are here to serve you. Uh, with a huge inventory, great prices, fast, dependable service, experienced staff at KTM Parts Express will process your order with speed and accuracy. Use the code PULPAMX15 to save yourself 15% at KTMPartsExpress.com. This next guy on the phone, he could use KTM Parts, even though he rides a Husky. Zach Osborne. Nothing's interchangeable, bro. Come on. It's all interchangeable, bro. Come on. No. Stop it. Stop it. The Some l- frames don't interchange, do they? I like how they've told you to say that to everybody, to the media, but it's, just, it's the same bike. Tell me nothing. Oh, please. Hey, uh, thanks for coming on. We just had um, Filthy and Amart, and I feel like, you know, you're part of that crew. So Yeah, I was listening. It was so boring. <laughs> well, Phil says suck it, so. <laughs> hey, you're in, you're in Colorado. You've been working yeah. with John Tomac. His, uh, Eli Tomac's hurt. I'm sure you've heard that. I'm sure you're aware of that. Yeah. Um, what's, before we got to talk about buds and all that kind of stuff, what's it like, are you on Eli's training program? Is John going out with you to help you? Uh, what, what, what kind of program are you on out there? Uh, just Eli's program. Basically, um, John's out there at the track with me every day and he does all of my training and everything. So Mm -hmm. yeah, full, full deal. It's been helping. You've been riding well lately. You feel, feel good? Yeah, I feel good. Um, I've had, like, obviously it started pretty rough. Um, first two rounds sucked, mm-hmm. but um, since then I've had some good rides and uh, missed out on good chance at an overall this weekend. But other than that, it's going good, and I think we're still climbing. So um, looking forward to the rest of the season. Fly Racing Zone, Zach Osborne on the show. Husky Rockstar, also smaller sponsor, but Fly Racing mainly. Uh, we're going to give away a set of your gear, Osborne. Not your stuff on your back, but, but the stuff you wear. Uh, the Rockstar uh, Fly Racing set of gear. Email uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. And uh, we're going to do a random email pick uh, contest at pulpamexshow.com. If you want a set of gear, uh, pants, jersey, gloves, same stuff, right, that uh, Zach Osborne wears. So... Um, Rockstar Energy, Fly Racing. I think it's the – what set is it? What, what? I think Kinetic. Kinetic. Yeah, I think, you, I think you're right. I think it's the Kinetic stuff. So, um, uh, Hey, but Bud's Creek this weekend, The um, what's your thoughts on it? It was uh, – Weimer's in studio here. I don't know if you heard that or not, but um, it wasn't that bad for you guys, was it? Considering we the rain we got and we're looking – we were thinking full mutter. You know, my goggle prep was leaned towards full mutter. It wasn't that bad for you guys. No, like, considering the amount of rain we had, it was 
pretty awesome. Like the first uh, couple laps in practice, I was like blown away that at how good it actually was. And um, even through the, fir- the first moto and the second moto, and our second moto, it started to rain and it stayed pretty good. I mean, I was pretty impressed with how how good it was considering mm-hmm. the, the the amount of rain that we got and that they were calling for and everything. It was pretty good. Yeah. And your motos? And by the way, you can put 28 tariffs on, on our experience goggles. Told you. I don't think you can. Bro, listen, back in the day when I was over there, you know, doing GPs and yep. stuff, and yep. we raced a lot of mud races, you put 7 on the right side and 21 on the left. When you get down through 21, you you know you have to be careful because you've only got 7 left, so you just pull Come from the right. Come on. You never easy. thought of that. You can't put... I'm, during the commercial break, I'm going to try to squeeze 28 on. And, Dude, uh, you can do it. Trust me. Put on the right I've, side. I've never. Really? I'm not sure. Like, I would have definitely ridden, ridden uh, tear-offs. I did in both motos because roll-offs just aren't for me. Dude, and so I've done it. you had 28 on? Yeah, bro. Uh, no, this weekend I had 20. Yeah. Man, I hope I hope, I hope uh, Alex, Alex isn't listening. <laughs> um. You can so you put them on the right side though on the throttle side. Put one stack. Put your first stack on the right side. Yeah, that's sketchy. And then dude. your other three on top on the left. That's sketchy. I've seen people do. No, it. You, really? You're going slow enough in the mud. You just pull with your left hand across your face. Oh, okay. No problem. All right. Yeah, I guess. Euros in their mud prep, yeah. Weimer. We who knew? They get on my level, bro. Here's the problem: all you idiots need to get used to ter- roll offs because that's what you use. No. Roll offs. No, like, you don't. Make a better. You don't roll-off. use roll-offs unless you wear a white air eye helmet. You're Dutch and you ride in the sand every day. That's the only reason you need roll-offs. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, um, you know, whatever. I don't want to get into it. But you got to wear roll-offs. Of course roll-offs. you don't. You got to wear roll-offs. It's ridiculous. I was just throwing that out there for you. JT you and I were discussing. JT and I were discussing today on our podcast that these guys they don't like. Norin will never wear roll-offs. Chisholm hates them. You know, Amart said he doesn't like them. Zach just like, dude, roll-offs work. They're great. Wear them. Especially if it's no. raining. If it's pouring rain. Definitely you... not. All right. Hey, um. But we got the trickiest thing on our dragons, dude. Silicone the tear-offs to the lens never leaks. It's sick. Silicone the tear-offs. But, just uh, like the bottom stack. Right, yeah. No, like, just put both stacks on and then go around the edge with silicone. Mm-hmm sick huh that's interesting i do make a little duct tape visor you know mud visor rain visor on yeah. top um to keep them from sort of running onto the top of the tear off what are you doing weimer why'd you well, just give me that look because the problem is it's not the water raining on your goggles it's when you splash through water or you're you know it'll the rain's not coming down you're you're going into it you know what i mean yeah, so that still, visor like it's still gonna help did they not have it might any help, mud races but... at the four minutes over title you won <laughs> yeah, here's what they did. We had mud races. Here's what I did. I wore roll-offs. He just unstrapped the Jofa and kept on rolling. <laughs> I, wore... I can totally see Steve being one of those guys that runs that quick strap goggle strap. You know, the one that's like oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. pinned on, on one side and Velcro on the other. Yes. Those are pretty sweet. All of his pictures of his, of his childhood have quick strap goggle, lens, uh, goggle 
Quickstraps? I wore roll-offs when I defended my titles. When I won my titles, I used roll-offs. Were roll they offs. quick straps? No, oh, no, no. My brother had quick straps. My brother had quick straps. He did. He did. How about so you the, know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. How about the guys this weekend? I saw plenty of dudes with goggles around their arms. Like, throw them away, dude. Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. I've seen that before at pro races, too, and I'm just like, really? Like, it's okay. Like, they're, you're you not reusing them again that day because they're going to be no. ruined. Yeah. No, I don't. Who are these guys that do this? I don't know anyone off the top of my head, but I, I've seen it. Yeah, and, like, just ditch them, dude. They're, they're, even if you buy them, they're 20 bucks on a sponsor deal. You're probably, you know what I mean? Even if you've got to buy your goggles and you're a privateer, which I doubt, but if you did have to. If it's that bad, take a walk around the track after the moto and grab a few pairs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. Get some tear-offs while you're out there. Yeah. Oh, I had a dude. I had a buddy who grabbed tear-offs off a track and washed them. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. No, I've had a buddy who do that. So, um, Yeah, Zach, so uh, Red Bud this weekend, you looking forward to it? You like it? Obviously, yeah, I yeah. think it, it's not my favorite track on the circuit, but I, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have good momentum going right now. and um, Yeah, you do been pretty consistent lately so i feel good about it and uh looks like it's not gonna be a ball burner hot so um yeah, yeah i think it should be fun i uh even though your moto scores at muddy creek sucked balls you were still very fast so like, yeah i like my nine nine on paper sucked but i rode well enough to do do what i've been doing sort of top five podium ish mm-hmm. kind of deal but oh well. How bitter are you that Alex Troll won a won a moto before you, outdoors? Not that bitter. Um, I mean, honestly, if there's anybody out there that I feel works as hard as I do and sort of has been through enough to deserve it as much as I do, it's it's definitely Troll. Mm-hmm. Um, he's paid his dues, and um, mine's coming. So, congrats I... to Troll. And I told him on the podium, like, hey, you know, you deserve it, and yeah. he rode well. I tried. I tried hard to get uh, get up to him, and just I made some ground, some headway a few times, and then just never could get him. But um, well, I really listen I'm more disappointed about my second moto. Like, uh, if I could have gotten Bashelia and Savachi, who beat me by like two seconds, I would have won the overall with three three. I mean, I know it's well, not a one one, but hey, wait. it's an overall. Weimer won with a two four, so I mean, you know, um, bonus. Well, I went three five for fifth. How bad does that suck? Listen here, yeah, you're so happy for Troll, you're so happy for all the things he did, he needed your position in the second moto to win the overall. So perhaps you yeah, should have I thought about... I going to give it to him, but I'm just saying. Well, maybe you should have thought not, about backing it down. All he talked one. about was the moto win. We weren't talking about the overall. <laughs> yeah, forget that noise. Um, I think you should have backed off and let him have it, and the next round could have had an overall win instead of just a moto win. Mm-hmm. You, know? you learn how to well, put 28 tear-offs well, listen, on then, if Wolf. you put 28 tear-offs, yeah, there you go, tell him, Jake. We've gone over this like three times already. <laughs> Does it still count as a win, uh, Zach, for X-Brand if he crosses the line without X-Brand's on? Mm, I don't know. It's a tough one. <laughs> it's a tough one. Nobody can answer that. <laughs> no, we don't really know. Hey, did you really say on the podium that you were happy for Troll? You called him Troll? I didn't. I heard Phil say that, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's jacked up if you did. Definitely not in the TV interview, I don't think, but maybe on the podium interview. Mm-hmm. It's not... You go, uh, y'all are just calling him troll left and right on your radio show that you claim gives 200,000 viewers or whatnot, so listeners. Yeah, but, I mean, that's seriously, we've called him that. Yeah, for like 
No. Five years now. Clearly, it's okay. Yeah, he He's doesn't. Good he doesn't it. really like it. No, he you doesn't. He doesn't really like it. No, and I try. I think it's great, but and I slip here and there. Here and there, there yeah. was like you threw out like fifteen of them when he here was and on. there, here and there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. What else? Oh, you're riding a 350 during the week. I bet your Weimer didn't know that. Nope. I um, didn't. Because of the altitude and everything else on a 2DF, it's tough. Makes sense. Does that help you? Do you like? I mean, would you rather practice on a 250F or, or how's that for just showing up at the race when you've been riding 350 all week? Well, I ride 350 on my moto days, and then on my skill and speed days, I ride the 250. So um, my last day of riding every week is on the 250. So it's not a big, oh, okay. big change. It's just um, more of my moto days mm-hmm. because it's so hard on the bike. But um, I don't mind it. It's the uh, same chassis and everything as the, as the 250, so it's yeah, not it's, like I'm it's KTM. riding something completely different. Yeah, it's KTM, KTMPartsExpress.com. I ride a Husky, actually. Um, I'd, like to come, I'd like to come out there and hang out. I think it looks beautiful where he lives. Saw pictures and videos. Well, maybe come you'll get invited someday. You gotta clear it. You'll with, get invited with the someday, general, but I'm sure you wouldn't mind. What What'd you say, Zach? I said you have to clear it with John, but I'm sure you wouldn't mind because I, we were at the supermarket yesterday, and he was like, "Oh, there's a bear claw. I'm gonna buy it for Steve." Yeah, see, remember the bear claws, Weimer and Bercy? Oh, I remember. <laughs> see, JT, John Tomac, and I. We're I mean, we're both athletes. We both, you know, mountain bike riders. We're mountain mount- bike legends. Mountain bike legends. I yeah. mean, why not? We're doing a we're doing a bicycle race uh, next week on Thursday. John is doing it too. Me and John, yeah. Oh, dude! I, if I'm John Tomac, do I want to show up at a mountain bike race when I'm done and no, have, it's road bike race? Oh, okay. And have dudes? Well, even Bye. him, he did a tour. He's still a legendary uh, road bike guy. Do you want to show up and have all these idiots be like? You know, I'm going to beat John. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's got this target on his back. He probably don't care. He's not really like that though. Like, he's so nonchalant and right. cool like with all of it he's just yeah he's there to beat me that's it people don't understand <laughs> people don't understand like i don't want to you know blow smoke up john's ass here but like go read his wikipedia page this dude yeah, he's gnarly. this dude is maybe the gnarliest guy walking around the pits every every weekend honest i mean honestly in the in the gym here at the house there's like um i don't know maybe like 40 magazine covers on on the wall in the gym that right. he was on during his his heyday but it's pretty crazy like yeah. every mountain bike magazine and quite a few road bike magazines actually from around the world yeah. um he, he go, it's, it's crazy he goes on the road bike he does a tour a bunch he's really good at that he leaves that goes to mountain biking kicks ass at that leaves that goes to downhill mountain biking kicks ass at that like just yeah phenomenal it was funny one day we were uh um, back in the spring, uh, we were we were pedaling up uh, Indian Truck Trail. It's in it's in Corona. I'm aware of and, Indian um, Truck Trail. I'm aware. We were talking about. I was saying something about Strava, uh-huh. and like he he just uh, he's like, yeah, you know, Strava just doesn't really mean that much when you have a couple of rainbow jerseys hanging in your closet. <laughs> I was like, yes, that is legendary. Uh what are rainbow rainbow jerseys? jerseys as in world championship jerseys like when you win a world championship you get the rainbow oh i didn't, i just know the yellow i don't know so oh my god oh sorry bro okay well do you know do you know what they give you for winning manitoba titles 
No, you get a jacket with your name on it. Roll off to the quick strap. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I don't happen to know. I'd beat it. Um, how's how's Eli doing? Everything all right? Yeah, he's doing okay. He. Um, I didn't realize he had to get his, he had to get his other shoulder fixed too, right? He's, he tweeted that he yeah. Had, yeah. The the one that he the one that actually came out is the one the second one that he had done. And the, the one that didn't come out is the one that was sort of um, the priority. So he got that one done like um, three weeks ago, and then mm-hmm. the other one he got done last Monday. So um, he's pretty banged up, but he's on the mend. And do you be are you like soon. are you like me and surprised that Weimer chose to ride a Kawasaki when he'd been fired from Kawasaki factory uh, team, yeah. and then rode a Cowie like this year? Like, don't you feel like you know? I mean, look, Jake had a he's had a nice career. He, he's a great rider. But, dude, get off the Cowie. Like, they're not going to hire you back. Get on another brand. And, you know, he only he only chose Cowie because he had some works parts laying around. No, no. You know, do That's you think, Zach, right. do you think he should have chosen another brand? No, definitely not. Like, I, if I were him, I would have probably done the same thing because he knows the bike. He knows what good is. I mean, he's ridden the factory one for Three years or yeah, so four how, years or how, how long gonna, it was. So. Yeah, how much is that going to bum you out when you get on a you know production-ish bike? You're like, oh, my God, I wish I had you know, my cheating frames, my illegal frames, my illegal swing arm, and everything else. Wow. You know? Nah, I don't think so. Do the right thing, Jake. Don't let him talk you out of it. Why, why are you shaking your head at me? You and I can talk about this. You don't have to drag poor Osborne into it. Ah, He's, Osborne's a fan. It's about him at the moment. He's a no. fan of the sport. Do you have a question for Osborne? Uh, <laughs> Give me your best. Where, I remember the first time I ever raced Jake was at Branson in three, maybe. Dude, here's the thing, and Jake, you two. can vouch me. Osborne two. was the shit on the KTMs coming up. He was fast. Yeah. Well, how old are you? Are you 20? I'm 25. Yeah, so he's a couple years younger than me. But I remember I, we raced one class together. Yeah. I think it must have been like open or something because I was riding fourteen, fifteen. Uh huh. Yeah, I was twelve, thirteen. You would have been fourteen, fifteen. Yep. So it would have been like super mini or something. Oh, uh, maybe. But yeah, we had maybe. some good duels there. Uh, Justin Keeney was there that yep. week too, and, and he Ooh, going at it. Ripped too. Yeah. Keeney had some super cross skills, like jump, like like some good rides. Some you should have super... seen him when we were on like KX sixties and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he the? Yeah, he was gnarly in the day. Yeah. Forgot about Justin Keeney. He was yeah. on the on Buku team. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, motorsport too. I think he turned pro. I think too early is what hurt him. Yeah, because I was still race like maybe another year and a half of amateur stuff or something. I was, mean, I grew up racing him the whole time. Yeah, and he was legit. Well, all I know is Osborne and I were quasi teammates because I was at Factory KTM, winning races with Kelly Smith, and Osborne. But you're a mechanic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Osborne was on 60s or 80s or whatever. Yeah. And dude, he was K- like KTM was like, just wait, we got this kid. He's been on KTM's forever. He's coming. <laughs> His name is Zach Osborne. His dad drag races. And we're like, okay, all right. Well, so. when you first came and started racing outdoors, you had to been what, like 16, probably, right? Yeah, I. Yeah, my first season. Uh, he was yeah. ripping. Don't bring up Bud's Creek. Don't bring it up. Bud's Creek in that year, 06, was yeah. my first outdoor ever. Oh, yeah? After oh. I'd gotten in that car crash, and I went like 22-22, and I was thinking, I'm done. Like, <laughs> like um, Osborne, um, he led a long time. I know. I remember. 
I almost won the first moto, but I think I, if you went 22, I, I'd probably beat you by one spot and went 21 because <laughs> I led until like a little bit past 20 minutes and then I didn't score points. Yeah, and, and I didn't crash. Oh, wow. <laughs> my bike was fine. No. <laughs> I didn't crash. I didn't know my, that b- one. My bike was fine. You did pretty good at Hangtown, didn't you? What'd you do there? Yeah, I, I got six in the first moto, um, and then I crashed in the second moto and broke my clutch off, so I DNF. Oh, uh, okay. Then, yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. I was moved but on. But Bud's Creek was the start of the spiral, so it would have been really awesome to win there this weekend, but yeah. troll one, so whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what does it matter, right? Um, all right. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. No problem. It's been fun. It has been fun. I'm glad you... Uh, let me know how that uh, 28 tear-off deal goes for you. Yeah, I'm not going to let him forget that. We're doing it. Okay, first of all, Johnny Knowles is the greatest goggle guy in the sport. Can we agree on that? Knowles is good. Knowles is really good. Kuzo's, Kuzo's in 09, really good, too. Kuzo's good. I've worked with Kuzo. Kuzo is... is it's too bad with Kuzo. You, you know, he's just an idiot, but... He's fine. Okay. What? Um, Kenny, Kenny was a bad dude. Kenny Adams was uh, the dragon guy. Yeah, I don't know him. Kenny's yeah. in lives in Vegas. I'm on the same flights with him all oh, the time. Okay. Yeah, good dude. All right. So, I uh, know the name, but I, oh, I don't yeah, personally yeah. know. Him. Uh, okay, here's my story though. Johnny Knowles is the greatest golf guy the sport's ever seen. He only ran 21 this weekend. Is that that I'm good? I'm not saying I guess. that 21 wasn't the right thing to do. I'm just saying, right. Don't tell me you can't get 28 on. Don't use ex friends post. As your crutch. <laughs> um, All right. Oh nine, Bud's Creek when it was muddy. Yeah. Kept my goggles on the whole time. You did. Roll off. And that was worse than this weekend. Oh, Roll off. Well, there was just more water. Didn't you win that race? Yeah. yeah. There was just more water. He was telling us the story. I didn't realize this, but he said he passed past Metcalf, and the next lap, the red flag came out. Oh, yeah. Meddy. Because we didn't, I mean, obviously, we, we didn't know they were going to cut it short. Yeah. I think we went like 28 minutes It was minutes close or to the end, yeah. It was close to the end. And, yeah, I had passed him, and that same lap that I passed him, they red flagged it. And he led the whole moto. Yeah. I led like three quarters of a, the lap. I thought on a red flag, you go to the lap before. You know, yeah, yeah, no yeah you would have had to pass them and did one complete lap, and then they threw it. Because I on a red flag, so. on a red flag, they go to the finishing order of the lap before the red flag. We're talking about AMA, but yeah, who, you know I what? don't know. This is the AMA. Yeah, I, I don't know for sure. <laughs> hey, can I you better get, shut up. I'll can, get my wind. Taken can you get away. off the phone, please? I'm trying to look can up you, 2006 Buds Creek. I'm trying to check the results. Oh, I can do it right here. Way faster than you, bro. Ask him another question so I can look this up. Um, Another question. If my producer Explain. was on it, he would look hey, it up, but he, he's, he's I don't know, busy the, on the phone. Could you shut up so I could ask him a question? Jeez. Um, do you have something to, some part of that Club MX? I did have, but I, I sold it all oh, okay. um, at the end of last year. Oh, yeah, okay. I was part of it at the start, but not anymore. Okay. Oh, okay. You guys ready? Yep. Oh, you, fi- you guys finished right, behind, right beside each other in the overall. <laughs> uh, Zach Osborne. 18-37. No, yeah. no doubt heat exhaustion in that second moto. You didn't make the no, start. No, second moto I didn't start. I was definitely getting like six bags of fluid in the, right. the asterisk unit. Jake Weimer, 22-22. But, yep. but, but Osborne, you were the last guy to score any points. So I guess you were, or you know, you had the least points. So you were 23rd overall. Weimer, you were 24th overall. In <laughs> points? On the overall on the day. Oh, on the day. Yeah, on the day. 23rd and 24th. Still in the game yeah. we were then. Uh, at that point, I thought it was over. Uh, 
thought farming was a bright future for uh, RV one one. RV one one. Hepler two six. Uh, Jason Lawrence nineteen ten. Bobby Canari eleven thirty one. Tyler Menegli. Dude, I miss Hepler's riding style. He was such a bad dude. He was gnarly. Yeah. He still wrote races, off-road stuff. Yeah, I see, I see his stuff on Instagram every now and then. KTM two-stroke. Um, I tried to text Johnny Nose to get him on about the 28, but he's not answering it. It's at 11 o'clock where he is. So. Hey, Steve, how pumped are you that I haven't done a single off-road race this year? <laughs> yeah, it's good. Play. Thank God. Are you doing the six-day still? No. Hmm. What happened? You talked me out of it. Oh, thank God. That's great. It's good to no, hear. No, actually, I'm not doing it this year because um, I it's one, I would have one week to go back to California, get my family settled back in there, and then fly to Slovakia for two weeks and are, after this after Indiana. So, are you doing Puerto Rico destinations? No. Okay. All right. Doing the USGP. No, that's true. That's ridiculous. I'm gonna do uh, hopefully some Euro Supercrosses, but at one of the Euro Supercrosses, there's an Enduro Cross that they want me to do, so I'm <laughs> probably gonna have to do that. What an idiot! I'm <laughs> sorry. You're so dumb. Hey, I just finished the 20 lap main event. Let me get on and go to that water crossing right now. Well, hopefully no, it's the next day. Oh. Oh, okay. That's good. Then. Hey, t- listen. You get two tickets to those races. Bring me over. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I just leave Feeney at home? Yeah. No, no, no. Bring Feeney. He gets one, and then you get two tickets, like, usually for a, for a wife or girlfriend or whatever. A man friend. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should be my agent, then. Yeah, no, that's what you get. That's what these deals do. I, I do these deals no. all the time. Weimer knows. I was doing... I did his deal no. for Bercy. I I think that... Weimer, I did your deal for Bercy. What? Yeah, I remember. When? You remember? No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Honest <laughs> to God, I don't remember. <laughs> I did that your deal. Going down. I got you to Bercy. When? I don't know. One of those years. You won it oh, one year, shit. right? Yeah. Then The year you didn't win. The year Chisholm won. You got that for me? Yes. Are you sure? Absolutely. I don't Where's remember that. Where's my commission? That. I don't remember that. Uh, we'll talk about that after commercial. Jerk off. Okay. Hey, we got to go. We haven't even taken a commercial break. We're supposed to do three of these commercials. All right. So. Sweet. Osborne. Have fun, dude. Thanks for having me on. Hey, thank you for coming on. Good luck. Jake, uh, happy healing. Best of luck. Yeah, good luck at Redbud, man. Keep what, the momentum rolling. Why don't, you, why don't you say something to me? Like, good luck. Thanks, Mathis, or something. It's always, thanks, Jake. Hey, Mathis, yep. tweet me a picture of those goggles. <laughs> 28 chaos on them. We got to go. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> yeah. All right. Later. later. Zach Osborne, everybody. Let's take a commercial break here. Good God. Ball Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and, and uh, Fly Racing. We'll be back with Jake Weimer, Jason Thomas, and uh, and much more. Stick around, why don't you? Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. 
I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at Fly Racing USA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Barker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marshall. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. That is the best thing, yeah. It's like you've got to run Galfer. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. 
the leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts. Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty? Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience, We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX.
Motocross bikes have become very advanced over the past seven years, and yet ignition coil technology hasn't changed for almost 40. For almost 40. As a rider, you change sprockets, exhaust, ECU mapping, and even engine internals to gain an advantage. So with four times more energy than that of a stock ignition coil, the Black Ops Moto ignition coil is race-proven to help engines starting, throttle response, and acceleration when it's needed most. The Black Ops Moto coils are designed for two-stroke and four-stroke engines, as well as vintage and Evo bikes. Replace those tired, worn-out ignition coils with proven performance coil. Stop overlooking the obvious and contact us today. Hope MX listeners will get 15% off just by emailing or calling us directly at Black Ops Moto. You can also visit us on Facebook or at BlackOpsMoto.com. Black Ops Moto. Hey, 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 hey. Wheels. Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about Wheels, WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Internet, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. 
We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know, you know these, these bars, bars can take the abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys.
Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Atlas Brace. Atlas has gone, undergone a complete redesign for this year. The new neck brace and possibly light, flexible, and showcases a sleek new design that is the perfect combination of function and fashion and function. Experience for yourself and find out why it changed the minds of Ryan Villapoto, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos. AtlasBrace.com. Great guys. Jake Warmer in the studio. Used to be an Atlas Brace athlete, actually. Hello. Hi, Jake. Hello. You were talking about your first national uh, when you were 10. Yep. And then during the commercial, you were talking about uh, Mike Brown. Mike Brown. 98 Red Bud. 98 Red Bud. I don't remember which moto it was. but He, he would have been on Honda, Honda Troy. Honda Troy. Yep. Crashed. Number 100. Crashed. I, I didn't see the crash, but... He came around and his handlebar was like literally bent in like a 90 degrees, like the left side. Yeah. Like 90 degrees down. And dude was still ripping, <laughs> ripping. And Pops was just sitting there lecturing me. Now that's a guy that wants it, kid. Like, look at his handlebar. Look at that. Look at this guy. Yeah. Um, welcome back to the show, everybody. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks to Zach Osborne, Filthy Phil, Amart, and Mitch Payton. All guests tonight. We rammed them all in early so we can ram it home right now and everything else. That uh, got kind of weird, but whatever. How much longer we go here? I'm I don't know. Curious. Midnight? 1 a.m.? Let's do it. You got a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, I dropped my phone just now and got it got blown out with dog hair. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Four like, bassets. It was only on the ground for well, maybe a second. Well, Gibbs, we cannot have any dogs and these all guys would die. So, hey, don't yell at one eye, all right? Yeah, poor one eye. No teeth, can't hear, one eye. And nobody likes him. They all growl at him whenever he comes by. Like, just poor guy. He's cool just with me. 702-586-PULP, 702-586-7857. Give us a call if you can. Uh, we've got lots more to talk about. Let's do the NFAB question of the day, shall we? Mike Brown, 3-3. Three, three. Told you. Can you the NFAB question of the day. I was going to tell you that, Weimer. Dress up your Jeep, truck, or SUV with the hottest-looking, hardest-working accessories from NFAB. Probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. N-Fab.com. Great guys. They support the sport off-road as well with the uh, Randy Hawkins off-road team with Jessica Patterson and N-Fab. Just, uh, you got a Jeep or a truck or SUV? N-Fab.com. Check them out. Maybe they got something that you need. They support the sport. Great guys down there. Um, this is the question of the day. The N-Fab question of the day. And uh, we, sneak previewed it we sneak previewed it earlier. Damn Moser. And so we'll ask it now, myself and Weimer. Will Justin Barsha win again? Will he win again? Is this was this a fluke mud only? We talked about giving him more confidence going forward from here, but does he actually turn that confidence into a win? No. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I hate to be the Debbie Downer. Well, Dungeon and think. Roxon are pretty damn good. Here's what I think. I didn't okay. watch the race at the time I was <clears throat> doing something. I don't know. Um, so I, when I showed up here, I went downstairs. I watched it a little bit. I mm-hmm. didn't get to finish it. But So that second moto, like he's moving and grooving and kind of, you know, scrubbing and whipping it over the jumps. And mm-hmm. Like you could tell he was feeling it. Like he was, he was stoked, having fun. Um I think it'll be good for his confidence. He's had a little bit of a rough year. Uh-huh. Um, I, I mean, I could see either way. I mean, it, I wouldn't be shocked if he did, and I wouldn't be shocked if he didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it'll be interesting to see w- what he does at Redbud, how he looks, 
Yeah. You know, if he, you can tell when a guy's feeling good on a bike or whatever. Yeah. Like he did in the second moto. It, you know, he's done good in the mud. He's done good in the dry. So, I mean, it might have worked out well for him. But I mean, I think he can be good whether it's dry or muddy. You know. So I don't know. We'll see. I could see it going either way. I just wouldn't be surprised. I just sprayed some I was wondering what the heck you were doing with well, that. Well, this thing was squeaking and people were saying they could hear it on the show. It's been squeaky for a long time. Jeez. So I just sprayed it with, and I you can know, smell it. I just sprayed it with some uh Maxima MPPL here, basically a WD40 and it's fine. It works better. It doesn't squeak anymore, but now I got it all over yeah. my Yeah. I was wondering what the hell why would you not turn it over to there? I turned no. it that way. It no, was no, that no. Way. Your, your whole like uh arm like move it over there and then because I'm on Away the air Away from right your now. electronics. Because I'm on the air right or now. Or you could have done it during that 15-minute break we had or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not smart that way. Uh, all right, NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com. Jake Weimer totally waffling, saying he wouldn't be surprised if he did win waffle, or he waffle, didn't win. Waffle, 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 no. Waffle. How's that waffling? Because you didn't give us an answer, yes or no. You said, eh, either one. It could, it couldn't. What are they, waffle, halfway? Waffle, they have, waffle, waffle. Yeah, they have six, we're six races. Overall or moto win? Overall. <laughs> Oh, it's still squeaky. I, dude, I, I, okay. I don't. Know. All right, fine. Uh, this is the show, Pulp Mech show that the uh, former factory riders call into when they're uh, just chilling. And uh, cold call uh, from uh, Regis Harrington, Andy Harrington, former factory KTM rider. Welcome to the show. What's happening? How are you? I'm doing good. Just driving. Uh. I feel like I'm on the road trip we did in '01. I'm, I'm driving from Atlanta down down south. You got a mo- job? You got a movie coming up? I just left one. Today is the last day, and I start another one on Monday. So taking what? all my stuff uh, back home. Regis is a stuntman now. Huh. Yeah, still living in Louisiana. Yeah. Yep, still living in Baton Rouge. It's crazy. Hollywood's down here now. I know because the tax breaks and everything, right? People are just flocking there. Yep. Yep. So, what'd you finish, and where are you going to? What movies can you tell us? Yeah, I just finished uh, Captain Three, Civil War. Hold Captain on, that's filming already. Yeah, oh, I didn't. Filming. I knew they were making another one, and all I didn't know there was already filming. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, I've been in Atlanta for like eight weeks. And right before that, me and Castillo worked together. We're we're going to be in. A, uh, we did a motorcycle chase on KTM Dukes for. Uh, a movie with Zach Galifianakis. It's going to be hilarious. Called Keeping Up with the Joneses. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob- but uh, I had to cold call you because I've been listening, doing all this uh, driving. Right. And uh, I, at the risk of a good story, I gotta set you straight. I love you, man. But the 2000 KTM debacle at Southwick wasn't nearly as bad as as you've made it out to be. Nobody qualified. Everybody qualified. No. I did, yeah, yeah. Look at the vault. <laughs> no. Me, Roderick, and Kelly didn't do good, but we all qualified. And there's a funny story with me, and then I'll, I'll get to that. Uh, KJ, uh, Keith Johnson, he got 13th in the moto, and uh, Shane King went 9-13 or something. Hold on. Maybe I'm thinking about the next year. You know, maybe I'm thinking about... Maybe I'm thinking I don't know. About... 2001 was more of a legit year than our year, so I don't know. That yeah. was King, Langston, yeah. those guys had to have qualified, but yeah, it good wasn't point. really you're, that bad. You're right. Keith Johnson got 18th. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, and Shane did good. Me, me, and, me and Kelly crashed in the first turn in the first moto, and I only remember that because I was staying with them in Michigan, and we ended up on the ground together. 
And then he came back to 22nd. So he qualified. He did not qualify after winning Mount Morris the week before. He was there, but he had a rough second motor. I think that's when he broke his front wheel. Huh. Andy Harrington, 29-30. Yeah, Kelly Smith. Yeah. So, and KJ scored points even. I was thinking. Yeah. My, I think I was thinking my story was that nobody scored. Maybe I mixed scored up. Points first. Right. Nobody scored any points instead of nobody qualified. I would have gone with that. I'd have gone with that one, but then I was like, "Man, that's not right." So uh, I looked know, it up. But. I need to. I need to quit. I need to. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop. Uh, stop this. Job. Hey, can I? I got to tell you real quick. I'll make a cliff notes funny story though. My twenty nine in the first moto was due to two shoulder surgeries, and that was the first race I came back to the whole yeah, year. I do remember that. Yeah. And in the semi, right before I went out to my race, I did the old Bengay on the shoulder. <laughs> massively and then i was riding the parade lap and i noticed everybody was parked peeing in the back and i decided to partake in the peeing <laughs> right in the very back i go to the line and before the gate dropped my my area was on fire and i could not figure it out i could not figure out what was going on and it took me the first six laps of the motor to finally realize that the ben gave from my hand I used P and got on my junk. So, so when, I, I attribute my 29th to that solely, not when, not the fact that I was out of shape and not that good. Well, yeah, especially El Cajon guy in the sand, not exactly, uh, you know, a self a, a sand specialist in in southern in San Diego. Here's the no. thing: when you pee, when you guys peed before uh, during the parade lap, Wyman, did you ever do that, or was it already? No, that was banned. Was that before. tradition already banned? That, because yeah, they wouldn't let us. Do literally, that. Ah, the, ah, actually, maybe right when I got there, people were doing dude, that. There used to be in like like I remember JSR peeing in front of a bunch of fans with his hog out, like not even. Scared. I didn't even know people did it. I didn't even know. That was oh my yeah. First national back, and I dropped into the back in Southwick. We used to do like that. Right. Horseshoe, and there was probably twenty guys back there, and I'm like, "Oh, that's a good idea." Yeah, no, everyone, everyone peed everywhere. But I thought you guys would use the gloves on, so you had to take your gloves off to grab your unit. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I was like a so whole... out of shape. I was so out of shape and hurting from even just riding everything. I, I was like one of the last guys to ever wear a kidney belt. I had to take everything off. <laughs> kidney my gloves belt. Off, gloves. Get my kidney belt. I didn't. Yeah. I thought you guys just held on to the wiener with the gloves. I don't know. I, I didn't yeah, really. yeah. I remember JSR. I could see him, and I could see fans on the fence, and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? But then again, when I stayed at JSR's house back in the day, his mom was suntanning topless. Yeah. It's a, it's a French thing. <laughs> you Canadians, dude. So, no, it's a French thing. French-Canadian thing. So I guess, like, the mom, not scared to do that, and the uh, and JSR just with his hog out peeing in front of everybody, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. Well, Harrington, um, it's good you called in and set us straight. You made me, you know, I, I do appreciate. I was, I it was. Just, it just wasn't as bad as what. It no, I'm just, I'm just razzing you, man. You, no, it no, was, no. Uh, you were defending. It's really worth calling in, and uh, I mean, it's a twenty-nine, twenty-nine isn't nothing to be proud of, but right. you know, at least, at least it was qualifying. Do you, <laughs> um, Weimer? Do you remember Harrington's bike catching on fire? That's what he's most famous for. No, but I I know his name. Yeah, I mean I was young, but right. I, did you used to wear AXO gear at one point? Yeah, I think you probably watched a lot of day qualifiers, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I worked for Andy for one race, Factory KTM. He was shoulder injuries after shoulder injury. He was built sort of, you know, kind of like a fourteen-year-old boy. You never, Andy's not a big gentleman, <laughs> but, 
No offense, Andy. But um, no, yeah, uh, uh, well, or no Regis. Regis. His name is Regis. Yeah, why Regis? His real name is Regis. Oh, okay. But for some reason, everyone's called him Andy forever. All right. So That's my middle name, and as a kid, I hated Regis. So Team Green, and growing up at the Amateur National, yeah. it was Andy Harrington. Then you embraced Regis later on in your life. Everybody else did. It just kind of grew on everyone, and I, there was no controlling it. What's your middle name, Jacob? Tyler, misspelled. Oh, how's it spelled? T Y L O R. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Mom's messed up in the hospital. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually just saw her the other night. Yeah, it's a funny story. It's kind of long. It's not that long, but she it's kind of long. She was messed up and she just on like no, pain pills? Just, no, 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 no. Oh. No, she, she said, it's funny because I always give her a hard time. Right. So she said she didn't catch it till a little while later. Like, she went back to work right away, whatever. She didn't catch it. So I always give her a hard time. And I actually saw her the other night, went to dinner with her. And it somehow it got brought up, and I gave her a hard time again. But this has been going on for years. And, I like, we laugh about it, whatever. And she texts me the next day, and she says this. Look at, look at how long this text is. It's a paragraph. And she's, oh, she yeah. says, like, She's like apologizing, Jake. I was online this morning. We can change it. We oh. can fix it. I'm sorry. I didn't like this whole thing. And you're like, like, look yeah, how big yeah, yeah. it is. Right, right. And I'm like, Mom, I'm only kidding. Like, it's I'm right. giving you a hard time. Like, we're not changing my name. Right. It's it's fine. Whatever. Tyler. And so she says, <laughs> I just looked it up on the internet, and it's a known variance of Tyler. Look it up in the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it refers to a really cute dude who is bangable. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. I said, okay, mom. Yeah, like, well, right. I guess it's true because I got a kid coming. Right. So uh, I'm like, are you serious, mom? <laughs> um, Tyler. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, I got two middle names Michael William. It's like royalty. Weird, right? Um, Must be Canadian. Regis. Uh, yeah. So Regis, I worked for Regis one race. Pontiac 2000. Yeah, he's fine. We made it, we made it a lap. Day qualifier. See, I didn't get out of the day qualifier as much. Yeah, day qualifier. He comes up short on the triple, and oh. I think both shoulders or just one, Andy? I don't know. No, the same one. I had yeah. arthroscopic surgery on it, and then I came back too early and just cased the triple, and it blew it out again. And this Southwick was the next race. This wasn't smart. Andy, Andy and I uh, teaming up for this race was um, because I was supposed to work for Keith Johnson, but I had taken Keith to my secret Supercross test track spot, and he broke both wrists <laughs> on the first lap. So, on the first lap? Yeah. Are you sure? Is this like the 2000 Southwick story, and you're way out of... <laughs> you know, he's no. right on this one. Both arms. And How on the first lap? Like, aren't he, you kind of like rolling around? Dude, right? Don't you just roll around a new track that you don't know? Is it Keith Johnson from Massachusetts? Or no, Keith jo- New Mexico. Oh, okay, new Mexico, yeah. Keith Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, know. you were there. Were you there? I heard the story right after because wasn't it at Art Rich Taylor's buddy's house? It was Staben, yeah, Brian Staben's place up in Camarillo, where yeah, I used to live. Staben, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like, dude, what are you doing? It was a table on and off, and he just on the off, he just brap, bang, broke both arms. Wow. Yeah, and we drove yeah. like two hours to get there. That's rough. <laughs> yeah, it was, you talk about rough for him. I drove two hours back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, good times though, KTM. So okay. Oh, yeah. So I'll change my story to no one scored a point except Keith in one moto. Maybe that's better. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened to Roderick and then Kelly won the week before and yeah. the poor guy got 
went 22-32 or something. So that that's almost as bad as just not qualifying. But yeah. yeah. Um. Well, hey, so, thanks for uh, thanks for calling Regis, and thanks for using data to stream the show. That's a that's a real. Yeah, I got into it. I didn't know yeah. you even listened. That's really great. I listen all the time, bud. Good oh, job. Thank you. I appreciate it. Can you get me a stunt job at all on one of these movies? Yeah, we could work on it. Something. There's got to be something. Dude, I'll didn't be... you get on Charlie's, or were you just there the day? What? Didn't you get on Charlie's Angels, or were you just there? No, I was just there. I hung out all day. Yeah, I didn't get on it. Uh, Nick <laughs> Nick Way was was in it, and I was uh, hanging out. And I that was the, the single funnest job I ever did. Was it really? Nick Way, all those guys. Yeah. Oh, these guys made so much money. Really? Oh, they've... Ryan, Hughes, Ryan Hughes and Shea Bentley. We sat around for a week, and we didn't get the ride. And then the first shot we did with everybody there, actors, actresses, everything, we are supposed to jump through this peristyle thing, and then the shot is over. And I come over, and there's just smoke everywhere. And uh-huh. Shea Bentley went to the outside, and Ryan went in and hit him and ripped his radiator off his bike and broke his elbow. <sighs> Not even on film. <laughs> yeah. um, that you, was awesome. You guys, I and think... Rhino, Rhino said, you want this movie to be legit? No one passes me on the outside. <laughs> Good job, Rhino. Um, I remember Nick was there for a week. I want to say he made seven grand. Really? Oh, it was. It was. Oh, we were there for. Yeah, it was. It was. It was crazy. And was I was. Crazy and I was shocked. I spent eight hours there, Long Beach, down in Long Beach, and the scene that was filmed was probably thirty seconds in the movie. Yeah. And it was eight hours. It was short. And it we was, were there a month. I was there exactly a month. Yeah. So, can I? Can it I? It took a long time to get my wig on and all the fake dudes huh. and stuff like that. Yeah, you were uh, you were the chick. Uh, you oh, were, really? Yeah, yeah. He was also the chick in the one eight hundred collect. He was uh, Alyssa Milano. Do you remember uh, those? And, and, the, and, and the and the sister in motocross. Oh yeah, motocross. Oh really? Yeah, he was the yeah. motocross girl. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the brother that the brother that crashed through the fence. That was me. Oh jeez, how do you do that? <laughs> it's kind of gnarly. Like, <laughs> It's easier crashing on purpose than it is not crashing Dude, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's uh we just did this one keeping up with the Joneses up here and we crashed these KTM Dukes, these street bikes and yeah, it yeah. all went it went phenomenally well, but we were talking about that on set, me and Castillo and it was just like mm-hmm. you know, when you sit there and you can plan it for hours, it's it's not as scary or, or frightening as when it just happens when you're not planning on it. Well that's when you get hurt. The- the Supercross, the movie, I was in that, by the way. I'm in the opening credits. Did you or Castillo had to eat shit over a triple really bad? Like, No, that was actually uh, Pingree, and he had to oh. jump into boxes. They put cardboard boxes. That's like a, yeah. a catcher, like in, in our world, that people will jump into, and mm-hmm. you can fall out of buildings or even jump cars into these. It doesn't, you, don't, you don't think you can do it, but you can just fold up cardboard boxes. Like you're moving, you know, and yeah. you pile them on top of each other, and then that's how people jump in, and it just it just stops your fall, and it's like jumping into a pillow. Hmm. And uh, I remember Pingree's story that he had to do it. Like they took the third jump out of the triple, and he had to jump into the boxes, and then they wanted him to do it again, and he was like, it was sketched out. He did it, but it, yeah. it was sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, hey, you, you, just, you did Iron Man 3. You said Robert Downey Jr. was really cool, right? Great guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't never really get to hang out with these guys. No, but I know. A little but, bit of, a little bit of. Uh, but you can see how they are by the way they treat people like you, right? And extras and 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 cast and their crew and all that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. 
But Robert Downey Jr. is on a whole other level. We just got down with Captain, and he he takes a helicopter from Atlanta to the studios, and it's like a thirty minute drive. But he doesn't like driving in traffic, so that's that's one day we got to get to that level. He gets a helicopter from Atlanta to the set. Yeah, and he flies from a school apparently in Atlanta. That's where they land the helicopter. Mm-hmm. And how he got permission to do that was he just went to a speaking engagement at an elementary school. I gave him permission to land his helicopter in the playground. I didn't realize that uh, Iron Man is in the new Captain America. I think you just gave us a spoiler. Uh, what? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know what I don't know what you're talking about. It's definitely not a spoiler. Um, okay. Uh, thanks, Regis. Thanks yeah. for calling in, Andy. appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, yeah. See if you can get yeah, me a part. It, so. I need a part. I'll be like the... Kind of like the, the a mob guy, uh, you know, in the background. Um, I'll, I'll go through a plate of glass, whatever it takes. I'd love to be in a movie. It'd be great. All right. Well, keep it in mind. I'll do what I can. Yeah, it sounds really sounds like it, Andy. It really sounds All like right, it's on see the you top. Guys. All right, see you, see you buddy. All right. Andy Harrington, everybody. Uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Spider-Man's going to be in the new Civil War Avenger thing. So, broke Civil that War Avengers thing? <clears throat> yeah, the one that he just filmed. That's Captain America, he said. Yeah, Spider-Man's going to be in it. Oh, you said Avengers. It's They're all the same world. No, it's Captain America. Is in that world. Thanks. He's in that world. Thanks. <laughs> um, all right, uh, let's go. What, what else we got? Um, voicemails. Voicemails, uh, my voicemails. Emails. Got, let's, do your, let's do your segment right now. BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Sorry. BTOsports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs, Gabby Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs. Gibbs. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out and save yourself money. Uh, great guys. Uh, number one uh, retailer, I think, in the motor world. If it's not true, it doesn't matter. I'm saying it anyways. Uh, OEM parts, too, now there. You can get your uh, fly racing gear there. You can get your X-Brand goggles. You can get some zip-offs, X-Brand zip-offs, which Alex Martin should have got for the second moto. Chose not to. Oh, we forgot to build the goggles. Oh, yeah. We got another commercial coming. All right. Um, and, uh, yeah, much more coming up on the, on the show. Use the code PulpMX, like I said, to save yourself money. These are questions tweeted to at PulpMX show. Uh, our own Devin Gibbs goes through them, selects the best ones, and uh, we, uh, we, make it, we make it happen. We, we got Jake Weimer in here to, uh, to answer these questions. I mean, if anybody doesn't, anybody knows racing and anything, it's a Supercross champion like Jake Weimer. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, Randy Hamilton wants to know, Jake, what changes would you make for the Supercross format? You know what? While you answer this, I'm gonna go get the goggles in 20. Yeah, do that. Okay. Uh, I think we've we had this question last time I was here. We always have it. And I mean, it's always a big debate, and I've never honestly given it a lot of thought. But I mean, the first thing that you would come to mind for me would be, you know, certain events. You know, a certain number of events, you would uh, have more than one main. You know, shorten the mains up a little bit, which some riders wouldn't like or whatever. But as far as the fans go, um, that would be it, is to have more than one race. Because the start dictates a lot of the race. Yeah, so like Steve says, two 10-lappers or or whatever. Because the start dictates so much of the race. So you're giving the fans a chance for... The guy who won the first one to potentially get a bad start in the second one or whatever. So, I don't know. if That's off the top of my head would be to few events a year you do two 10-lap mains. All right. 
Ben wants to know at what age and how much money does a team pay a high profile amateur when they're growing up? Someone like AC or Bubba, etc. 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 I wouldn't know anything about that because I <laughs> you were not, was highly not paid. in that league. <laughs> the, but the, but I know that it can get to where it would probably depress you, and you probably don't want to know. I, I I don't know numbers, but I know uh, there's been some scenarios where they got paid well. They they trust a lot of the OEMs classify it as travel money, right? But it ends up being like a salary. But that's what they say. And I've heard some of those dudes are over six figures. Over six figures, like as in seven figures, or like in the six figures. In the six figures. Yeah. Sorry, did I say yeah. over? I meant. Well, you said over six. Yeah, yeah. Figures. No, sorry, not a million. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, in the I've, hundreds of thousands. I've heard, I've heard like hundred ish. What do you think AC got or pulled in? I don't know because I know like. I mean, he doesn't own a house at like eighteen years old. It, well, yeah, but he's also no, right now, for PC fine, for yeah. two years. He bought it, I think, his first year. I mean, no doubt about it, he got paid. Um, but it's kind of – it's not just flat out. I'm, I know, loading, I'm loading 28 tariffs. I know they do a lot of um, – they'll do a lot of – kind of they'll snake around it. Like they'll buy the family a, a $300,000 motorhome or whatever. Really? You know? really? Oh, yeah, yeah, that kind of That's stuff? happened. Oh, I didn't know that. Several I know, times. Or, or they say, hey, keep all your bikes. Yes, they'll give you whatever um, – my last year amateur, like I was given a, a handful of bikes, several bikes, but those high profile kids, like I've heard of kids getting like fifteen bikes and then they sell them at the end of the year, which which you're not talking a hundred grand, but it's still some money. But I know, I think it's getting gnarlier too with <clears throat> like Factory Connection uh, going after amateurs and then they you know fall into a pro right they sign a multi-year deal it's like their last year amateur and then a year or two of pro and stars doing it um, you want to talk about like no leadership in our sport and you know obviously jeff myshak's a friend of mine the owner of geico but i mean when does it stop because now i hear okay so they used to go if you're canard or bogle it's your last year or two you get a full ride well guess what's happening they're going after young younger kids and yeah. younger and younger and because it's competitive and they all feel like So when does it stop? I don't know. Like you does know? it stop on 80s? Does it you know, I get what you're saying. I don't know. I there's, I wonder there's people, that there's some people that are going this is not right. I wonder the same thing. Yeah. It's because it's never a guarantee and I, but I think they know that. I think it's it is a bit of a gamble, but and they look at the situation and they decide yeah, it's worth the gamble. We're gonna go. We're gonna go yeah. for it. No, a guy like Ryder DeFrancesco is, exactly. is, you know, what I mean, like, that's that's the guy. Like, but yeah, um, I don't know, man. All right, right. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this next one's from Adam Harvey. He says, uh, "When has Kawasaki ever taken a top guy that wasn't a team green rider since the three will be there in 2016, except for Millsaps?" What, your question made no sense. This is how it was written. When is Kawasaki? I get what he's saying. Ever when? taken a top rider that wasn't a team green person, other than the three that will be here hopefully next oh, year? Oh, when have they ever signed? Yes. Taken meaning signed, like taken? Ooh, yeah. I, Me? Okay. I would have been the last one. Will Hahn was a team green kid. Um, but, I was but, never a team but green kid. You really can't, like, a lot of people were team green at, the, you know, at some point. Like, you know what I mean? I wasn't. No, I know, but I'm saying there were so many, the odds are. I wasn't. At some point, line, at some point they're going to. Chad Reed, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like a foreign dude like that. Although he rode factory cowies in Europe, but still. He went, that's not Team no, Green. No, no. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. What's the question though? Like, what, what is it? Just when? Did, I mean, when did it happen? I mean, Name a guy yeah. that didn't ride for Team Green who signed a contract with Kawasaki that became a quote-unquote top guy. Well, I don't know. Jake Weimer. I just told you. Well, he's now he just added like become a top guy. What does that, that mean? Was in does the, that, that mean was win or does that mean like a podium? That's guy? That's what I mean. What does it mean? Well, that was what I said. The original question. Okay, next question is from Joey Savacci. I have a question. Why is Steven ignoring me? Steven, why are you ignoring Savachi? Savachi. I got it in there. I said he said hi to Jake. That's all he wanted. I twittered him back, too. Okay. Okay. Uh, Tanner Hall wants to know how much will Troll make on salary? He mm, doesn't keep his gear money or anything like that. I mean, that's a that's 100000 150000 Weimer? 100, 100, 125000 Okay. Goddamn Osborne. He's right. What? 28 tariffs. <laughs> and you've got them all on the same side. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. Yo, yo, this is bad. Are you hooking those goggles up as a lucky fan? Or are you just going to give them to me? That, I mean, it looks like it a dog's looks fine. It, it looks like a dog's breakfast. But That's they, fine. But they fit. That is fine. They fit. That's muddy. Muddy goggles right there. It's tight. It's a tight fit. Yeah, but you're going through seven and quick. 26 now. It's 26 tear-offs now. Hey, watch the dog, oh. dude. Jeez. Did I hit the dog? Shit, Can't man. Close. I'm going to pick up those goggles. Oh. There's going to be dog, like, dog hair all over them. This guy in the chat room said you were never a top guy. The guy in the chat room. <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> okay. Well, ask him what a top guy... Ask him why. Let's talk to this guy. Why was Weimer never a top guy ragdoll? All right. Nick Hansen wants to know, will we ever see Ryan Villapoto race a dirt bike ever again? I don't know. I oh, shut up, Weimer. I haven't talked to him honestly. I haven't talked to him. I don't know. I know. I do know that his injury was worse than I think a lot of people thought it was. Uh, Ragdoll said because Weimer sucked ass and just cries. Huh. <laughs> there you go. What's well, a top guy? Weimer tell just Ragdoll sucks he's ass. A douche. Yeah. Well, Get out of here. Listen, Ragdoll is Stop very, listening. he knows, he just knows everything. Uh, listen, the RV thing, this is a joke. This is a joke on his part, on his agent's part, and everything. And I like Ryan. He may never talk to me again, and that's fine, whatever. His team in Europe is telling people, the agent won't email us back. Ryan won't talk to us back. We don't know. Yes, it's a serious injury, like you said, Jake. Like he's got um, Alden was on the show and said he's got um, cracked vertebrae or something. Like yeah. it's, it's serious injury, yeah. which is fine. I mean, nobody's saying anything about that. But to just disappear, not tell your team what's going on, and I confirm this from other people that are like, yeah. So that's like confirmed. Yeah, like, it, you know for sure. I know for sure that there is no communication as of you know a week or so ago. And, like, you pay this guy millions of dollars, and fucking Bobby Nichols, his agent, can't, can't write him back an email and be like, this is what the story is. They don't know if he's coming back to race. I have a little bit of a – I don't know who your sources are, but I have a hard time believing that a little bit. I mean – Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not – And I don't know either because I'm just asking I around. just don't know why – what would the motive be to not send an email or send Dude. a text and be like, hey – 
I'm not healthy yet. I can't ride. Or, or, hey, Ryan's not – like, I don't know. That just seems ridiculous on a deal that large That's that, to send a text, send an email. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And, and just be like, hey, he's still recovering. He's doing therapy or what. Well, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, but no. I don't know. That doesn't – I have – it just doesn't make sense. I, I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. It's really weird. It's weird in our sport how you pay a dude millions of dollars and they don't feel an obligation to, like, you know. Talk to you, back, and that's not just RV. That's with a lot of guys. Well, could be true, could be false. I mean, if Jake Weimer writes writes me a check for a million dollars, and I'm I'm telling Jake, hey, what's up? I'm up. I'm working, doing a radio show. I'm letting you know. Would you be telling the truth or lying? (laughs) I'd be telling the truth. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, Okay. All right. All right. Hobo Nick wants to know. If you had to start a team right now, who would you hire? As yeah, your... I saw this question. I don't know. Jake, if you had to start a team right now, who are you hiring as a rider? The money's the same. Amart or Osborne? Supercross and motocross. Go. Jake doesn't really like to commit to answers on this show well, all the time. And, and I don't he, know. He's I mean, still racing. These are his friends. Yeah, I mean, obviously no disrespect to either of them. That's a tough question. Because they're both good, legit. They've both been on the podium. Um, the only thing that is cool about the whole Amart situation is that he's come from, you know, he's clawed his way through there. And he's shown that he wants to be there. He's fought. He's dug deep. He's And he's gotten better and better. And, and this, you know... Whatever it is, two days ago was the best race of his life. So, you know, you have to wonder, can he do more? Because as of now, it's only gotten better. So, that's tough, but... um, Yeah, it's tough, but... You'd probably... If you were gambling, you'd probably go with Amart. Just because it's on an uphill climb. Osborne's done good been on podiums for years um okay all right all right tyson stagall wants to know how does mx sports make their money gate emissions sponsorships tv package uh not tv package they're paying for that um yeah sponsors it's their lucas oil pro motocross series uh it's uh yeah gopro which we talked about a lot yeah all that kind of stuff i think they also promote four races themselves so they would get the gate from that and everything else um then there's the millville and and red buds red buds owned by the richies and millville owned by john martin of course and all that and i think that mx sports is just the series uh series uh, licensee from that i don't know i don't know anything yeah. about it all right uh sean wants to know if jake knew he would only net fifty thousand per year for racing how long would he do it for and would he do it now or well, I don't know that. It, does that mean before I started or now? Let's just say now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because to me, it's not. I mean, I can't really say that it's ever been about the money. But that'd be a pretty risky business to get into. I mean, I probably would have done it when I was eighteen because you know I wanted to race at this point, and then at this point, it's not about the money. So. I mean, yeah, I probably would have done it. 
Yeah, really, right? But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, because yeah. at eighteen, I would, I, I didn't make that much the very first year I raced, and then because at that point you just want to race, and then luckily I've done well enough to where now, I, yeah, what I just want to race. So yeah. All right, uh, Jeff Shatner wants to know: Does Steve think after Purcell's ride this weekend, he seems to be happy with the bike and team? Could he win a moto slash overall? Yeah, I mean, why not? If if shit goes sideways, you know, I don't think he. I don't think on like a clear weather day, he's just straight up beating those guys. But if we had mud again or whatever, I think, like I said earlier, if he's in the top five every moto, that's a successful season for Christophe Porcel coming off the couch. So, sure, if we get some weirdo shit happens. All right, Jim wants to know, what do you think of Jimmy Howardson answering questions on Vital MX all week long? I don't know, is he? I don't know what's, oh, what well, you're talking about. Jimmy Albertson has been answering okay. questions on Vital MX all along. Cool. All week. Good for Jimmy. Great. Cool. All I mean, right. Why would you pick that question? I pick a lot of questions. That doesn't make any like, What are we supposed to say? Fuck that. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Maybe that, you said, that motherfucker, Jimmy. I don't know. Maybe you guys I, were keeping tabs on it. I don't know what he's talking about, nope. but good job for Jimmy. Maybe the guy asked that because he thought like Jimmy is exclusive with Pulp, maybe? Maybe you know, there was I, something asked or said that was ridiculous. Are you giving guys contracts that I don't know about? No, I don't know what it, I, I, I'm wondering what this guy would ask for. Well, you kind of choking know? up there a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just like, do you think this guy asked that question because he thinks that I, I have Jimmy doing media stuff for Pulp? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. So, All right. Uh, Ross wants to know, just read an article on the MXGPs about making riders wear body armor for 2016. Do you think AMA should slash will follow? I saw that. Is that a rule? Is that going to be the new... Is that a thing? That's what this guy's saying. What do you think of that, Weimer? What if they made you wear it back and chest? I think it's ridiculous. Okay. Oh, well. <laughs> Easy. I might need some protection after saying that. Listen, kids of the world. Weimer says... <laughs> to a certain extent. You can't be putting somebody in... To a certain extent. Uh, what are you doing? I just... I. Echo, Checking the audio of the echo. show. I check the audio of the show every once in a while. Make sure we're good. I mean, to, like I said, to a certain extent, I think you can make rules, but you can't force somebody like, "Hey, you're you're wearing this body armor, whether you like it or not." Like that could affect somebody's career. They know what they're getting into. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm all about safety. I'm hurt at the moment, so I don't want to be hurt. Nobody wants to be hurt. Nobody wants to crash. It's but I don't feel like. Like, dude, the sport's gnarly. Like, you can't make somebody, you can't wrap people up in bubble wrap and say, "All right, this is the rule. If you want to race, like, that's ridiculous." Well, I mean, you're, if a team's paying you a lot of money, they can say, "We need you to wear this." Look, you can't work in the steel mill without wearing eye protection. You know what I mean? You can't. They're paying you. They say, "Hey, you got to wear this eye protection." Cause the problem that I have with like know? the problem I have with people like, dude, I've gotten flack when I. Last outdoors when I got hit and whatnot, people were all, oh, you need to wear a chest protector and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. Which people, okay, you think a chest protector would have prevented what happened to me a year ago? No. Like, that chest protector would have shattered, possibly shoved plastic into me. Oh, like, stop it. Dude, it, it, it's I, a roost guard. Yeah, yeah, it's no, not, no, no. It's it, not stopping you from getting internal injuries. That thing is a roost guard. If you take a hit, you're still getting hit hard. I think it's got to help. But not to say it would stop. Not to say it would stop the injuries. But I would think it would help. 
I think you saying it's going to sh- send plastic into you is well. I don't know. I'm just really saying. silly. I'm, I might be a little sarcastic. Right. But I'm right, just saying. Right. I'm all about safety. Okay. But yeah, you are. Easy, yeah, I know. You know, maybe you should have been a little more safety conscious when it came to your wife and <laughs> having a child. Just saying. <laughs> I'll Maybe you're rec- not about safety. Maybe I was reckless. That's yeah, for that's sure. what I'm saying. All right, next question. <laughs> like I should have wore a chest protector, maybe, yeah, or what? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Todd wants to know: Do you guys think that Barsha uh, winning that overall and outdoor will boost him to get him closer to RD and Kenny, or does he just stay in the four to eight range? We already talked about that. I don't know why he would ask that. I don't think he listens to the show. The question at the end was a little bit different than when you talked about it, so I was just trying to help Todd. I out. said, "Yeah, it'll. It, I think it'll help his confidence. It could give him a little momentum. We'll see what he does at Redbud." Does he break out of the four to eight range? Well, there's not a whole lot to break out of from the fourth range. There's only three more. Does ranges he break to into get the into. three range? <laughs> yeah. So. Is he a podium guy? Can, after we get, this? can we just get the next question, please? Nah, I'm going to keep going on it. Uh, let's see, Weimer. If you had a gun to your head. You'd be in trouble if you had the gun. I got some hate. <laughs> the guy in the chat room says you're not a top rider. Well, if you had a gun to your head and had to pick between motorsport BTO, who? What? Yeah, this is the question. I don't think he's reading it right. No, I am. BTO or motorsport? Gun to your head right now. BTO or motorsport? The online. Oh, to shop? Yeah. <laughs> We're out of questions, bro. Yeah, let's just forget it, okay? I don't know if that We're means the team. I mean, that might mean the team. Yeah, that's, the, the that's shop, I don't think why somebody put a gun to your head about well, shopping on. online. Does Motorsport have a okay. team? We're done. We're done. Other you, than you, you had a really an off night with your questions. I had an off night with the options that I had. So don't yell at me. Okay. Yell at the fans. Well, you can cut it short. Why? Because uh, it's nine right now. We haven't look, taken our Our guest just rolled his eyes. Our guest just rolled his eyes. All right, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing bringing you the Pulp MX Show. And uh, we're going to take our second commercial break of the night. Jake Weimer's here. We've got emails. We've got voicemails. We're going to talk about Gibbs Pod. I want to get your opinion on some Kawasaki shakeups. And uh, screw you, Zach Osborne, for telling me about the 28 tear-offs. They fit perfectly on pair of x <laughs> All right, let's go to commercial break here. <laughs> Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. 
Full Time X Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at BTOSports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha Zone. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. They offer a full line of high performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world famous gold valves as well. Race Tech suspension. Check it out, bro. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's. Unleash the power within. Usually, 
safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty? Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience, We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. 
Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Roger at VortexRacing.com for promo code PULP2015. Or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. It don't really matter to me, baby. Weimer. Weimer picking some Tom Petty. Hey, who sings this song? Tom Petty. Let him. Oh, I don't that one. sing that. Works Connection. Do you use Works, use Works Connection stuff? No. You don't use the start device at least? Maybe. 
<laughs> yes, I think so. Come on, Weimer. I think I do. WorksConnection.com. Great guys. Uh, fantastic people. A great company. Radiator braces. Guards. Uh, they sponsor me when I was an amateur, so shout out to yeah. them. Uh, w Wheels to WUSA. JGR guys use W for the wheel needs. So Dr. does Dakota Tedder. Dakota Tedder uses uh, W Wheels. They uh, hooked me up with some wheels for Project 88. They got my hubs coated and built me a set of uh, wheels. I'm looking forward to putting them on. It's going to be fantastic. WUSA.com. Thanks for those guys for coming on. Thanks to uh, Race Tech. That's right, Race Tech. Uh, besides being uh, one of the top suspension companies in the world, Race Tech is known. Uh, uh, they've known for blah, blah. they're known for their suspension. They're they're now a full engine shop, up and running with state of the art equipment that most tuners dream about, including their own mobile dyno. Racetech.com. Use code PulpMX15 to save yourself money. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. I saw Freeze. He was a big winner up in uh, Mammoth. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw. Got that. a bunch of bears. Yeah. You got any bears? No. Uh, well, not a winner. <laughs> Oh, you get bears for top three or something? I think like ten. Oh. But like it's funny because some of the bears are like covering their eyes and like. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I never went to Mammoth ever. It's sick. Never went to Mammoth. I was supposed to go in 98 after Bud's Creek working for Danny Smith. Danny was going to race Mammoth. I was going to go. I had a ticket out the next day to go to Mammoth and uh, work for him there. Unfortunately, he tore every ligament in his knee on uh, Sunday National. I got a funny story about Mammoth. Okay, go ahead. By the way, they're still debating you in the chat room here. Some guys got your back. They say you rip. Another guy said that you get paid a salary to race motocross. What's wrong with that? Another guy said uh, that you suck and you're washed up. So, <laughs> yeah, lots of lots of debate about Jake Weimer and whether he's a top guy in the chat room. Oh, What's oh. your mammoth story? 99. I was 11. Me. That is so sad. I was prime of my mechanicing career with Tim Ferry. And you were 11. Me, Michael Essie, Davey Millsaps, racing, whatever. Yeah. Um, Mike won. Davey Shocking. passed me in the last turn. I mm-hmm. got third. Davey got second. But the funny story is, so Mike, like, I saw him all the time. Like, we weren't, like, friends, but yeah. we were, like, hang out yeah. at the races, whatever. Right. He happened to, like, come over to my motorhome or whatever. I think you told me this And story. his dad was, like, I mean... All dads. Like, they're gnarly, whatever. Yeah. So Mike's, like, hanging out in our motorhome, whatever. And I told my dad, I'm like, Dad, I need some money. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I need, like, ten bucks. Yeah. He's like, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, Mike, let's go, whatever, blah, blah, blah. To a concession. We go to the session stand. Right. I'm like, what do you want, dude? I got you. He's like, oh, uh, well... I don't remember exactly what he said, but yeah. he wasn't supposed to be ordering this. And he's like, um, uh, will you give me a Sprite? And I'm like, no problem, dude. What else? He's like, uh, well, look at his Snickers. Nah. I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so I b- bought it. Like in my mind, I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, this is going to work. Like, <laughs> right. So we went and, yeah, he drank his Sprite and ate his Snickers. And we sat there and watched some racing. Uh, um. Yeah, he's, freak, he's freaking out. Pretty random, but yeah. I'd never forget that. Race Tech. Uh, great guys. And here's the Race Tech emails. Uh, Philip sent this in. Sup, Pulp MX from Australia. I'm a, long, I'm a long-time fan. I love your show. Keep up the good work. I just saw a photo of Devin Gibbs. The dude is creepy looking. <laughs> no wonder he works on a radio show. <laughs> I, had to, I put a photo of you up for your podcast on Pulp. 
Thanks. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. I saw yeah. that. It wasn't my most attractive photo. Listen more, took it. I was the only one. No, I he had. did. I mean, I, I'm not gonna hate right. on it. It's a professional photo. I look um, clear. This one, Shows this guy, this guy sent in an email. He used the, the name Fim Terry on the on the contact form. Uh, could you imagine if Tom Brady broke his tailbone and we didn't hear from him on the team for six weeks? It would never happen. ESPN, Fox, Nesson, and CBS would be asking every day. Actually, the NFL requires media statements by teams because they know how important it is to the fans and media. At least they would give some statement. Cowie and Ryan's silence for the past six weeks just makes them and the sport look like a joke. No one has heard from arguably the best rider in the world in six weeks. It's embarrassing. People say Ryan doesn't owe us anything. I disagree. When you become a pro athlete and deposit those six and seven figure checks into your bank account, you can't completely disappear from the sport. When it's convenient, I'm not asking to tell you, tell me what you had for breakfast, but at least acknowledge the fans. I'm on this guy's side, except for the part where he says, um, you owe the fans because you make money off. That, I don't agree with that. Like, but Well, then why does Bo- he owe them? Bobby Nichols or Cowie should say, and like I, I get these tweets every day, Weimer. People are People are like, what the F? Like yeah, he was, I understand. Like these are I'm motor- a little curious myself. These are motocross fans that buy Thor and buy whatever he's associated with, and there's just no updates. Like if I'm the agent, I'm like, Ryan, will you do something with Eric Johnson? Eric Johnson works at Monster. I'm will you do something with Eric Johnson? I'm telling people I'm telling people okay. on the in the air. Will you at least do something with the guy that works for Monster that pays you shit ton of money? No? Nothing? F you do. The agent? No, nobody, nobody feels the need for Ryan to at least acknowledge this was a huge deal. Him going to Europe, people were freaking out, and it didn't work out. And we get it; injuries happen. But yeah, people are like, "Is he coming back? What's going on?" Blah blah blah. Lame. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I want him to come back just because I got a number one plate. I want him to sign. Still sitting there. This guy writes a big, long two-page email about Chad. Craig, about Chad folding his team and outside money. Um, yeah, something want to work. Lame. Uh, Todd sent this in. Steve, I was thinking about Reed might go. Obviously, he's going to want a solid team. I came up with a crazy theory. Reed signs with JGR to run the entire Supercross series as, and as a fill-in for outdoors. Yeah, you lost me with the fill-in for outdoors. Chad's never riding outdoors ever again. Um, Greg sent this in. Hey, Steve, I thought Cowie was helping Kyle Chisholm with engines and such. Couldn't they have helped him replace his engine for the second moto at Bud's or help him with whatever he needed? Shame he couldn't race because of a mechanical. Your thoughts. Thanks, Greg. Well, Greg, yeah, Cowie gave him some stuff, um, hooked him up, but they're not in charge of helping him change a motor. Right, Weimer? I mean, they're, they did a lot. Yeah. They're not going to send the guy over well, there. Well, I don't know exactly up. what they did, but, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, no, they have their hands full exactly. getting ready for a mud moto. Skyler and... sent this in. Hey, Steve, is it time to maybe call Justin Barsha a mud specialist? He won a moto at Southwick 2011, Daytona 2012, Seattle 2012, and now this. I found it odd because of his riding style of being so active on the bike. Is there a chance that maybe this works to his benefit? Anyways, love the show. Yeah, Skyler. I think we covered a little bit. Definitely, I think, um, Justin, I think half the battle with mud is – wanting to be there and not being like F my life. Do you agree? Yes, 100%. You're just like, hey, I'm going to have fun. It's going to be all right. I'm going to figure it out and whatever. Yeah. I mean, you got to have an open mind. Right. Uh, 702-586-757. Give us a call. Uh, Jake Weimer here on the Pulp Mix Show presented by BTOsports.com and 
uh, Fly Racing, and we're giving away a set of Fly Racing uh, Rockstar gear, uh, kinetic stuff. Uh, you email contest at pulpamexshow.com. We will pick a uh, random guy, uh, a random email to win this gear. Same gear that Zach Osborne and Christophe Porcel and uh, Martin Davalos, Marty Davalos, when he races, wears. Zach Bell. I don't think Zach Bell's come back this year. No? And I don't know about Marty. Yeah, what's going on? I, I don't know what's going on with him. He's got Epstein Parr, right? But he's riding. People are riding with him, practicing with him. So, I don't know. And what about Zach Bell? He's hurt. What's wrong with him? Uh, I can't tell you. On the waffle, air. Waffle, waffle, waffle. I can't tell you on the air. What? Yeah. Um, I just don't think he wants it out there, so. Anyways, um, so yeah, btosports.com, Gabba Gibbs, X-Brand Goggle Tariffs, Race Tech emails, and Fab Question of the Day all answered on the uh, Pulp and Mech Show tonight. And Jake Weimer in studio, former 250 Supercross champion. He's washed up, according to people in the chat room. He's not <laughs> a top He's not a top rider. I showered this morning, so <laughs> technically. You're, you are washed. Does that bother you? You're one of the guys that, like, you got into Twitter war with people uh, <laughs> a couple weeks ago or a month ago. It's pretty good. I liked it. It was pretty funny, right? Yeah, no, I, I liked it. I mean, honestly, if I, I mean, I, I guess your your chick wasn't there, right? She was in Europe. Yes. So you were like, like I'm saying, like that would have been the the last thing I would have wanted to do if I had anything else to do in the world. But I guess if you were laying on the couch, your wife is not there. That's exactly like, like the situation that you just right. you painted the picture. Right. I would not want to waste my time with these people. But you no, did. you know yeah. what? Like, I don't. Most of the time, it doesn't bother me. Like, I, right. it probably would have used to when I was younger, mm-hmm. but now it's like. But there's one thing that bothers me truly, and what bothers me is stupidity. Yeah, I, I can't handle it. Like it, it. If I know, like flat out, like I can prove you wrong. Yeah. Then I'm gonna do it. Right, right. But if it's like some dude's just like, oh, you suck. Yeah. Like I'm that's like, just you, your opinion. You're just or an idiot. Yeah. Like, but if they try and like make some statement that's like official, and right. I know it's just ridiculous, I'm like, yeah, you're done. <laughs> yeah, you really, uh, you really like. Well, and then the guy turned around. He ended up. He was kind of a fan. That's what they do every time. That's my point. <laughs> right. That's what Gibbs does to the creepy Rodders' wives. Well, False. Yeah. False. Um. I don't be their fan afterwards. Hey. So. Uh, Gibbs, we gave you a podcast. You sure did. Brittany Chisholm on. Yep. And uh, Mo Filthy, Antonap's uh, man friend. Yep. We got some voicemails about your podcast. Yes, we let's do. Let's play them. Let's let's listen to what the public had to say. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this message is for Pookie Mathis. I listened to your husband Steve's show, the Pulp MX show. Pook hit me up. This is Jason from Jersey. Maybe we can catch a new kid show sometime or something late. Mathis. That was my show. Did you hit the right button? You messed yeah, up. Okay. Then I messed up on my editing. Keep okay. going. All right. I downloaded the Gibbs show. Um, it's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> five minutes in, pulling my hair. I mean, I like Brittany Chisholm. No, I love her. Like, I would stick it up her butt without a condom. You played you play But this? that was just terrible. Yeah, what? That was just terrible. It's a pulp show. Jeez. I, I mean, it's not like they said Nicole Weimer. I, that's not the point. Oh, okay. It's just Britney. It's just Britney. Holy <laughs> hell. No, she's been in there. She's already talked about butthole. I feel like I need to step my game up a little and just start throwing some F-bombs. Well, and... it would help. <laughs> just terrible. 
Like, I really hope Gibbs does not get another show. Like, it was as bad as Hitler. Hitler was pretty bad. He was legendary, though. Yeah. He was legendary. Gibbs, I'm sorry. No, you're not. Come back, RV. Oh, and DV's pretty cool, too. Get DV more. Thanks. Bye. What if I got DV as a guest? All right. So I'm sitting in my car in horrible, horrible traffic. So I thought I'd give the Devin Gibbs show a try. I laugh. First off, bad place to be listening to my podcast. Because you're already in a bad mood. You're already in a bad mood. (laughs) I lasted four minutes and four seconds. My God, that was awful. Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe at 15 minutes it got better. But at four minutes and four seconds, I wanted to crash my car and the car ahead of me. <laughs> hey, it's Travis from Edmonton here. Um, just finished listening to that Gibbs podcast. Well, a bit of it, I guess. I got to tell you, that was the most awkward two minutes of my life, and I have done some really awkward shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steve. Just call him to thank you for all the free content you put out there. Really enjoy everything you do. Uh, that being said, um, if you're putting your name on Gibbs Show, I was shocked at how it went. Uh, I'm lying. I wasn't shocked. I, w- I was really interested in Brittany Chisholm's clothing line, though. I mean, I was really glad to learn a lot about that. I, don't re- I mean, that was very helpful information. I think this guy's so, being uh, sarcastic. Is that Bruce Jenner? <laughs> yeah. And then why were you so grouchy last week? You just, you were just shitting on everyone. Oh, oh everyone. Every, no one was doing good. Guy's out there busting his ass on a 225. You, you're, oh, oh, you should have been on a 250. This sport's supposed to be fun, Steve. Come on. Got to enjoy this. What, what is your show about? It's about fun. Come on. Got to lighten up. 905 out. Hey, Steve. Uh, did I tell you, after boring four minutes and four seconds, I tried to listen to the Gibbs show and turned it off. What is everyone at the four-minute, like, yeah. four-second range? That was done two with of them. It. That was probably about the time you said, hey, Brittany, what, what are you doing today? Definitely not. It took, I, that was, like, the first question, so that was only, like, 30 seconds in. Uh, I listened to the um, I'm a machine. I'm so, good job. Pulp Show, what's going on? I just got finished listening to the Gibbs Show as well as the Ron Lachine interview. Ron Lachine, what a great guy, man. What an awesome interview. You know, honest about all this stuff in the past. Really, really good guy. Very entertaining. As for the Gibbs Show, Devin, I give it to you, man. You tried. tried. Mo Filthy, I think, saved you there. And uh, I had to had to speed through the Britney Chisholm thing. I thought you guys were going to start talking about feminine products or something, but it was just way too much. Anyway, dude, congratulations. Glad you actually had the chance to do it. But please, save us from another one. Later. Mathis, bro, I tried. Dude, I tried so hard. But that shit was terrible, dude. That freaking gift podcast was the worst thing I've ever heard. It was like, oh, hey, Brittany, uh, let me ask you all the questions that you've answered on Pope while I hit on you and you awkwardly, awkwardly respond. Anyways, love the show. Gibbs is all right, but don't do another podcast. 
He gave, you, he gave it a year all right. Just don't do another show. All right. So it sounds like no one liked Britney, but I didn't get any like feedback on my show other than it was creepy and awkward, which is something I've heard before. I mean, if you're not into me, that's cool and all. But I did put out many tweets and texts and to anyone who was a fan of the show like, hey, what do you want to hear me talk about? Because this is my first show. I don't know what to talk about. Like, what am, I, what am I supposed to do? Talk about Moto when Steve's sitting me right next to a guy that works in the industry that has people like Jake Weimer on the show? What am you going to learn from me about Moto? So, I mean, yeah, I understand where people are coming from. And I'm not going to hate on it at all or hate on the people that talk shit on me. That's fine. But I don't know, man. It just sounds like no one liked Britney. But yeah, even the last guy said Mo Filthy saved me. So, what if I get better guess? Is well, it that bad? Well, I didn't hear it, but. Hey, you can't win the championship in the first race. No, Gibbs. you're right. You're you know right. What I mean, you got you got to climb your way to the top. But let's look at it from the aspect of before I recorded the show. Are the show. voicemails done? Yes. Okay. The uh, my bar was at round table. Did I succeed that bar? Well, I didn't take all the Gibbs voicemails into the Gibbs voicemail package because I was busy and we, I was running out of time. So there's some more voice Gibbs voicemails on the voicemails. Okay. But somebody said you he like they like the round table better. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, so one guy. Um, hey, listen, I got a lot of positive feedback on it, so I mean that's fine. I mean I knew the voicemails were going to be full of like haters and all that stuff because it always is. So uh, would you believe I listened on the plane up to uh, Fargo, North Dakota? No, I didn't believe you. I mean, what'd you think? I mean, obviously it's going to be awkward. I mean, obviously I'm not going to be prepared as well as I can be, or uh, with someone as experienced, but. I made some notes. All right, let's hear them. Okay, I went over asking the day, how the day was. Yes. Like that's nobody, sure, whatever. Nobody cares. Sure, whatever. Okay. Um, you brought up that you start talking about Jurassic World, and your buddy reviewed it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Hey, my buddy re- reviewed it on YouTube. Well, no, that's I not mean, what I said. I, I, really, I plugged I, my friends like he does work oh, so for AMC and he is a paid movie reviewer. So, I mean, yeah, he owns a YouTube or has a YouTube page, but I was plugging him. It was kind of all over the map. The 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 forced you Jurassic World. She was the one who brought it up, not me. Yeah, but it just it felt forced. It's just like nobody cares about your buddy that reviews Jurassic World on YouTube. Okay, but I don't know what that was my whole thing with like I don't know what to talk about. I asked the fans, okay. and I didn't get no feedback. Yeah, but that's like saying, "Hey, Weimer, Weimer." That's like Weimer saying, "Like, hey, I'm gonna race this pro supercross. Can someone show me how to ride?" Like he's, <laughs> you're doing the podcast. You wanted to do one. You sat down. You can't sit down and be like, "I want to do a podcast," and sit down and go, "I got no ideas." <laughs> like you're, it's well, your show. If, if like, I had no ideas, there wouldn't have been an hour filled of content. But to say you didn't know at regardless all, regardless of regardless of the content was shit or not, no, I no, came no. up with something. Yeah, 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 but you didn't come up with enough apparently because you're saying you asked people for content. I like, asked the fans what they wanted to hear. It's your job as an entertainer. To I'm bring, not an entertainer. I'm a producer. You do stand up. You do stand up comedy. That let's use that lightly. There's at one point in the interview where you were wrapping it up with Britney, and then you said, I really admire you for That's everything fine. you do, and I, you're wrapping it up, and then you say thanks for doing this 14 times. And again, you don't win the Supercross title your first time up. So let's keep this in mind. You don't win a Supercross title without like barely riding with no testing. No. So that's what happened. Okay. I want a stock bike with no testing. Then you A1. S- you asked Mo Filthy if he was eating Taco Tuesday that day. He brought up Taco Tuesday. 
And you started having conversation about Taco Tuesday. That's fine. Okay. All right. Um, you said you need some tacos or something. You got to get tacos. I'm going to get There's some tacos. Conversation I had tacos about Taco Tuesday. So, well, I mean, what does that have to say with the random ass conversations we have here? That's true. You, you brought up Amy Hood and how you got her number. You called her over no. and you got her or Mo got her Mo number. Mo got her number, and because of me, for whatever reason, I got. I don't know how. What, like where he They're bragging that. about how they like scored this chick's phone number. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> bragging then, first off. And then, Mo brings and then, it and up. And then he goes, oh, I wish I had her number. And Mo's like, I got her number. And it's like, where are you guys going with this? What are you doing? I mean, it's obvious I haven't done a podcast before. Can you tell? So you just have to, you just got to write down like some topics that you're going to talk about. Yeah, like, like I'll tell you, every show I do, whether it's this janky show or like a janky podcast show. Do you do a legit show aside from this janky no, show? No, oh, okay. you don't. I do, do I, well, you said this janky show, so I didn't know right. if you did a legit one or not. <laughs> Every show I do, I make notes. I never get to all my notes. Like, I never get to all my topics. And I just write, like, like CP, Christophe Purcell. I, yeah. And I'll never get to this stuff because I have so many things to talk about, what I want to talk about, what I want to do. So... I mean, if you're going to do a podcast, have shit to talk about. Not Taco Tuesday. Not what that person did that. I'm gathering you advice. That. I'm gathering you advice. I did. Thousands of dollars <laughs> to go to these seminars to talk about <laughs> podcasting. You don't know that, but I have a second life. Huh. So, anyways. Um, you just got to have co- You have to have topics that no matter if somebody brings up Taco Tuesday. Oh, cool, man. Have a good time. Uh, so, next on the list, we've got. No, 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 no. Well, I don't think and he's, you have to talk about you it. You know, he's saying, like, he asked people what to talk about, but it's... Don't ask those idiots. It's your show. Well, those are the idiots that are listening. I think, though, that that comes later. You've got to get some it, something going, and then once they're like, oh, okay, yeah, I know Devin. Oh, okay, he talks about this and that, and, man, I'd like to hear what he thinks about this. Then you ask him, right? Yeah, no? I was going to pull some clips and everything, but I, I ran out of time. There's some awkward conversations. I mean, what am I going to talk about, though? Uh-huh. In all seriousness, like Steve, but it's Hill. your show. Yeah, okay, you're right, but it's yeah, like you wanted to in do your it. house. You wanted to do it. You were pumped. Yes, I was pumped. Right. I, I, and I feel an hour of not conse- or of consecutive talking. You sound like you feel like you dropped the mic. Did you drop the mic? I mean, probably at the end. Okay. It wasn't like a good note. Sometimes yeah, you drop yeah. the mic on like something that doesn't need to be a good note. I mean. Um, so he's getting a second show, flat out. He, we're giving he's, him a chance to redeem himself. He's going to write notes right. down. He's going to get a shot. Will, what's up? You want to talk to Jake Weimer? Yeah, yeah. I had a question. Uh, it was more about, uh, like, as far as training goes and okay. stuff. Okay. Well, 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 then actually, do you want to talk to me? You more want to talk to me about that kind of stuff. No, man, I, I check out your Strava, man. It's been pretty uh, pretty dry lately. Why do you got to shame me like that, Will? You shame <laughs> me. You're right, though. I can't deny it. I can't. Yeah, anyhow. What, uh, what, what, what if I told you my Strava? related, though. What if uh, I told you my Strava broke? And I, I've been doing it like crazy. but It's possible. I've heard that before. I mean, <laughs> He's lying. <laughs> What's your question, Will? He's lying. Uh, Yeah, you know how you know cycling is, is a pretty, uh, you know, I want to see the main, you know, pretty big part of uh you know, training, uh, and Florida is pretty flat. I mean, what, uh, would you guys do more like sprintables and that kind of stuff? Or since there's no elevation, I mean, uh, does that matter at all? You guys are on a different 
no, I mean, no, I wouldn't say it matters. You just got to kind of, you got to have a different ride planned out, you know, to where you, like you said, you're doing some intervals or, you know, you, you just have to plan it around that knowing that it might be, you know, you're not going on these big 3,000 foot climbs or, you know, it's relatively flat. There's, there's small climbs here and there, but, um, yeah, you just, you plan around it. It doesn't, that doesn't matter. You, that's the good thing. That's why a lot of us, uh, road bike is because you can plan it a lot easier. Uh, it's easier to be in the heart rate zone that you want to be in where mountain biking, like you kind of have to ride the terrain. So it's a little bit out of your control to a certain extent where road biking, you can, you know, keep it in a certain zone that you want to be in. Do you benefit more living in California now with uh, with better, you know, mountain bike trails and that kind of stuff? No, that that don't happen. Yeah. You can do that anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're in Vegas or California or Florida. It That doesn't matter. You can get the job done wherever you're at. Um, Hey, Will. Yes, sir. What, uh, what are you doing today? Yeah, uh, went to Taco Tuesday. Uh, okay. I mean, Taco Monday, yeah, maybe. It's not Tuesday, bro. It's yeah. not Tuesday. Taco Monday. What, did you have some ripe pre-fried beans? How's that? Was it good? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was solid. Okay. Black right, beans. Cool. Yeah. You know. No. Hey, I do have a comment though about the uh, the good show. Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear it. You know, I mean, it wasn't. It, it's obviously the first show, so it's uh, you know, learning curve and stuff. But uh, I usually uh, usually put it on before I go to bed. You know, it kind of helps me mm-hmm. go to sleep. Do you think? Hey, do you think we should give him a second show? Yes. So wait, hold on, you're sleeping with me. I give him a shot, man. Yeah, for sure. All right. Cool. Yeah, it's thanks. worth a shot. All right, thanks, Will. Thanks for calling, bud. In a word. Hey, Gibbs. Thank you. What's up, Weimer? Uh, my, hey, shh, I'm talking to Gibbs. Okay. My first outdoor national, 22-22. Didn't score a single point. Hmm. That's how I feel. I feel like I got a point, though, at least. Keep trying, dude. Yeah, no. Derek, welcome to the show. What's up? Uh, two things. Um, the Gibbs show there, um, I don't know. The Brittany thing, Just she wasn't a good guest for him, I don't think. I was actually kind of interested in Most Filthy. I didn't know much about him, and mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting hearing his story. Um, Derek's from Canada. Part My of show the problem is you. I don't think Gibbs, like, he doesn't bring anything to the table himself. Like, you know, you're at the races, you see a lot, you got a lot of input. So it's hard. He's basically relying on the guests to pull the show along. Mm-hmm. But I'll still probably end up listening if he does another one, even though I didn't really think too highly of it. Did you listen to the whole thing or four minutes? I listen to everything, so okay. kind of... All right. I just put it on when I'm driving or whatever else, right? Right. The other thing, I I won the uh, fly gear the other week, two weeks ago. Okay. I'm just wondering. It hasn't, hasn't showed up. I don't know anything. Should I uh, be emailing you again? Or uh, no. Normally we Fly ne- gear. Best out there, bro. Normally we just we, we, we talk about those guys who win, but we never actually send it out. Never get Jerk off? No. Um, <laughs> no, listen. It, it's probably taking some time. You're in Canada, right? Yeah, that's right. Shocking. I could tell from your accent. Um well, I told I emailed you saying I was in Canada too. Yeah, but I don't know that you're Jake. Where are you, where are you going? Are you quitting the show? This is what happens when you Weimer's talk shit on my show. walking off the show. He's no. Um, honestly, it's probably Derek. It's probably taking a little. I mean, they're on it. They're usually really good with that stuff. But maybe in Canada, it's taking a little while to clear the customs border and everything. You know. So. Yep. yep. Um, if you don't get it in another week, email me. But I guarantee you, you'll have another week. Those guys are on it. So. Cool. Hey, yeah, Derek. Appreciate it. Derek. Derek, wait, 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 Derek. Yeah, Gibbs, go hey, ahead. Hey, what do you want me to talk about on my next show? 
What should I talk about? You're right. I don't bring anything to the table. Well, I I'm think, not at the uh, races. You got to go into it with, like, you got to research your guest, whoever it's going to be. Um, you know, I I do think you got to go with a better guest. I thought Mo Filthy was good though, because that's someone I've never met or heard anything about. So I thought that was cool. I think you should try to go with a unique guest like that. Like, I mean, obviously you bring Nick Way and he'll talk like Nick Way, and that'll be good. People will like it. But I kind of like that you went a little bit obscure, something different. I think you got to research them and come up with a good something to pull their story up. And then uh, the problem with I that, don't know. The uh, problem with that is 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 like, will Nick Way do a podcast with? Gibbs? No offense, but exactly. how does he pull these no, guests? No, and in? I don't I don't think it'd be as good anyways, because it'd just be the same old Nick Way, like that's why I like the Mo Filthy thing, right? Because right. somebody obscure, kind of like Gibbs. You know, he's not he's not a prominent figure in the in the industry. So. Oh, he is. Just just wait. He's gonna be one day, I guess. Oh yeah. Um well hey, um, you know what? Maybe he can go down to Taco Tuesday, find somebody there and <laughs> enjoying their tacos, and he could get them on the show. Yeah. Um, thanks, man. Thanks, thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. I mean, but you're right. I mean, I don't have this list of contacts that you do, Steve. So who do I hit up? But you keep asking. Like, you're like the – I get these guys, these media guys asking me, like, how do I become you or what do I do to make it in the industry as a media guy? And I'm like, look, work your balls off. You're not going to make much money. Produce content, either written, oral, whatever. Produce content that is interesting and people want to listen to or read. And you'll make it. Like, be creative or have good ideas, I guess is what I'm saying. No, I understand so, that. So, you know, for you to sit there and say, well, I don't know what to talk about. Well, you want to do the podcast. Well, it's not that I don't what know. Do what do you got to talk about? What Do you have a rant? Do you have, um, do you have something in the sport that you hate or you think should change? You know, like that, something that I would go on, a rant. You know, I have my ideas and theories, and all of them are smart and brilliant. Um, but, uh, you know, do you have something like that? I mean, yeah, I do, oh, okay. but I just so here's the thing. So think about it and talk about it. If it's no matter whether it's Devin Gibbs or Mitch Payton, if you're smart, concise, you make a point, you have good ideas, and you have a creative solution, people will listen to you. Okay, well, the next show is going to be called the Angry Gibbs Show, and I'm just going to go off. That's fine. No, and, no, it's going to happen because that's the thing. I don't know. When I say I don't know what to talk about, it's that I don't. It's not that I not know what to talk about. <laughs> it's is that when you have a. When I say I'm hungry, it doesn't mean I'm hungry. No, it's not that. It's just that, like, who was it, who, what's the audience I'm talking to? Moto people. I don't know what to talk to moto people that they don't know that I already know. Well, that's it doesn't of, matter. They just want to bench race. That's, a, that's be, all we're doing anyway is we're bench racing. That's the being the creative part. That's being, like, the, like well, the guy who asked me how do I make it in moto media, and I'm like, produce content, however it is, video, that people find interesting. It's a little harsh to say, like, Produce something that's interesting, but that's what it boils down to. There's a lot of dudes, like there's a lot of riders that are really good riders. They're not as good as Jake Weimer. Whatever you've got, I mean, people in the chat room aside. Wow, but <laughs> it's a little bit of dog eat dog. Either you're good at it or you're not. And then if you're not, you have to go and get a job at Taco Tuesday. <laughs> that's not a place. Oh, this is the day. Um, Thursday, Thursdays and Taco Tuesday. So I, I mean, the part about you being confused about what to talk about. Well, Maybe you're not going to cut out for a podcast. No, it's as I didn't know what to talk to this audience. There's an that's, audience that's... already standing in front of me, and I need to speak to it. It's not just me with a mic. I'm like, well, I'm going to talk like this until someone shows up and listens. That's different. I can talk about whatever I want. I can talk about baseball. I don't know shit about baseball. 
It, but is the 40,000 people that follow your show going to be into the Gibbs who doesn't know shit about mm-hmm. baseball talking about baseball? No. Well, maybe you take no, baseball. No, whatever on. you're talking about, you better know what you're talking about. Kind of. I mean, like me. Somewhat. Me talking about mechanicking. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's a point right. as well. Despite the summer cross trophy behind you. All right, 702-586-757. Call anytime, leave a voicemail. Here's some voicemails. There's some Gibbs talk in these voicemails, too, because, I, I like I said, I was pressed for time, and uh, so I didn't get it all edited. So these are some more Gibbs podcast talk with some normal voicemails right here. That's fine. I appreciate all the advice I get. Hey, man, so I was just wondering uh, if you guys had any idea on uh, Cooper Webb or Jerry Martin maybe having a uh, – 450, If when they're going to uh, go out to a 450 team, do you think they're going to stay in the star racing squad? Just wondering. All right, bye. Um, Gibbs, hello. Um, I stopped it. Okay. Star is just a 250 team. But can't you see Cooper Webb going to JGR? I sure can. He wrote for those guys as an amateur. He's from there. They, that's a logical True. step. Now, Jeremy Martin, they're going to need room to put him somewhere. Yep. They're going to both ride 250s one more year, right? What yes. did you think? And yeah. then oh, yeah. and then move up? Yes. So, they got a year to figure it I think the end of 2017, or sorry, the end of 2016. This is all speculation and it's all rumor. Of course. But with all the talk with Chad Reed and this and that and whatever, they're going to need a place to put these dudes. I believe I I don't, it's not that I believe. It's all speculation. Don't quote me. I'll bet well, Come on, Weimer. We know that you don't know. Factory You're... Yamaha will handle them. Yeah. If there's, they'll, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll come back. They'll, yeah. As a, as a factory, yes. Chad Lanza will come back. Yes. Somebody will come back. Yes. Yeah. At, well, I think it'll be on a big level. It'll be on a major level. From what I've understood, Yamaha, they want a factory team, right? So it's just all about budget and all that. But they'll have two solid guys that they're going to, they're not going to want to let them go. I think. Some things will happen, and it'll be an option. Okay. All right. There we go. Wise words from Jake. Hey, Matt. By the way, Mike, Twitter, thank you. He said Gibbs show was fine. Okay. Matt, it's Joseph. Uh, I had a comment about – I just wanted to weigh my opinion on this whole talking to writers, wise things. Yeah, I know I'm a couple shows behind. I'm trying – So we had this debate on our show, Weimer. Let me – what? Well, I gotta tell him to stop it. I want to give you some uh, some background on this. So we had this debate, and Brittany sort of agrees with me. Gibbs, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. You keep Gibbs, saying that she doesn't. Gibbs told us a story about going up to Lindsay Dungy and asking her how she's doing and how Ryan is doing on this day. And I said, dude, don't do that. Like that's creepy. For, it's it, you like the rider. You're a fan of the rider. I get it. You want to talk to the rider. But you, when you see the wife, she's like going, beat it, dude. You know what I mean? Like, you just want her for Ryan. Or he admitted on the show that if a chick wasn't hot, he probably wouldn't talk to her. You know, Lindsay Dungy's a pretty attractive woman. So I said, don't do it, dude. They don't want you to, they don't want to talk to you. They know what you want. You just want a jersey or something. He didn't want a jersey. but they, Does she know you, No, Gibbs? No. No, I was standing by the Red Bull KTM. See, here's saw the Lindsay. problem. Hey, isn't that Lindsay? Hey, what's up? Yeah. If, hey, what's up? Like, but, I mean, but but on the same note, like, it wouldn't be nothing if you saw my wife, Nicole, in the stands. You're like, oh, how's it? how are you? How's Jake feeling today? Like, it, that's, Me? Me? Yeah, or, you. Well, I know her. 
that's my point. So yeah, if you don't know her, she she thinks you. For all she knows, you're from. No, that's what I'm saying. It's creepy. Indiana, and you're here ducking under ropes to dude. go ask her how she's doing. Like so, yeah. I'm like, I dude, mean, that's I've not seen, what I was doing. I've seen, like, I, well, you get my point. Though. No, but yeah. I, unfortunately, others have ruined it for you. Yeah, you're roping um, me into this category of it doesn't something matter. I shouldn't they, be. That's roped what in. they think about. They think, and you admitted you would not talk to an ugly wife. That you're Here's wrong. What, I didn't admit you, that. You, you admitted. No, you I said, didn't. You said, you're wrong. I said, what if she wasn't hot? You're like, I probably wouldn't say nothing. No, you're bullshit. Here's what you need to do. Someone pull the audio. Here's what you need to do. I know what I said. Here's what you need to do. You need to. As you walk up to whoever, you say, hey, I'm Devin Gibbs. I work on Pulp and Meg Show. I help out Steve Mathis. How's Ryan doing today? How are you? What blah, blah, blah. Like, well, you introduce like yourself as – No. So they know who no, you are. No, 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 yes. no. Do yes. Not, you do not work for Pulp. No. I He's don't. in here helping you. He's on the computer. He works for you. <laughs> I do work for he you. He does. He's on the payroll. Okay, but, then. But That's what you do. But doesn't no. that sound like I'm trying to interview them? No. No? No, you ask them. What are you doing with those scissors? Just trimming some things. and I had a thread on my shorts. I trimmed <laughs> off. It's right there. And I, Brittany Chisholm's like, yeah, I get some dudes sometimes that are like, how's it going? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, these women, they don't want to talk to you. They're there to support their husbands. Yes, they're going to be nice. Then go in the fucking motorhome. They're going to be nice. Oh, now you're telling women they don't belong outside? <laughs> this is what you make <laughs> should, it sound like. Should they cover their faces, too? Well, dude, you're talking... It, we're, okay, let's say I it's disagree not me. with him. Let's say you it's can not. talk to him. You can talk to anybody you want to. Whoever. Well, it doesn't can. matter. You can go talk to a random fan. You can talk to any writer. You can talk to the writer's wife, girlfriend, mom, dad. It doesn't matter. You say, hey, I'm Devin Gibbs. I helped Steve out with the Pulp and Meg show. How are you doing today? But you can't just walk up and be like, hey, how, well, how yeah, are that's you? That's what he like, did. That's what he you did. You can't do that. Why you not? Ha- because they think you're a random fan and there's some, I love all my fans. I know everybody does. I've well, met you're, some, you're different, I've though. I've met some no, cool you're different. people. You're different. But there's, there's some weirdos. Like, yeah, and you're so right. if and you I'm just walk that. up. Exactly. So you tell them. So then immediately Hi, they. I'm Devin. I'm not weird. No, don't do that because okay. then you're automatically weird. <laughs> that's my point. See, here's the thing. Forget it's me. Forget it's me. If some random dude sees a hot girl and goes up to her, it's fucking weird to Steve, apparently. Okay, now you're admitting that she's a hot girl, so now you're you're Uh, thinking about her looks. are we really talking about this? You're thinking about her looks. It has nothing to do with her looks. You just said uh, random. I think that's weird when you go up to talk to a random hot girl. Okay. You just admitted that. I also took myself out of that story. You you just admitted it. But with me, who know? Okay, Jake. Lindsay Dungy has 35,000 followers on Twitter and Instagram, and you don't think someone at the race isn't going to go up to her and say hi? I mean, regardless if you go up and ask for a jersey or an ask for to go to their bathroom in their RV, yeah, that's weird. But oh, when for you're sure. just standing by the Red Bull KTM. Is she is Lindsay do- Dungy a protected account? Is she like a, an approved account? No. Okay. Not at all. All right. Just asking um, for clarification. Uh, do you follow her? No. Okay, well, go and see if you can see her pictures. Listen, it's not weird to go up to girls and say hi. You don't Regardless know Regardless of who you they You don't are. know them. You didn't know Pookie. Before you met oh, her. I, I was interested in dating her. That's fine. Are you interested in dating Lindsay That's Dungeon? a whole other story. How the hell did that happen? <laughs> and she gave she, me a, did you roof here? And she gave me a green card, too. <laughs> here, here's, here. Um. Hey, De- hey, Devin, it was really cool meeting you in Vegas. That's oh, yeah. L- Lindsay. <laughs> you know what that is? That's Watson. <laughs> hey, De- hey, Devin, it was really cool meeting you in Vegas.
That's, just, that's Watson. Watson got her to do that. That's Watson going out of his way to go up to Lindsay to get that video to send to Steve to tell him to get off my fucking back because it's not goddamn creepy. But see, you talking about like meeting my wife. I mean, again, she's married, dude. She's married to Ryan Dungey. She's not going for you. Okay, so it's I not a situation but I where you're trying to pick. I didn't go up to her to try to pick. Thank her you up, for though. siding with me, though. Thank you for no, siding with me. You're Thank not. You. See, you're just selling him. You're, you're putting words no, in Jake's mouth. He's you, not siding with you. Yeah, he is. He said unless you tell Isn't him. Isn't this a conversation we could have off the show? Because this is just no. Because people are going to start shutting the app down. No, this they're is gonna, going on for four shows. They're going to double click the home button and swipe that thing right up. People care about this. I don't think they do. Well, this guy, let's play the voice, man. This has gone on for four shows, dude. I like you side with this me. Is Thank you. I, <laughs> Thank you. It's creepy. Trying to get through it's my back catalog. Creepy. Anyhow, uh, take, for example, Matilda Muscan or whatever Marvin's wife's name is. Georgia interviews her almost every week on the live broadcast. She has a KTM Red Bull team pit shirt on. She obviously helps Marvin with this program. She's out there. She's somewhat in the spotlight, maybe in the shadow of the spotlight that's on Marvin. Anyhow, she's out there. Uh, maybe maybe not Dungey's wife so much, but these wives. Uh, Kevin Wyndham's wife was the same. You always saw her there in the background. Wyndham's wife never spoke once. She was in the background as far as you can get. Yeah, true. So it's not That's she's true. not on the same level anyway. These wives aren't out for the attention, but they have the team shirt on there. You, if you're a fan of the sport like Gibbs, you see these same women in the background all the time, and if you recognize her and know who she is. And you're in the pits, and you're a quasi-industry person like Gibbs is. Who cares if he says, hey, I know you are Lindsay Dungy or whatever her name is. I just wanted to say hello. I'm a fan of Ryan's, whatever. I'm on the Pulp MX show. I mean, how many, whatever. that's not what happened. How many. I need to go walking around saying, I'm on the Pulp MX show. But you didn't say that didn't happen. You said, you just said, as hey, how's Ryan doing? You said, how's she doing? You said, how's Ryan feeling today? Is my killing it shirt not enough, bro? You said, how's Ryan feeling today? Is my killing it Pulp MX shirt not enough? Unfortunately for you, unfortunately for you, Gibbs, and it's still creepy and all that, but unfortunately for you. Stop saying it's creepy. So many people have ruined this stuff for you that by being creepy or asking for jerseys or asking for autographs, not saying you did that. That these wives don't give a shit. Now, Brittany's a different deal. She's got a product that she's putting herself out there on Instagram. I'm a media guy. Pookie's on the show. She's a media person in a sense. Lindsay Dungy doesn't seek the attention. But she gets it. <laughs> Seeking it and receiving it are two different things. That's what she said. Okay, hold on, hold on. Brittany Chisholm, someone who quote-unquote seeks attention. 7,900 followers. Quote unquote Lindsay Dungy, just, who doesn't I, seek I, it, has 35,000. I don't think that, does, I just that has nothing to do with yeah, it. That I don't, has, I, it does it? Followers are dumb. No, who cares? No. That has nothing to do with it. it. Ryan's a major profile guy who's on the, on the Wheaties box. He like, is on the Wheaties dude, box. like, there's going to be such a massive following, whatever. Like, that, like, it has nothing to do with seeking or not seeking it. Like, I don't particularly seek attention, but. I've got a handful of followers, but it's not like I'm – my wife's on me all the time. You need to Instagram. You need to Instagram. I know you don't like to, but you need to do it. You need to do it. Seeking your intentions doesn't – that doesn't matter. But if, if you have a following or you're associated with somebody that has a following, you're going to get followers. Then what's the problem with a random dude saying hi? Uh, there isn't one. Okay, thank you. 
there for siding with me. There isn't one. You just said there was. No, we didn't. Without him introducing himself like, as a quasi-media. Not guy. as saying hi. I said hi. You said, how's Ryan doing? That, what difference does it make? That's still not even that big of a deal. I mean... Did I ask to take a picture with Tate Reed? I did not. I am not a creeper. Yeah, Brittany Chisholm said people ask that. How many fans come up to Pookie and say, hey, you're Pookie, let me take a picture with you? Do you think that's super weird? No, you and Pookie talk about it on the show next week. And say, well, I'm a media guy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but Pookie's not. Pookie's just the wife of a person who is in uh, a spotlight, a big spotlight in your case. Anyhow, I don't think it's weird if he's creeping. He's not creeping on him. He's just saying, hey, you're Dottie Wyndham. Hello, I'm a fan of your husband. Nice to meet So that's my point. Anyhow, I think Gibbs does a great job. I want him to know that. Uh, you guys, the show is wonderful. It kills so much time when I'm commuting to and from work from Oklahoma to New York City. So anyhow, keep it up and don't give uh, Gibbs too much of a hard time. Thank you. Hey, Steve, this is Andrew Eagle from West Virginia. I'm getting a little behind on my podcast, but I just came across where y'all were talking about the Top Jimmy song being played when Jimmy Alverson was on. I just got to say, that was the best thing ever. Every time I heard it, I had to say it along with it. And even on, like, the few days afterwards, I was still singing, Top Jimmy! So, uh, yeah, that was awesome. Keep up the funny... Funny skits, and thanks for the show. Albertson, uh, Albertson was on the show, and so Top Jimmy, you know, every time he made a good point, I, uh, I hit this. Just like if he made a good point, he got a Top Jimmy. So a little bit like a whammy before your time. I've co-hosted twice. Yep. I don't have no cool button on the iPad or nothing. You know what? I should have got you a. There must be like a Jake the Snake. Drop from wrestling, you that know? It used to piss me off so much oh, when did? I was a little kid. Oh, Although I had one, you know, like the things you punch, that it's yeah. like the air inflatable yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Not a Jake the Snake one. Um, I used to beat the hell out of he it. Was, he was a horribly out of shape wrestler, first of all. Like, <laughs> like you're like, dude, really? And his only trick was after he knocked you out, he put a bow constrictor on you. That was it. And I hate snakes, dude, <laughs> with a passion. So I can't call you Snake? I shouldn't call you Snake. I don't really care for it. Okay. Right, I won't do it then. I don't want to upset you. Hey, Pope MX Show. I was wondering, what's the best way to clean your dirt bike seat? I know a lot of pros, they take the seat, they take the seat off and pressure wash the bike. How do you clean the actual seat? I know you don't want to pressure washer and get water in it and make it heavy. So, appreciate you answering this question. Thanks. Um, don't use pressure washer if you don't want to because it gets in the seat foam. It makes it pretty heavy. It doesn't ever dry out. It absorbs all the water. Really, just soap and water, a little bit of soap and water. Windex. Depends on what your seat's made out of. Pressure wash that thing, dude. Who cares? Dude, I don't know. It just, just it beats spray it down. the thing down. It beats the foam down. But you can go to Guts Racing and use uh, Pulp Mex 15. Get yourself, save yourself money. GutsRacing.com. Official seat foam of uh, RCH and Monster Pro Circuit and all these guys. <laughs> all right. Mathis. You guys are beating the shit out of this Devin talking to Lindsey Dungy deal. And I'm laying here, not laying here, I'm sitting here thinking, when is somebody going to bring up to me the most obvious thing? And that is, how many of us cats are in the poop nation because we're fans of the show? So are we all creepers? 
Yeah. Those of us who are, are, are <laughs> this is talking ridiculous. to Pookie on Twitter and whatever else, because of only because we listen to the show. So, dude, get off the kids' nuts, for Christ's sake, man. Yeah, man. By the way, I'm usually on your side. So... I hate you for making me be this guy. Put that in your pocket. Smoke the, it, Steve. Uh, Pookie is uh, on the show, like as a character, as a as a media personality on a media show. So it's totally different to me. It's not though. Lindsay Dude, Dungy, can we talk about something? I'm just different. saying. I'm that's, so that's, burnt out on this. Okay. All right. Hey, Nicole, how you doing, Nicole? You have Taco Tuesday? You have, you have some tacos? No, it's Monday, you kook. You want to go to a mashed potato Monday? <laughs> making candles at home right hey, now. You want to make some candles? You want to make my candle? Why don't you touch my candle? What? Uh, Super creepy, dude. What would you What would you do if some guy was saying that to her? How's that wax? I'd die laughing. I got something for you to wax. You. you know, I mean, that's super weird, man. I'd laugh. Because that's what I said exactly verbatim. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> mashed potato Monday. <laughs> All right. I got a couple issues. You're grinding my gears about as bad as putting a bunch of dirt while filling up your transmission. Number one, we don't fucking know any of the mechanics. We don't know any of them. We know J-Bone and Justin Barshas has a beard. Number two, (laughs) nobody cares that you won the first ever outdoor on a KTM. No one even knew who you were. And half the people you ask are like 20 years old. They don't remember 15 years ago, dude, and they don't remember mechanics. Drop it and just go on with your life, man. To listen. It really feels like uh, I didn't do a very good job, Eddie. It really feels like uh, I don't need to go to therapist. This guy like just kind of walked, talked me through that, like worked me through that deal. I like it. It's time to let it go, Steve. Dude, I've been told I have an issue with letting things go. Here's the Kleenex box. Yeah. Just we need to think forward now. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't believe that at all, that you have problems with letting things go. Yeah. At all. Uh, let's go. Speaking of going. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Yeah, it's Gene calling. Hi, Gene. Um, I know every week you mention X-Brand is the choice of champions everywhere, but you're leaving out one of the, one of your champions. It's Marissa Markalon. She's the... 2014 WMA champion. Um, I don't normally follow much women's motocross, but she's a member at my local track. I know her personally, so figure got to give her a mention. Again, she's the 2014 WMA champion. She just now took over the 2015 uh, WMA points lead. So yeah, uh, you got another champion. It looks like. Um, all right, Steve, keep up the good work. All you guys keep up the good work. Bye. Someone in the chat room said they're going to play patty cake with a grizzly bear if they hear any more of this Lindsay Dutchie talk. I told you. Patty cake with a grizzly bear. Was it the, I told you. Is it the bear that jumps in the pool? <laughs> I'd love to play patty cake with <laughs> that guy. Me too. He is sick. <laughs> That's a rad bear. Hey, what's up, Pulp Joe? Um, Sean from Illinois. I'm just wondering, when you look at those, when you're at a Supercross or National, and they have those big t- cartons of tires, like, we always joke about this, like, why do they have these tires? Like, they're going to pull off the track, change a tire, and then get back on, like, the motocross race. It's not a NASCAR. Like, I don't get it. Just wondering. Thanks. Speaking of um, Gibbs and talking to Lindsey Dungey, he just retweets some chick in a bikini. That's it. Not to him, just a photo of a chick in the bikini. Yeah, that's my good friend Sarah who told me to retweet it, so yeah. suck it. She dude. told you to retweet it? Yep, sure did. Doesn't say anything about, hey, Gibbs, retweet me. Well, on the, that's because on the I tweet. have her phone number, bro. 
So he just retweets it. Like, he looks like a creeper. She may have asked you. I believe you or whatever. But, or whatever. Like, but you just retweeting a chick I mean, in a I, bathing suit. It's fine, dude. How old are you? Thank you. Fucking 21, dude. Are you single? Yeah. Hammer away, dude. Retweet. retweet whatever. Leave him alone. Chicks in a bathing suit? Yeah. I think this speaks whatever. to his Lindsay Dungy motives. That's all. No. I think it's a peek behind the curtain. Do you see curtain. how hot that chick is? Does it look like I give a shit? Because huh? if it does, I can change it. Hey, that. does that guy know that that's put people on the podium before having wheels in the back of the carts? Because people have oh, the question in. on the, the yeah. Well, I think he was talking about Supercross, which is ridiculous. It'll never put you on the podium in Supercross. Not in Supercross, but, but it's happened outdoors. outdoors yeah, yeah, and it'll sure. keep you in the race in Supercross. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, it'll get you a point or something. Okay. But, uh, yeah. I, I so know. whatever. I mean, you can also ride with a flat. So if you're factory, whatever, and you're like, ah, it's only a point. Let's head back to the pits. No, but I'm saying no, you, you can keep riding with a flat too. I mean, sketchy, but you can finish a race. But you have to get 20th around. in Supercross to get a point. There's now 22 yeah. guys. So you get in there, you change the no, tire. No, all the guys get points. The first one point for three spots. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> my, bad. my first year. All right. <laughs> hey, Steve. This is Andrew from West Virginia. I was just thinking, you know, you all talk about how your shows uh, got, you know, 20,000 people listening. It just seems like such a low number to me of people that, you know, are interested in motocross, supercross. I don't I think that's pretty good. I think if we were doing this, Weimer, right now, coffee and, and uh, remotes and dogs everywhere, and there was 20,000 people in an arena, like, uh, that's what we get. Yeah. And between 17 and 20, whatever. No, that's a lot. 20 is a good show with a really good co-host. We'll get 20, but, you know, this one won't. But um, Because <laughs> we spent a lot of time talking about some BS. Um, but think of there was a 20,000-seat arena. This dude's – sorry we're not Conan, bro. No, yeah. No, it's fine. Okay, anyway. Um, I was just thinking that. Have you ever thought about – Putting up your own little tent in the pit party area or at the track to advertise your uh, you know, your your uh, podcast because I found it through a friend. A friend told me about it. And I think it was about it was a couple shows before uh, Tony Leslie blew up. But uh, I think if you put a tent to advertise, you'd have more people listening to the show, which means you know more listeners and more advertisements, more money for you. So. Yeah, it might be a good idea to do that. Thanks. Who's going to work the tent that uh, I have at the races? And I have to pay these promoters to have a tent. And on top of that, will the other media guys get mad that sponsor? I mean, I can't. I can't have a tent advertising well, the show. You can't worry about the other media guys. No, I but mean, I'm but saying, like, Racer X is exclusive media guys of the Supercross series, I believe. They are? Yeah. Really? Well, in a, in a sense of they're the advertise, like we talked about with the GoPro, like there's right, Racer right, X right, advertising. Right, right. So can Pulp really set up a tent? You know? I can't do that. Who's going to man the tent? What are we going to sell? What are we going to give away? Gibbs is going to man it? Dude, you know how many chips he'd scare away? Hey, how you doing? Taco Tuesday? Hey, man, um, you don't know my ability how to pull chicks, um, first off. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think we need to advertise with a tent. Do you? I mean, I don't think that's the savior to the show. Just hand shirts out. Hmm? Hand shirts out. 
at the races. I have like two dudes walking around with pullback shirts. And that's about as good as a tent gets. I, gar- I wouldn't want to. Well, you can't give away shirts because John Ayers owns the shirt contract for Supercross and Motocross. Oh, God. So you can't give shirts away. Shit. You can't give stickers away because people will stick them on the stadium and then Feld gets charges for cleaning up the stickers. You have to pay to have a tent because you're vending at their race. You maybe can't advertise another media company because they're in bed with other media companies that make the programs or whatever. So let's just scrap the whole idea. It's a lot of hurdles to clear. Gibbs, you only have 919 followers. Dude, I know. Isn't it that a bummer? I can tell you're young because you you brought up the followers on Instagram and you brought up your followers now that you're bummed on it. No, not It doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I, okay, listen. But I'm surprised you only have 919. I just clicked on that chick again to follow to, to see your thing. To follow? Oh, the chick? No, no, no. Creeper. No, no, no. Because I, I was going to bring something up, and I decided Creeper to drop alert. it because Weimer's making me drop it. But you only have 919 followers. Pookie's got like 5,000. I only started with 90 before I got on the show. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it's not that bad. Right. Look at the ratio. Okay. Yo, Mathis. I'm listening to the podcast, and this dude calls in and asks for free gear. And then talks about how his helmet is cracked by his fucking idiot friend. And he wants, he, what, he wants a helmet, too, or something? Is this guy serious? BTOsports.com. Fly gear is like 75 bucks for the cheapest pair, plus 20% off with the pulp and next coat. Get a fucking job, you cheap fuck. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> yeah, dude, pulp show. Jeez. Hey, Mathis, I want to apologize for that last message, man. Came <laughs> off firing. I'm out here in this Philadelphia traffic. It's about 1,000 degrees plus humidity. And that dude just rubbed me the wrong way, you know? I'm having to wear it. It's more it's ridiculous out here, man. But I want to thank you for all you do. And uh, keep up the good work, man. Love it. Peace. Peace. Mathis, hey, how's it going, man? Hey, I've been hearing a lot about the stink dog situation. I was just thinking I'd throw my two cents in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that, you know, he possibly may not have qualified as well as he could have if he would have been on the, the 250F, but at the same time, what if they were giving him more money to ride the two-stroke? Like, he qualifies, gets X amount of dollars on the four-stroke, that's cool. But these guys come in offering him, you know, over what most likely he would have qualified and made in the purse anyway, so... Anyways, that was just a different spin on it. I'm thinking, you know, more power to him if people are willing to, you know, put the bill, pay for his races, give him a little extra cash on the side for running the two-stroke. But, yep, thanks for the content. Take it easy. I mean, I, I was, I mean, yeah, if they're paying him, great for that. I don't know if they are. I wouldn't see how they would doing that. But, yeah, like I was saying about Stank Dog showing up at 125, Weimer, you knew that, right? Like I was saying yep. on our show, like, that's awesome. People love that, but to me as a racer, like I'm, I'm going to pay my entry fee and give myself a chance to do the best I can to make more money or catch the attention of somebody who will give me more money or ride or whatever. So why do I want to handy my, handicap myself with this 125? That's awesome that we all think it's awesome and all these fans think it's awesome, but he can't go to the bank and be like, yeah, I'd like to pay my mortgage. That's with, not necessarily true. I'd like to pay my mortgage with all these people that think I'm awesome. That's not necessarily true. Is that really coming in cash money helping him ride a 125? I wouldn't imagine that they're like, oh, here's a check to come ride our 125 or whatever. But No, I wouldn't think so either. But it's exposure. It's getting him exposure. It's 
it's but gotten it, to be a pretty big deal, honestly. It's all about exposure. Like if you're out there and the bigger name you are, what like it's gonna help in yeah, the but long run. Show me where that paid off. Where it paid off in real. It hard hasn't paid salary. off right now. Right. But it could for next year because well, it's I, I he's could, got a bigger following and I could be an astronaut. I mean it's the same th- you know, like like I it could. You you're saying it you're about? saying it could pay off. Like Yeah. Because when, if he gets on a two fifty When do any of these kooks get it paid off when they're on two strokes? When has it ever happened? I don't know that it's ever been as big of a deal as this one. I don't know. I mean, I don't. Yeah. You, uh, real quick. Yeah. You told Christian Craig that if he showed up at Millville on a 125, he wouldn't qualify. I did. That was wrong. <laughs> then I, I think I. And I told you you were wrong. I think later on I said, oh, my bad. I, I, I rethought it. You're right. You would qualify. I mean, Christian Craig's a talented rider. He's a great rider. Oh, you think? Yeah. Um, my point is is that, hey, whatever. He's having fun. Gets yeah, him yeah, some yeah. exposure. There's no, no. videos going around. I'm all, I'm all good for that, but these people freak out over this. Yeah, I mean, there's no need to freak out. And I'm just like, look, as a racer, I'm surprised Stank Dog did that well, by the way, on a 125 two-stroke. Good for him. That's a great job. But you are just shooting yourself in the head riding a 125 two-stroke against two VDFs. This isn't Jake Weimer winning a night of the U.S. Open on a 250F. This isn't that. Against 450s. Remember that? Yeah, I remember it. That's crazy that you won. These people in the chat room probably don't even believe that. Dude, if I wouldn't have crashed the first night. You would have won the overall? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I know. Crazy, I was like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) All right. Toki, you said Camberator. <laughs> Poor Pookie. Camberator. Camberator! Hey, what's going on, Steve? It's Gomez at Gringo 118. Uh, I just got a little pet peeve. Maybe you could share with the fans, or you know, you could just play this and tell them whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, when you got a guy on the show, a champ pro that we want to hear, and uh, you got a fan that calls up or somebody asks him a question. You got to tell these people to, you know, to shut the fuck up so the guy can answer, so we can hear him. You know what I'm saying? They, they ask him a question. Do you want him to stop it? And then they don't oh. let him. They don't is, let him answer. Is this the Godfather? <laughs> no, but he's been calling in a few times. <laughs> this guy, there's a guy smoke. Jimmy or something like uh, another dude that sounds like you know like a yeah. New York guy. I'm pretty sure it's Godfather. Mafioso. Hey, why did that chick want you to retweet that? You only have 919 followers. I don't know. She said because she likes her friends retweeting her shit. She wants some bolt. She wants a bolt fans. That's it's the kind of world is. we live in, dude. She wants bolt fans. Oh, it's ugly. I need followers. Man. It's ugly, dude. Yeah. That's why I have 919 followers. I don't give a shit. My she wife is- literally will yell at me. Like, <laughs> you have she. She'll send me a picture and say, "Post this," because I'm like, eh, <laughs> she does all the work for you. Right. She has 1,200 followers. She has more than you. I know. That's what. Who? That's. Did you not see my tweet well. that I posted? Like. Two weeks ago, no. or like last week, that I said I feel like a lot of people know who I am because of the Pulp Show, but I still don't get shit compared to her selfies. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it drives me crazy, you know? But, uh, Gambino. That's all. I just want to tell you that. And, uh, as far as Mrs. Pookie, the last name Gomez, I was raised up in a Puerto Rican family. I'm actually Irish, Japanese, and black. So that answers your question. And, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, another correction there. 
when you were, were talking about AC's neighbor with the with the lawn overgrown, it wasn't overgrown. It was burning up. I was just looking out for the kid. I'm his neighbor. So that's all. Just looking out for the kid. I'm, I'm a fan, and I was looking out for him. But anyway, to the people calling in asking these guys questions, let them answer. A guy, this guy, couldn't get a hold of AC, and his lawn was burnt out. And what do you mean burnt out? Like brown. The water wasn't working. Oh, okay, okay. Then his, over, his mailbox was overflowed, and there was shit everywhere, and so he contacted us to tell Adam that. So we told Adam that on the air. Adam's like, oh, yeah, I had a bunch of blink merchandise shipped to the house that is just overfilling the mailbox. Come on. Yeah, he said that. And then his lawn, the lady was looking at his lawn. I don't know. This is the pulp show, though, dude. We're, we're relaying information about Adam's house on the show. <laughs> Them answer the question so we can hear them answer. You know, if you if you talk over them, you cut them off. How are we supposed to get the answer? All right, guys, have a beautiful day, man. Hey, Pope and Mech Show, the Devin Gibbs Show. Good show, overall good show. It started off bad, but it from to, from the middle to the end ended well. Um, the show goes the way the guest goes. Um, yeah, but Devin Gibbs can hold his own. The show can be great with the right guest. Boom. So get a yes. guest. Get get some guests. All right. When's my next show, bro? You get some guests and let me know. <laughs> Wider's Rife. I heard twice Wider's Rife on the Gibbs show. That made me laugh. Good. I'm glad I made you Keep going for it, Gibbs. Give him another shot. I did say wider is rife. This is Dustin from Columbia, Missouri. My question is, is Chad Reed, is he breaking even with the team in the four and a half years he has it? Or is he losing money in the four and a half years he has it? Or has he made money in the four and a half years that he's had the team? Those are my questions. Obviously, JT will know. Ask him. He's probably the most reliable source. I meant this for JT, but JT fell asleep. You're supposed to come back on. Um, hard to believe you'd be making money off that team, right, Jake? I mean, come on, right? I mean, who knows? Like, you I mean, I don't know, but, know, but I would bet that he did. Really? I mean, I'll bet he did. I mean, I don't know. Dude, he had it, some high salaries in that thing. Yeah, but dude, he had some big sponsors, and but his side of his shroud was two-two still. So Discount Tire was not paying him enough to have that space on that bike. If they would have, you know, you can write a big check, you can get any space you want on the bike. Yeah. So it's always 2-2. I'm always... But he's got all the merchandise that it seems like people were buying. Yeah. I don't know. Squeaky like it again. All right. Thank you. Mathis, had to give you a call. It's uh, Tristan, Colorado. And, uh, yeah, I just finally got caught up with it and... Heard the bragging on Stink Dog there, and uh, shit, whether it's 144, 125, who gives a shit, man? That guy, if you would have qualified and finished 40 40, he deserves credit. Because there's a lot of badass dudes that don't. I wasn't ragging on Stank Dog. I have an opinion on Stank Dog. I said good job many times. 27 27 is good. Yeah, you're not talking about him individually. No. You're just talking about the 125 just, deal. Yes, exactly. People are dudes that don't make a national. And uh, to give him shit about, you know, beating a few dudes at DNF, having a big board, 
Come on, you're better than this. Did you ever say you're that? I don't think I said it. I think we were – someone said, like, oh, I bet you that thing's a big bore or something. I don't know. I, I, yeah. We were, and then we were laughing about how the AMA would never tear him down or figure it out anyways. Dude, you've got a group series coming up now. It's all You know this. It's all about marketing. all about getting your name out there. I'd never heard of him. Now I'm going to follow him. He's riding his hopefully big bore 125. Gib- Gibbs, can you just – for the one segment that I need you to look at me, the whole show, <laughs> one segment. Sorry, I'm talking you, to Lindsay Dungey, dude. Can you Sorry. put your phone down and like look at me? Dude, I'm talking to Lindsay Dungey. No, I, no you're not because you're super creepy. And it's, it's no, one in the morning opinion, That's your opinion. So just please. I know you're on your phone. Like I know that the, sh- the phone is more important than the pulp show. I get it. For the one time, though, we do need to look at each other so I can stop you. Because three times now I've done this and you haven't stopped. So can we just focus on these voicemails? I know. Focus I, on the voicemail. Well, three times I'm like, dude, dude. he's like this, full on, <laughs> like full on in his phone. Go on. So that's all. You're wasting people's time I'm right tra- now. I'm trying to make a statement to this dude. Sorry, this is Thank the first you. time this has happened ever. No, but anyways, so, um, stank dog. There was actually Weimer this weekend at Buds three 252 strokes, and stank dog in 1.5 class and 250 class, and then two three 252 strokes. I believe one guy got like 13th. Huh? Yeah, in the second no. moto. Yeah, look at the results. Craig, Greg, I know, uh, Craig, 450, second moto. I don't know that Cody, Gre- Craig, I can't, what am I, am I getting it wrong? Cody, Greg. Greg, YZ250. YZ 250. And Weimer. It took Dunge. He got 16th overall. Dude, it took Dunge three to four laps to reel this dude in. Now, Two strokes are coming back. Do, I mean, look, I don't know who this dude is, but props to him, man. 13th, right? It was 13th? Am I, yeah. am I, am I right? Yeah. Uh, 13th in yeah, the second moto. 22-13, 16th overall. Yeah. Maybe they're coming back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, you're just laughing. you got no comment. You're just laughing. I'm looking for the other two strokes. There's another KTM, one. KTM, 252 strokes? Yeah, he got... Uh, 26-26 or like whatever. 34-23. Okay. <laughs> and then there was Stank Dog. Would you come back on a two-stroke for Supercross? Dude, you would. No. You would have so many fans. You could go to the bank. Oh, it'd be sick. You could go to the bank to pay your mortgage. You go, look, I don't have any money because I'm not making mains, but I have a ton of social media followers who love my two-stroke. I'll bet on a 252 stroke I could make the 450 main. Who? Not a 125, because the yeah, jumps no, are no, too no. Yeah. hard. Like, they're too um, big. Yeah. 252 uh, stroke, I could make the main. Um, yeah, probably. For sure. Probably, I'm saying. For sure. Okay. You should do it. Think of all the fans you'd have. Yeah, but I'm, I'm there to do good. I'm not there to just make the main. But you got exposure. Stank dog, bro. Yeah, but I've, Stank already, dog. I've already had the rides and made some money. And, that's, like, that's... Like, Fans I would just love you. Quit hating, man. Nah, right on a two stroke. Stank just, dog. I want to be there to do well. I don't go to the be bank and just... say, listen, I can't pay my mortgage because I didn't I don't do think well. Ain't nobody going to pay me to ride a two stroke. These fans, though, that's what they th- they want you to do it, well, man. Well, then they can put it together, and they can if they can produce the check. And they can't. That's just it. Then I'll build the bike, <laughs> and then everybody's happy. I'll ride the two stroke. <laughs> okay. They can fund the money. 
Everybody's Go happy. GoFundMe account. GoFundMe. Jake Weimer, Two Stroke, two stroke Nation. <laughs> Let's get it. All right. Around the next few national. Um, I don't know. I got a feeling you'll really reevaluate after uh, after a week off. So, um, hope to hear your thoughts. Keep it up. You rock. Love the honesty. Hey, this is Dave from Phoenix, a uh, longtime listener. Uh, just wanted to comment on Gavit Gibbs. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, it's actually worse than the roundtable. I couldn't even get through the first 10 minutes of it. Uh, I had to turn it four. off. Just wanted to give my input. Thanks. First Thanks. off, Gavit Gibbs is a segment that we do on the Pulp Show. It's a Gibbs show. No, I, we, I think I called it Gavit Gibbs. Oh, did you? We should have named it better, but yeah. Dyslexic with Devin, I thought it was going to be. <laughs> All right. Hey, Pulp Max, this is Gibby. Uh, just listened to Devin's uh, little podcast there. Um, he definitely didn't kill it, but I think he injured it. So it wasn't too bad. It was a good job, Devin. And I'm not necessarily a big fan of Devin's, but he did a pretty good job. Good job injuring it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Gibby. So you kind of like rolled his ankle. He didn't break a leg. No. He like rolled his ankle. <laughs> exactly. Can you get off your phone, too? Is that possible? No. Let's talk about something good. We got more voicemails to go. Then we're wrapping this thing Oh, up. my gosh. Yeah, I know. Steven. Just wait. It gets better. Wait, don't we have another commercial that we take? No. Ah, I got to pee. It's Adam Pancoke. I just wanted to call in. I'm a longtime listener. I just wanted to call in and thank you for everything that you do. Mm-hmm. You honestly have changed mm-hmm. the world of money, mm-hmm. world of money, done, world of money, done. Mm-hmm. Taking them to the top. Thank you. Without you. <laughs> Next. Thank you. And without Tim Ferry, there would be no motocross. Nope. Also, you want to get a vo- you want to get a voicemail played? Be- you want to get a voicemail played on the air? That's kind of shit. You leave. Those are the same people right there, Jake. That hate my show, though. You should be. I don't know if there's a mechanics hall of fame, but if there is, oh, God. you should be in it. Thank you. We need nice. you inducted into That's it. Very kind of you. Also, another thing. Star Wars, December. Yep, I hope you're ready for it. It's starting to make I've sense pumped now. Up from all it's the starting to make sense. I know you're a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> it's all coming together. You get, weed, you get weed into this, although that probably will never happen. But, uh, but yeah, another thing. Pookie, have more of her on the show. You can never get enough Pookie on the Pulp and show, oh, and I honestly creep. believe oh, that oh. she needs to be on more. This dude's heavy breathing right now. <laughs> because uh, you have an amazing wife. Lovely. You should uh, show her off on the show more. Show yourself off. All right. I'm going to go. Thanks for everything, though. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Thank oh, you for geez. calling. That was painful, actually. Thank you, hey. sir. Anytime. Whew. Hey, Steve. How's it sound, baby? <laughs> <laughs> These are our listeners, dude. That thing actually sounds better than your factory tune machines. Stop it. it that thing like... sounds pretty crisp. No, it's too lean. It's too lean. No, on the it's not. It's, it's too lean on no, the bottom. No, it's not. Yes, it is. That thing's crisp. It's too lean on the bottom. Hey, Matt. This is uh, Donnie from Arizona. Uh, I just want to uh, official. It was two minutes and 34 seconds before I shut off the Devin Kip show. Um... <laughs> Yeah. You didn't make it four minutes. That's just not going to work. 
so whatever the download count was for that show, please subtract one for me. <laughs> um, so I just don't want to find the count. And by the way, you can't really use a download count as a test because I have my computer set to download everything you do. So uh, I'd like to say most of it is really good. However, yeah, that, that, yeah, I think I'd rather lick somebody's ass than listen to that. So anyway, You'd rather lick someone's ass. Uh, Steve, your show is great. Thank you. Doing it. Uh, I listen to everything. And uh, keep the good work. Uh, Devin, that's definitely not the definition of killing it. But, hey, you still get set behind the, behind the bench. You know? So, thanks, guys. Steve, I think you need to get off Devin's case about the creeper thing. I think I figured out what your issue with understanding it is. It's just Devin was trying to be a slight human being. Just like that, a guy who was calling in to support you, his phone doesn't, his phone breaks up, Gibbs. That's it. That's the voicemails. Hey. He had lots of you had your back, but his phone broke up. Good enough. That's all I needed that's to a, hear. That's a win in Gibbs' we, book. We, we heard what it was going to be. Here, Weimer, we have a tradition on our show. The guest reads the sponsors at the end of the show. Who we want to thank. Yeah, do I got time to go to the bathroom or not? No. BTOsports.com. We'd ahead. love to thank our sponsors that make this show possible. BTOsports.com, do your shopping there. Enter code PulpMX. PulpMX to get a 20% discount, I believe. It depends. I know it's 10 to 15. Fly so. Racing. Mm-hmm. The good folks down in Boise, Idaho. Idaho. If you're a privateer, Race tech you suspension. wear Fly Racing. Yep. Now bringing motor needs mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Official suspension to Ben LeMay. Vince Freeze. Vortex Racing. Handlebars and sprockets. James Stewart uses Vortex. Remember what we talked about last time? Dude, I really got to be hurried up. <laughs> mm. I hate to bring it up because I like him, but it was funny. When you're like, the bars that uh, Jacob Hayes couldn't bend. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Go ahead and pee then, bro. Come Bruce on. Graphics. Really the graphics used by Alex Martin. Yeah. No thanks to his goggles, but he got that moto win. <laughs> Could have been his graphics. <laughs> X-Brand goggles. Speaking of goggles. They might be good with Steve Mathis not behind them. In fab, Jeep and truck for any of your Jeep and truck needs. Hot cams. Not a camberator, just cams <laughs> for your motor. Wow. Works connection, clutch levers, perches. Easy start device. Easy start. Is that what we're calling them now? Yeah. I thought it was a whole shot start device, but works connection. Atlas neck braces. Cutting edge designs. FMF racing for your exhaust needs. W wheels used by Team Tedder Racing. Dakota Tedder. Guts racing. Seats. Mm -hmm. They do graphics. Foams. Seats. Seats. Yeah. Seats. Bases. Carbon fiber bases. Yeah. Lighten up your seat with a gut racing. Guts. Guts. Pearl. I can't even read this one. Let's see. Two something? Two under. Two under. Underwear. It's the best underwear in the world, bro. Yeah. Oh. I'll give you some. I don't need any. Yeah, you do. I wear Ethica. It's a bitch shit. Sorry to hear you. Galfer brakes. Right? Galfer yeah. brakes? Yeah. Brakes used by Jake Weimer in 2015 Supercross. No, fantastic. Galfer. 
I would have used them in the air if I could have right yeah. before I got hurt. Yeah, you could have used some air brakes right there. KTMPartsExpress.com. Mm-hmm. KTM Parts. Not familiar with them. Zach Osmo can use them for his Husky. Black Ops Moto. Yep. Ignition coil. Ignition coils. I'm only familiar with the game. No, oh, Black Ops, yeah. Black Ops. Those are the folks that make it possible. Well, Weimer, thank you for... For Mathis to get paid to do some of his rants. To pay for your friggin' airline ticket up here. For my airline ticket up here. Yeah. Thankfully, I don't have to buy a hotel for you this time. <clears throat> Stay in here. I will say, how many sheets are on this thing? 28? 26. 26? He pulled two. He pulled two? I could see my eyes reflecting off of them. So, yeah, yeah, but we're in the house. Skips, bro. Maybe you can do a whole show on that. On Taco Tuesday and, and laminates. Taco Tuesdays and laminates. Suck yeah. it. Um, I could see how you could make those two correlate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like you're so into the tacos, you got to pull tear-offs. Like you're so eating them, you're so into them. Or you got some bad tacos. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah there's a tacos. couple ways you could go about it. Well, Jake, it's going to be sad to have the National Series go off without you this summer, but we hopefully we'll see you in Supercross. What do you mean go off? It's already gone off. There's well, six rounds all of, in. all of them go off, you know, without you coming back. Hey, Steve. Yeah. Quick question. We got any more tickets for Red Butter? Or that? Nope. We're all done. Beat it. Um, fly Racing, though. Uh, kinetic Rockstar Gear. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Um, we'll see you at Supercross 2016 at Anaheim. It's good you're not retiring. Yeah. You'll be back in. Thanks for coming in. I think you did a yeah. g- great show. You had more energy this time. More ups, more energy, less pauses. I liked it. I liked the flow. I liked the energy. It was all good. Well, you asked so. me some pretty terrible questions last time. Fuck so. you and your show, Mathis. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thanks to our guests, uh, Zach Osborne, Filthy Phil, Mitch Payton, and Amart. And thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners, Gibbs. Thank you, Swisscore Moser. Thanks for your contributions to the show. We'll be back next week to uh, yeah, maybe probably get on this Lindsey Dunsey thing. Lin- no, Lindsay Dunsey we thing need to let more. it go. Like, dude, yeah, fuck we'll, it. We'll let it go. All right, everybody. See you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.